That's right, bitches. We're recording. There we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm podcasting from a space station <laughs> out, out on the outer rims. I, I was Can talking, anyone hear me? I was, I was talking back to you, but apparently my mic was was not picking up. Did Did you notice that your little guy was not changing? I, I I'm I'm going with the more advanced uh, UI now, so I get the little blue guy instead of the green guy. The lip The lips are very old school, though. I do miss the lips. <laughs> oh, that's what I still have. Oh yeah, no, you can update it. It'll let you update your. Yeah, I don't know. The lips are the lips are nice. Yeah, it's got kind of a retro feel to it. I think the the lips mean something. <laughs> as long as the text to voice works, I'm happy. Exactly. Hey, so Jason, uh, before our guest host gets on, I want to make sure that we really stress that we don't want to seem too smug <laughs> in this. God, uh, God forbid. In this time where people talk about podcasting but rarely do it. That's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not our fault. I, and like, I mean, we've been called a lot of things. Smug was a bit of a surprise. Right, but I think it puts us in a pretty good position. <laughs> I think that's that's pretty accurate. That's fair. I mean, it's fair. I think we probably are smug. That's, yeah. Because we record. So we get to be on a high horse. We're handsome. Very that's, handsome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And we have very, a kick-ass con. Very successful. Very successful. Zero commute. That's right. Uh, currently <laughs> trending. <laughs> Commute is trending at zero. It's good times. So I get it. I get yeah. why people might be angry. Yeah. I mean, it's really just about efforting, right? I mean, I'm sure uh, Guns, Dice, and Butter could put out a bad podcast every month if, if he wanted to. <laughs> He's just not willing to make, make that sacrifice. <laughs> make, God forbid. Yeah, so I mean, basically all the other podcasts have fallen by the wayside, I think, except two half squads and history on the tables doing okay. But I mean, let's be honest, they're just little babies at this point. <laughs> That's a baby podcast. But uh, really, it comes down to just being willing to uh, continue to put a shit product out every month and just win through volume, sure volume. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we've been doing from the start. It works from network television. Might as well work for us. That's right. Now, we're not Netflix. This is, this is <laughs> CBS. We're, we're CBS. CBS. Yeah, back the fuck up. Except we don't advertise. Maybe that's where we went wrong. If we had more, if we had more uh, noble night talk up up top, maybe we'd get more listeners. Well, clearly, do we do advertise because people still log on occasionally to insult us. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> I mean, advertise for other people. Oh, oh, you mean like like take endorsements? Do ads, or, yeah. yeah. Wow, that'd be complicated because it's been proven that anybody who gives me a free game, I will declare it the best <laughs> game of the year because it was free. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Very few games are so bad that if someone just gave it to you, you would not love it. Yeah. I mean, all the games that I stole out of the rainy day closet of Mr. Sirwa's seventh grade social studies classroom, um, I thought they were great because they were pretty good. They were. Five finger free. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. So I enjoyed all those games. They, I didn't know that they had that special delight of me having stolen them and trundled them off back to my house. And it, it does kind of cement them in your memory too. Oh yeah, definitely. Like there, so, like it, I think it was. Uh, I think I stole Panzer Blitz, Richthofen's War. What else did I steal from his closet? Because 
frankly, none of the other kids are going to play those games anyway. Um, I might have stolen something else. can't remember. So, yeah, they were good. Panzer Blitz I got really into. So, War and Peace is one, too, I played when I was younger, like probably in freshman or sophomore year in high school, and I thought it was great. Man, I went back and played, tried to play it again. Did you play the original or the new one? The, well, I tried to play the original. I have two copies of the original because my first one didn't have a map. So I had to play the second one. Uh, and it was not great. No. So I'm wondering, like, with the Compass reprint, like, how good that could possibly be. Did you did you pre-order it? No. I... I disliked the original so much that I didn't fair. Even, yeah. It, no, frankly, what happened is I did pre-order it and then my card had gotten compromised. So I changed it. And then when they came back with an error for the charge, I'm like, meh, yeah. not meant to be. I refused yeah. to renew the card. Well. All right. There. So here we are. 803 by ourselves. <laughs> He's in the room. Did, did you see him click at all? I mean, he's here. No, but... all right. Oh, he's here. Okay. Apparently cannot figure out how to broadcast. Did you do the audio wizard for yourself through preferences? Answer me in text, God damn it! How dare you? Type faster. Yeah, so... <laughs> okay, so we're going to do all the... Here, we got to... Hmm. Um, okay, well, let's see. Let's go through all the tech services. I'm not going to ask you to turn it on and turn it off, turn it off and turn it on again because we've get, done. Get your tech support binder out. That's right. So first step is let's look at audio input preferences and be sure that your Microsoft my, microphone option is the device that's selected under device. So you're going to go to preferences, audio input, and be sure that the device that you're using for your audio input is the device that's been selected. Make sure it's not default device or built-in microphone or something like that. Then you're going to want to make sure you're on push to talk. And if you're on push to talk, make sure that you know what button you're pressing to push to talk. And also the other thing I've learned, one is step three is make sure your microphone's turned on. I've done that many times. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the talking, mute on the microphone. Yeah. Talking to, where I've clicked my microphone off, like yeah. physically clicked it off and I'm talking. Uh, and the fourth thing is make sure your volume is up, but that really wouldn't hurt you as far as the input. It's obviously an input problem. So. I saw some red lips. There, there we go. go. There we go. We're getting signal. So close. Okay, that's that's another that's more complicated. So let's see. We're gonna go preferences. So we're asking you're gonna to go to uh, preferences and shortcuts, and shortcuts will tell you what your push to talk button is. Mumble preferences shortcuts. Also the window helps. Yeah, Just if you if you left click push. in the push to talk window, that works also. I don't I don't do it that way, but Jason likes it because it makes him feel like he's got a little CB radio. Or something yeah, to yep. A little handheld. <laughs> breaker, breaker. Over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure what the actual default is, but if you go in there, guest host, and check preferences under mumble, shortcuts should tell you the push to talk.
but you must have hit it at some point. I don't know if you're just slamming the keyboard because you did turn blue at some point. Okay. Uh, and now I think really I'm thinking Evan's voice is the, my, <laughs> I'm so upset. All right. So you do shortcuts. And the, your most irritating thing is I have to talk to him through the text to talk voice. Okay. So you do shortcuts and that's push to talk, right? Do you see push to talk as a function? So you, you click on the function and it'll say push something and then push a button on your keyboard and that'll be it. Um, in the just settings, there, there should be a checkbox that has a push to talk window or display push to talk window, something like that. I would recommend using that. Well, also, no, the, the key is when you have function, go to shortcut, just press the shortcut and then press the button that you want to use. And it'll automatically insert that button into your push to talk uh, thing. So you'll see function, push to talk, then data. And then over there, there's a column called shortcut. If you just if you left click under shortcut and then press the button you want to use for your shortcut, it'll fill it in and then press apply. Other podcasts would cut this out, but we're not going to cut it out. It's in the, just go to configure and then audio input, configure settings, audio input, and it's right below the levels. Ta-da. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Except, except we can hear ourselves. I know. So already you're fucking it up twice, <laughs> two different ways. So, 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 your, so your, your input's working. Now your output's fucked up. <laughs> so you've either got, you've got two mics going, either you've got your, uh, your audio, make sure that your audio output is set for whatever default you want. Any better? Let's see. Check, check, check. Yeah, yeah we're good. Oh, we're good. Hallelujah. Wow. We got there. That only took 10 minutes. Dude. We got, man, we got plenty of time. I swear. Even, I even, even the blind when squirrel. When I the program, I looked at it. I was like, this is, this is not complicated. But I, like, the thing, about the, thi the thing about the preferences, like I would click it and then it would just go away. And it wouldn't, like, let, wouldn't let me change the, uh, the push to talk button. It just was like, no. Do you have done. a Mac? Are you working with a Mac or a PC? A Mac. Oh, see, I know you're full of shit because I gave you the exact <laughs> fucking instructions on how to do it on a Mac, and I literally did it as I was I was, I was showing you. Dave, you, I, will if, take a I will take a video of what I was doing, and I will show go, you that it did not work. You, if you go to Mumble Preferences Shortcut, and it has the push to talk thing on there, and you click, left click, under Shortcut, and then press a key, it will then input the, the shortcut key. Dave, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I, but please it, don't try it because I <laughs> you're Dave, on now. Dave, it, it, it doesn't do that. I, okay. I promise. Okay. I promise. All right. But I know I know what you're saying because I'm watching. We're gonna we're gonna meet at a convention with laptops with with MacBooks and we're gonna <laughs> prove this and then you're gonna buy me fifty five beers once I'm right because I just <laughs> that's, did it. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. That's a good. But I'm sure that's how it's supposed to work. So but... we have this really slick uh, operatic. Uh, opening for this podcast planned instead 
um, again, tech services. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it after all this so that we really get the, the full effect Thanks. of the, the ca yes, ca host. cavalry charge. You, you ruined our big buildup to being the, the number one most smug currently recording Wargaming podcast. Oh, I knew you guys were going to bring that up. Did, so did you guys think that guy was being serious? I thought he was joking. I don't care. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell with gamers because... I mean, the truth is, yeah, that's, that's a good point. If he knows we're smug, he, at least he's listening. I appreciate the listen. That's right. I, that, just, that's a, I just don't like being talked about. It makes well, me that's fair. Makes me very that's uncomfortable. Fair. Oh, I, lo I that, do like it. I thought we should have been. A, we weren't even nominated for the best podcast on BGG. So <laughs> I really hurt my feelings. Well, that I mean, that's fair. That not one to be talked about. But yeah, what as like if you've listened to the podcast enough that you've heard the joke enough times about gun dice and butter. Or not about guns, guns, nice and butter. Excuse me, but you know, like about being the number one reported podcast and whatever that's still recording. If you've listened to it enough times to get that, you oh, surely maybe, know that that's maybe. a joke, and they're yeah. not being. You know, how could you think maybe. that you're like? Yeah, well, I don't know. We, but you never know with gamers, though. We are. We're, we're definitely judgy. I don't know. First, but <laughs> judgy, very, very judgy, yeah, and, and very opinionated. Yeah, yes, especially about people who have tech problems. Whoa. Give no idea. Okay. Advanced After Combat. This is Advanced After Combat. Welcome to Advanced After Combat, the number one most smug war gaming podcast currently recording. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by myself, Dave, my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a guest host who is selected by the Oracle each month from our BGG Guild. And this month, our guest host is Evan. Welcome. Go on, fellas. Or should we call you E-Yoke e or Evan Y? <laughs> Which one would you like so you can be anonymous? Um, I prefer zero anonymity. No self mode here. That's no self mode. Front Street. All right, so Evan's played some games of Jason, and he has been active on the guild, so I really haven't gotten a chance to talk to you. But Jason had kind of vouched that you didn't have like a like a any kind of bizarre sounding voice. <laughs> that might and I wasn't worried that it, I just didn't want you to upstage me, so that was my biggest concern. Yeah, we're we're concerned with our image. That's right. Uh, so, clearly, so, clearly. so Jason thought you'd be good, so that's why we figured the oracle would be correct in selecting you. Name and a hat. Well, you guys can have the conversation after the podcast where, where Dave, you chew, up, chew into <laughs> Jason. I have to apologize. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. It's I've like had, the plus I've had one. to do that before. <laughs> it's like the plus one for the convention. You brought that mother. <laughs> that's why we started the plus one where guys would be like, oh, no, this guy's really cool. I want to bring him to AC. Kind of like, yeah, he's your plus one, dude. You're responsible for him the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Now we know who we can go after if he fucks up or he acts like a total douche. All right. <laughs> so, Evan. Uh, You've you've got you've got kind of kind of an interesting background. So um, I know you live in Panama. Is that correct? That is correct. First sexual experience. I knew you were going to ask me that question. You've been asked that question in a long time. I want to say sixteen. Liar! You're fucking. Yeah, liar. I know. Is you're such a liar. You're such a game. liar. <laughs> the, are, are, are you saying that's too early? No, that, there's no way that was his first sexual experience. You were never alone Dude, in the bathroom. You never read, was ran, ran the water really loud, so you oh, couldn't hear. Oh, that's that's different. That's a sexual <laughs> yeah, experience. I'm sorry. I don't think that counts. That's, 
I, I mean, who is this? Am I questioning Bill Clinton here? I mean, you're talking about sexual experiences. <laughs> Defense, d- depends on how, I, how I you define the word. I have sexual relations with That's myself. Right. <laughs> All, right. All right, we'll accept 16, I guess. I think that's going to be an asterisk for an answer. Um, so, Evan, what, why are you in Panama? You're an American hey. in Panama. Uh, that's true, yeah. So I was, uh, this, I told Jason this story. It's really not that exciting. Um, I was just traveling in, in Mexico and Central America, vagabonding around. And uh, I kind of got just bored of traveling. I wanted to chill out for a little bit. Yeah, Muling drugs gets old after a while. It's kind of, right? Well, you can only fit so many baggies up your butthole before it gets <laughs> old. <right>. Well, <laughs> depends on the butthole, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> After... <laughs> I'll, I'll let you, well, I'll let you carry on that thread there. Eight, 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 <laughs> 18 minutes in and we already hey, went blue. Hey, come I on, like we're it. riffing. We're riffing. Come on, let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is an explicit, explicit podcast. That's right. That's right. Uh, good times. Uh, so you're wandering. No, so I, I'm wandering. Yeah, I'm wandering. And um, so I've been uh, been coaching CrossFit. Dave, are you familiar with CrossFit? I, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drive by a lot it? of the gyms. I've been CrossFit adjacent. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, no, yeah. So that was the first year that the CrossFit Open, which is uh, this big online competition uh, that happens every year. That was the first year they had it. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds fun. Oh, I'll is this that. the one they had on Netflix? They had a special for the Dubai one? Yeah. yeah I yeah, watched exactly. that. Yeah. The chicks are crazy. Oh, I'm impressed. The chicks yeah, are gigantic. No, it's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I was so I was like, okay, well, that's, it was, I think, six weeks at the time. So I'll stay here for that. And, and I got a, a, a job at a gym and a crappy little apartment, you know, for two hundred fifty dollars a month, in some hole, and then yeah, then I just ended up staying. Now, so you're you have a family, correct? Yeah. And your family? Are you married to a Panamanian woman? Or... Um, I don't, don't want to get into about... immigration issues if there's problems. I'm just I'm curious more. Than oh that. no 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 no. Um, no, uh, uh, come back to that question in about ten or fifteen minutes. Okay, so are you, I'm sorry, are you living with a Panamanian woman? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is correct. But she's she she has dual citizenship. She's American. Okay, Panamanian. okay cool. Now you, but I'm saying basically, did you you met her in Panama? Sorry, you broke up there. What was the question? You you met her in Panama? Yeah, that's right. Wow, Evan seems a little bit uh, evasive. Yeah, I like it. I it like makes it. me want to ask more follow-up questions now. Oh, hey, dude, this is your show. This is your show, buddy. I just want you to keep asking leading questions, and I'll keep answering them. It's it's our show, Evan. It's our show. It's not my show. <laughs> and, oh, and just to be clear, a, don't but don't be smug about it, Dave. Don't be smug about it. Any story that includes the word vagabonding is not a boring story, no matter right. what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, cheap well, there, apartment. There you go. Like cheap apartment, I like it. Uh, and so it's just so. The reason you stayed there, are you like a CrossFit trainer in Panama, basically? And then you also compete in CrossFit? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, that's my principal line of work, CrossFit trainer. And then for a long time, I competed. And then I did injuries and changing interests. I, I kind of got out of that scene. Oh. I'm sure this is thrilling for wargaming listeners. Have you ever thought it about... Is uh, this is you, fascinating. Have you ever thought about identifying as a woman and then dominating the female <laughs> side of CrossFit? <laughs> so that, that's a funny story. Maybe like four or five years ago, maybe longer now, there was a Brazilian 
woman who was actually a man. She was transsexual, but she competed in the female category. Right. So there was like a big, you know, to do about that. But that yeah. was kind of, I mean, that's come up a bunch of times in recent, you know, in recent history. But well, that especially was like, with that sport, because it's such a physical sport, right? So it's like, and the women kind of do the same uh, competition as the men, don't they? Yeah. The same I mean, challenges. Uh, Exactly. The weights will be different, but the main, but, but, but the, the exercises uh, are the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, dude, just switch over. You could totally dominate. It's like, fuck. Well, I mean, I'll be I, honest. Did. I would, I watched it. I would not dominate at all. Like even if I wanted to be a, a female, I would get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I already kind of cheated a little bit by, by coming by coming to Panama, I mean, so I could compete in competitions like in bigger competitions than I would be able to in the states because oh, I wasn't I wasn't actually good enough. Good enough. Yeah, so that's like Jock Peterson from the Dodgers. He plays uh, in the Olympics in baseball for Israel. Nice. And I'm like, dude, so you're Dodger. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it happens all the time though. You take like you know people who are good at in, in basketball in the states and they like move to Europe, like they play in Spain or whatever professionally. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fair. You don't have to justify yourself. Big, you're fine. No one's big fish you. in a small pond. Because Panama, yeah, you're exactly. probably pretty good. I mean, I'm sure when the Panamanian CrossFit guys all get there, you're kind of taller than most of them. And... <sighs> That's funny because because Panama it does have some short people, but because it's 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 very mixed, so it's not oh, like okay. just like Latinos. It's you know there's a lot of oh what's uh, what would be the word for it? American American well, like, hiding Caribbean, there. Like, <laughs> no, well that too, but no like Black Caribbean sure as well as like yeah, Chinese right. and all that kind of stuff. So so like you see extremely tall people, whereas like you might not if you went to like I don't know Bolivia or somewhere like that, you wouldn't see that type of person that that height there. I guess. Dude, go to Bolivia. You would be the best <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and the and the poorest one. Yeah, yeah. Why, why did you stop? You kept go. Should have kept going south. You would have been a dominator. That's an excellent. That's an excellent question. Okay, so. Um, as far as your background story and your your history of wargaming, like what's the deal? Like how did you kind of get started in wargaming? Uh, did you in what state did you grow up in the U.S.? Like where did you come from in the U.S. originally? Nah, I'm from Ohio, which is not the most exciting state. Uh, yeah, the worst state to come yeah. from. That's why he's in Panama. Are you, <laughs> yeah, are you right. surprised? Trying to mix it up. <laughs> he lives in Toledo, Panama. He, he wanted he wanted some food with taste. That's right. <laughs> Panama, the Ohio of Central America. Well, maybe, maybe. I don't know. All right, so so give us your origin story. Dave, are you ready for this? I am. My first war game was We introduced you to it. Was it We introduced you to it? <laughs> oh, you missed it? I yeah, I didn't, I, hear it. I, I didn't hear it. Oh, let me do the dramatic build up again. Okay, sorry, right. I talked over you. No, no, it's okay. My first war game was Duel of Ages. No, oh, very nice. Very Not nice. a war game. Hey, whoa, hey. There's war. Hey, it's There's Napoleon. There's Napoleon, bro. <laughs> yeah, it has hey, it's, got, it's got a rough terrain type. Like, I don't even know what rough is. Like, it has, it has <laughs> It's got opportunity sure. fire. Yeah. It, it's kind of like like Time Bandits meets Bill and Ted. That's how I it, always see it. Like, <laughs> it's plus, like plus, it's plus murder. With, yeah, with laser guns and shit. No, so, yeah, no, it, it's, it's actually funny because I, I flirted so many times with getting into wargaming and then it just kind of. It kind of never happened. Like, um, I really liked games as a kid and board games and all that stuff. Yeah, played Bill of Ages, and I remember 
looking into wargaming when I was in like in late high school, early college, and looking at like a game on eBay for Stalingrad. I mean, who knows what it was? Uh, did you did you, <laughs> did you play sports in high school? Yeah, I, I ran track and cross country. Okay, so not really. You didn't play any real sports. Not not any real sports. Baseball Dave, or football I, or basketball. Okay. Dave, sports. I didn't. I didn't. These are the sports that everyone else did. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But they make you good at CrossFit later on if you run. Well, that's true. So so yeah. So okay. So so when did you start to get into it a little bit? So you went to college. Yeah, yeah. So I went to college, and then at some point, I bought my dad um, a few acres of snow. Because he's reading, he's reading about that that period, and it's like, okay, that that'd be kind of fun. I could play a game with my dad. And it's not like a, I mean, that's a war game, but it's not like a super hardcore hex encounter war game or anything like that. So, and, so we played that, but I didn't feel like, you know, I didn't feel like a war gamer at that point. And I also picked up um, Target Arnhem, which is a free game from MMP. It's like a, it's not a magazine game, but it's like a folio game or whatever. And uh, I tried to play that with him. But uh, my dad blessed his soul. He's it, like, for example, when you play chess with him, even if it's like a fun game, not a tournament game, you know, he'll take like ten minutes on one move. Oh, so okay. getting any, it, yeah. Mm. So <laughs> get, getting getting anywhere, yeah, exactly. So I didn't, you know, and it's a it's a folio game, so there, you know, it's not too much meat on it. And so I just like put that away. And then when I was here in Panama, I. Uh, when my daughter was born, actually, I kind of was like I was around the house more, so I got into computer wargaming and like yeah, Gary Gary could be war in the war in the east, war in the west, advanced yeah, seconds, yep. gold, yeah, like, all that kind yep. of stuff. Yeah, uh, because like at the time, I was like, well, I don't have opponents, and I didn't know that there was like that there were solitaire games. And like, what you what year is this? Like, what, what year are we talking? Uh, it was like well, a couple years ago, like 2016. Oh, right. okay, all right, yeah. Um, so I was pl- playing computer war games. And I was listening to podcasts about wargaming, and um, so I was listening to Three Moves Ahead, and I, I realized that I was more interested in the episodes that were about board wargaming than about computer wargaming. Like these are the Bruce Garrick ones, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Come in. Yep. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. I can't remember. I can't remember the chronology, but I want to say that I listened to Advance After Combat before I actually ever. Ordered a war game or played a played a war game apart from the there other. You go. The You're welcome, GMT. Welcome, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And if you want to talk yeah. about smug, let's be honest. I like three moves ahead. <laughs> Rob Zachty is as smug as they come. <laughs> he's got, he's got he's, a great delivery. It's pretty, he is pretty so smug. Oh, I, I like it. I listen to three moves ahead all the time. Uh, but man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, and then from there I ordered I ordered some games and yeah, then went down from downhill from there. So are you so originally when you got the games, you didn't have an opponent like a like a face to face opponent you could play with? No, no. I mean, there are some game stores here that are mostly Magic the Gathering and Euro games and whatever. I just, I mean, there's one you know a couple hundred meters from my house and i'm just i can't i can't be bothered i just <laughs> i don't believe that that's going to be a i mean dave you talked about this before you know turning people into war gamers is kind of a tall order yeah it's hard there yeah so i just you know so yeah i i played all solitaire i played my first vassal game i mean man like three or four months ago maybe with mitch who played ats oh, wow. i've been playing with jason yeah and that's that's it all, all solitaire from that well yeah definitely the vassal really 
opens up tons of stuff. I mean, like we have games that have been going on two years, you know, that we're still playing. Mm -hmm. So it's just That's nice awesome. to be able to save it, save the board. And especially if you don't have the space, right? That's always the problem. You can't play anything decently long because if you have a small place, you can't leave a board set up for a week or two so your buddy can come over again. Well, quarantine helps with that because you just, you know, right. no one's coming over. I, <laughs> so I mean, I, stay, I, live stay in, there. I, I live in a city of 300,000 and I think... Uh, you know, I've had a couple guys that I've run into play, but Mike might be the only one. Uh, Hollywood Mike, the uh, the stunt guy, whatever, mm -hmm. the special mm -hmm. effects guy, stunt guy. Uh, Hollywood Mike is that his name? I don't know. Uh, but uh, he might be the first guy who's close to me. And we were like, "Hey, let's meet up for a beer." We were getting ready to get for a beer, and then it got serious with the quarantine. And then we're <laughs> like, like oh, fuck it. But yeah, I'd like to run into him at least a couple times because he is like very close to me. He's, he lives oh, that's cool. probably like 10 miles from me. Oh, so, wow. so uh, yeah, so it's it's tough. Even in a big city like where I live in, uh, Santa Clarita is probably 250, 300,000. Um, who knows? Like, I don't know that there's many war gamers at all up here. So, yeah, I mean, it's not a. It's not a popular hobby. I'm not gonna lie. Plus, even then, if you get ten war gamers in a room, like, oh, oh, right, man. like maybe one chance. of those guys is, is yeah. a ride or die guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe. Right. Like, Brace yourself for the smugness, everybody. Nah. Oh yeah, that's right. We're well, we're the you. cream of the crop. We're judging you, listeners. Yeah, we're the one percenters. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. So, so we were basically part of your formative experience, and really skyrocketed right to the top. First Vassal yeah. game four yeah. months ago. Now you're co-hosting the number one wargaming podcast that's currently still recording. Yeah, and now <laughs> Duck is like, oh, Dave's ego, rolling his eyes. Dave's <laughs> ego already. So it's going through the roof. It's all good. Well, good. Um, so uh, we didn't ask what everybody's drinking. Uh, I'm drinking. I've been drinking Modelo's all afternoon. Oh, man. Nice. All afternoon. And now I'm on to 805. I basically okay. grabbed a six Let's... pack of eight oh five and took it back to the back room. I, uh... Wait, what, what's it? What's eight oh five? Eight oh five is a is a it's a what's it? Walk, Firestone Walker. It's a red ale, uh, but it's eight oh five. I think for the eight oh five area code. I think for Ventura or whatever. I think uh, so. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's good. It's good. It's solid. I almost bought. So I went to I I uh, Mad Maxed my way to Total Wine yesterday. To stock up, spent two hundred bucks, uh, and I almost got a thirty pack of Modelo, but instead I got a thirty pack of High Life. So I'm wow. I'm, I'm drinking Negroni and then High Life tra Chaser. Yeah, those are Stretch neutral, it. right? Those are probably pretty similar, right? They're they're both yeah, it, yeah. They're, they're Pilsners, right? Isn't even Modelo Pilsner? I think so. Yeah, Special. but more yeah. taste than like a you know, it's sweet, like a Bud Light. Kind of, it's got a sweet taste to it. Yeah. No rice. All right, Evan, what do you got? I have a margarita. I think it's a Cadillac margarita. It has a Grand Marnier. I went, oh, yes. you know, I, I went. Classy. I approve. You know, it's only one, you only get to go, well, some people get to go a couple times, but you only get to go on Advance After Combat a couple times in your life, so you got to make it big. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't do well, Evan, it's only once. So, But the good news is you get to go to ACCon. You have a free invite. Now of console status. That's right. Dave, you should be you should be scared. Uh, and I have a plus one too, right? That's right. You can pick the biggest <laughs> douchebag and bring him with you, and that'll be your one time at AACCon too. <laughs> oh my god! So, Jason, the question is how how is Dave going to get back at you for this? <laughs> well, we'll find out. 
I'll find out. I'll get kicked off the podcast, and someone else will have to edit. So, Evan, are you guys oh, doing the Jesus. whole? Uh, are you guys doing the whole social distancing thing in Panama too? Like, what effect does that have? What have they been doing for you? Oh no, yeah, we've got a core here. So, Panama has the currently has the highest uh, per capita incidence of COVID nineteen in Latin America. So, we've got a, a lovely system where you get to go out. Let's see, two or three times a week, depending. Um, so they base it on the last number of your ID. And then, so women can Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, although a lot of times Saturday, there's just like no one can go out because there's just been a spike in cases or whatever. And yeah, so you get you get an hour to shop or what you know, whatnot. You have a half hour before to get there, half hour at the tail end to get back. And yeah, that's the, that's the deal. Wow. I think they've got requirements about masks and that kind of thing, but I'm kind of cavalier about it. Like most places, you have to have a mask to go in, whereas before they, you know, they weren't so strict about it. And yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's lovely. I'm, I'm concerned because uh, I've got a couple issues. One is my hair is getting long. Like at this point, I have a full beard. Uh, I like that. And my hair is getting long to where like it needs to be cut. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, there's, I know a lot of people have been suffering through these tough times, but I just want to bring it back. Hey, the caveman look, it's very hipster. I think it'll, it'll go great. So I just, I just let it go. And, and, and I'm not joking, but um, I was recently, re- recently rocked by some devastating news when I found that, that Jay Cutler and, uh, and his wife uh, from Very Cavalier were getting divorced. Do you ever watch Very Cavalier? <laughs> no. I can't I say that I have. You've never watched Kristen Cavalier and Jay Cutler and Very Cavalier? No. Oh, my God, dude. They were what like is, my what favorite, is this? They were my favorite married call. Jay Cutler was yeah, yeah. quarterback. And quarterback, quarterback, yeah. Kristen Cavalier was from... The, Mediate, mediocre. Was from NFL Newport, quarterback. The, yeah, was from Laguna Beach, the show, and then The Hills. And then she's, she got married to Jay Cavalieri, or Jay Cavalieri. It was Jay Cavalieri. That's the problem. That's probably why they get divorced. She got married to Jay Cutler. But if you ever watch the show Very Cavalieri and it's on like ETV, Jay Cutler is like the funniest fucking guy you'll ever oh, see. Oh, nice. He was, let me tell you about the guy. He was the starting quarterback for Vanderbilt. His best friend was a little gay guy whose his name is, uh, I forget what the hell is his name. But anyway, so like, what starting quarterback for a Division One team has his best friend as a gay guy? I mean, he's like, <laughs> he's like a really, he's still best friends with the guy. It's like That's he's sweet. he's like uh, not your typical uh, jock or anything. It's it's very cool to see. And I always liked like he was never great with the Bears, but like just seeing him on Dude, kind his, of unflappable. Oh, his personality oh, yeah, is so like it. deadpan, dry with yeah. her. It's great. So I thought like they were the perfect married couple. And then recently, I guess they went to the Bahamas right when this thing was starting to kick off. And uh, they got trapped there because of the, iso- the, the isolation orders. And then they just made it back. And they announced on Instagram they're getting divorced. Wow. That's not that a great time to announce, get, announce my next great time divorce. To get divorced. Yeah, and it's messed up because he filed first for irreconcilable differences, and then she filed for uh, marital di- misconduct, which basically yeah. means yeah. he cheated on <laughs> Marital misconduct. It's like, that's oh, fucked geez. up. That is fucked up. So, 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 I'm sorry for your loss. I can now answer some of your more personal... 
Speaking of marital misconduct, now I, I'm I'm alone in the room. So if you you know you want to ask me other more personal questions uh, or you know what age I had some oh, specific sexual so experience, else, at, yeah, someone else in your place. Okay, we're, we're so now we're loose. The rules are off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did can, you know? Take the kick, kick gloves off. I was reading a book about Babe Ruth, which I don't recommend. The book it's not great, but um, at, at some point they mentioned Babe Ruth's his second wife. She was beaten up by her first husband. She'd been divorced also previously. And it's interesting because it was, I think it was like in Louisiana or something. So she files for divorce and it's a jury trial. And basically they grant her a divorce. So then she can get divorced. They, they allowed her to then remarry. The judge said, you can remarry. The husband was such a bad husband. The judge said, you're not allowed to remarry. <laughs> like, can you believe that back, like back in the 1920s, they could do that? Wow. They, could, they could be like, yeah, you're, that, divorce. you're done. Hard, or, yeah. You're not suitable for marriage. Can, can we do that with procreation here? <laughs> Oof. No more kids for you. You're done. Well, I think they probably did that back then. Too. I'm sure. But I just You're a that. terrible parent. Stop. But, yeah, the judge is like, yeah, you punched her too many times. That's it. You're not allowed to punch and anybody. And that's, that's saying something for the 1920s. Right, right. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> right, so, so here's a question. Here's a All question. Right. Speaking of, of D1 football. Dave, you've asked this question. You didn't ask me, and I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't ask it. But you clearly, you want me to ask it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want you to ask me. I want to ask you the question. Okay. How how much as a former D1 football player? How much is your bench press? I did not play D1 football at all. <laughs> what? You said you, play you said you I never played college play. football. I played high school football. I didn't play college football. But you do talk about your bench press a lot. Oh yeah, my my top bench press. I know what you're going to say already. My top bench press in college was. Like, I can't hear anything right now. So what are you guys are saying? I'm sure it's lovely. Can, wow. Jason, I can, can, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Lima Charlie. So, so my max in college, Evan, can you hear me? Because I'm about to lay it on you. Break it up. But it'll be nice because I can go back to the podcast later and listen to it. Well, I'm sure it's the Panamanian uh, internet, but that's fine. 325. Wow. That's, that's impressive. So Evan, what was your max? Excuse me. There we go. And I got some some audio. Evan, what was your max? What was your bench press max? And there it went again. Oh, <laughs> no more people from Panama, Jason. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are we gonna do? They're they're cranking down the internet for so, the night. So, Jason, what was your bench press? Um, what's two plates on each side? <laughs> that's not bad. Two twenty five. Two twenty five. Yeah, that's that's what I was benching in uh, in Iraq. Hmm. Oh God! And, and here's where we say turn it off and turn it back on. I'm I'm nowhere near that now, by the way. Yeah, well, believe me, I, I'm nowhere I, near that either. I get a plate on there, and I'm like struggling. Well, my goal in college is to try to bench double my weight. Oh man, it's hard because as you increase in strength, your your weight right. increases. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I never made it. So all right, I don't know what to do here. We want to help you, listeners. We want to be a professional podcast. Super professional. Oh, there you go. Can you hear us? Yeah, I changed. I changed. Uh, I had AirPods in, but they should have been fully charged, so I don't know why that would have been a problem. But yeah. Anyways, let's keep let's keep it simple, Evan. Don't get fancy. All right. All right. So, what um, was your max bench press? I said what mine was. I I didn't hear it. So oh well, you better just throw out your number. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. 
Oh, no, but now I feel bad for calling you out. You didn't play football? You said you played college football. No, I did not. I never. I, I played high school football. Are you kidding me? You but think I, I could play also played high Duke? school football. Yeah, no. I, I, I yeah, never, high, school, never, high school sports because anyone can play. They're just like, I've oh, you want to play? Come play, come play. I've never claimed to play football in college. Are you kidding? I could never play like Division One football for Duke, ACC, no way. My One of my buddies was a, a lineman for Duke. He didn't even start. He was like 6'5", 300 pounds. Jeez. <laughs> he didn't even start on Duke. We, we went that great. Well, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't have to tell you. I swear. I'm well. I'll go back and listen to the podcast. All right. What's your bench? Hey, what's your bench, Evan? What's your match? My bench. My lifetime act. Oh, see now, now. I feel like it, now. I feel like a real douche because if it's higher than yours, I'll feel like a fucking asshole for calling you. What for calling it? you out on it? What is and it? It's lower than yours. Right. I also feel like an asshole. What's the bench? Give us a bench. No, my my lifetime bench is two fifty. What? Two five zero. Two five two five zero. Nice. For max. Yeah, for Max. Dave, what oh, was yours? Okay. Come on, don't, I, I don't brag. Have... Don't brag about that. No, it's exactly. That's I. Well, that's why I wanted to ask you, and not. I'm glad you didn't ask me. What's yours? What did I say? Three twenty-five. I think it was three twenty-five. Three fifteen or three twenty-five. Nice. Yeah, I got to break into the threes. Good stuff. Three plates is a big moment. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, uh, my, I, my elbows but, would shatter. But this is when I was like in college, getting ready to go in the army. Uh, and I would be couldn't sleep at night, so I'd go over to the one gym that was open on the other side of Duke at two in the morning and bench press, like just weird, weird nice. life that's, patterns. Dude, that's the best. Yeah, <laughs> I was the only guy I, in the gym. I would like to get back there. I actually, I just, I just need a bench. Yeah, you need actually, that bench in the house. That's the problem. And the first gym I worked at, I actually lived there. I they had like a little room off to the side, and it was like a warehouse gym, basically. So I, I slept there. So there were some late night and early morning and drunken workouts going and going down. So oh, no, I, I appreciate the two. I appreciate the two a.m. benching. No, I get. I have friends who've done that. Uh, one of my friends, uh, his name is Ethan Milius. So he's John Milius's son. Uh, he was friends with the Gracies, and so. He actually, I think at some point he was married to, I think, one of their daughters or something. Or and uh, But he had, like, appeared in his life for two years. We lived in, a, like, a jiu-jitsu gym in, like, West Hollywood or something. And that's all he did was train guys in jiu-jitsu. Like, it was a crazy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. That's actually my current sport. I haven't, I haven't competed in CrossFit for a long time. Years I've been doing jiu-jitsu, funnily enough. Yeah, guys get really into it. But um, meanwhile. Yeah. Uh, Wargaming. Wargaming. Right, wargaming listeners are bailing. <laughs> no, stay, stay with us. Live vicariously. Stay for the bench press, Max. Yeah, Dave, uh, Dave said three twenty-five, and a lot of people turned out. Dude, two fifty yeah. seems low. I thought you were strong. Like I can do. Yeah, can't you do sets at like two twenty-five? Like, why would two fifty be your max? Seems like a really low max. Yeah, it is a low max, especially for the body weight they had. But you didn't ask right. me about my deadlift or my squat. So yeah, nobody cares. Stop bragging. About <laughs> bench is all we care about. All right. Well, yeah. It's all, about so, the, all about the beach. It's all about the beach muscles. You can't yeah, about I, the rest. I was telling, speaking of Duke, I was talking to my daughter. Like my daughter had questions. She was asking me about like when I was in a fraternity and stuff, and like how fraternities worked. And uh, Duke was kind of funny because like Duke had like fraternities and they had sororities. Um, I was explaining to her like the fraternities had housing. And so you basically there's some there's a good location on campus at Duke and there's a bad location. Like West Campus is the campus they always show in the pictures with all the Gothic buildings. East Campus is like like basically like the Soviet Union, like a like blockhouse 
dormitories. So if a fraternity was on West Campus, that was like premium housing. And if they screwed up or messed up, they would be banished to like East Campus or they would lose, like they'd get sent to some less desirable housing. So my, my daughter was like, well, what was the sorority housing? I was like, oh, the sororities didn't have housing. And the reason was because Durham at the time had a law that if you had more than, I think, five women living in the same house, it was considered a house of ill repute. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the sororities had no housing. Wow. So, so at Duke, all the fraternities had housing assigned to them. No sororities had housing. Like the sororities just lived in the dorms or like whatever assigned. Just funny, and my daughter's like outraged. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know, I can't explain it. This was 19, it was 1990. Like, I don't know why it was that way. That's like, think about that. That's 1990. That's not like not 1920. 1920. Yeah. And frankly, I don't know if it's different now. I don't know if they've changed anything, but it was kind of one of those weird things. She was interested. Like, I would tell her all about like, like my fraternity was not like a bunch of dicks. Like, I was late coming to Duke, so I came in in January. I was a what they call a delayed admission freshman because Duke usually kicked out about 300 freshmen so that in the first semester, so they'd bring in like some delayed people to come in. So we came in, but we had missed like the kind of the fraternity rushing where you would go around the fraternities. So I got hooked up really late with a fraternity that was a bunch of great guys, but they were just kind of about drinking beer and hanging out, and uh, and they were far away from main campus because they had had some alcohol violations <laughs> that had gotten them kicked <laughs> off the main area but they had a like just kind of talking to her about it, it was funny because i was explaining like you know like so you would pledge a fraternity and then you would get a they would they would you first you'd rush if they liked you they would give you a bid then you have a pledge night and so uh so pledging was kind of funny because they had a system where you would get a book they give you a notebook and each page in the book had a fraternity brother. And so what you would do is you would have to go around to the fraternity brothers. And when you went to, to fraternity brother, for his page, he would write you a question that you had to answer. Like, like kind of like one time, what guy at a tri-delt mixer broke a bottle over the head of the head of the tri-delt sorority, like, or something like that. It'd be some crazy story about what guy fell out of the back of a tractor during this thing when we were drunk. So, each guy would have a question and then you, so you'd have a book then of maybe 50 questions or 60 questions, depending on about how many brothers there were. So then you would take the book around to the brothers and brothers would be like, give me your fucking book. Let me see. And you'd be at like a keg party or something. They'd be like, oh, I know the answer to this. So they would start answering the questions. They would write the answers in. And so you would kind of be learning about the guys, like all the different guys and all the different stories, just because you had this stupid notebook that had all these stories. And then if you answered a guy's question, you would then go back to the brother who wrote the question and he would give you a pledge task, right? And the pledge task might be like, drink beer with me tomorrow. Like it would be really easy. And then if you did it, they would sign off in your paddle. And we had like paddles. They would have to, you'd have to have all the signatures on your paddle for you to make it. So it was kind of a cool thing though, where you would actually learn how to, uh, you would end up talking and, and talking to all the brothers. You basically, it forced you because you'd be like, is this dude at kegs today? So some guys would like not come to kegs. Like we'd have kegs every Thursday. You'd be like, where the fuck is Jeff Loudon? Like he hasn't been here in like three weeks. I need to get his fucking signature on my shit. So you would like want to go to his house. <laughs> like you're trying to find this guy because you got to get him to sign off on your shit. But it was funny. There was some hazing. It wasn't too bad. My fraternity was pretty cool. So they didn't do any stuff like that. But we did have one fucked up thing where they would uh on pledge night when they pledge everybody 
they put pillows or pillowcases over your head. So some people might think this is a weird story. So we'll see if we need to edit this out later. But um, you put, text me because I'm I'm not yeah, doing it. They they put, and, and they, the best. they put pillowcases over our heads, right? So they do various things where you get into one room and they break all this glass on you and they make you stand on a chair and they want you to jump on the glass, but really the glass is all in like a tray. So when you jump, there's no glass, right? They, it's all like about mm-hmm. trust us. Right. So so we get into this one hallway and there's four of us and we have pillowcases on our heads. So. We're sitting there, and what I don't realize is I think it's me and three other guys who are pledging the fraternity. What I don't realize is when they're taking us up there, they mixed us up where they have me, a guy who's in the fraternity, a brother, a pledge, and then a brother alternating in the line. And we're holding hands, like waiting to go into this room. So I think I'm standing next to another one of my pledge brothers, but I'm actually standing next to a guy who's in on the secret. So... We go into the room and they're playing this music from like the fucking omen, like dun 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 dun, dun like that's like the big scene in the omen. And uh I'm like, what the fuck? And like he and the guy goes, This is the time in the Pi Kappa Alpha fraternity where you will get your brand. And I'm like, fuck brand. <laughs> like, I'm thinking to myself, have I seen a single guy with a brand? Like like the black fraternities were into the brands, like we yeah, weren't into the uh, brands. And I was like, uh, I'm thinking of some of my pillowcase, like, ah, like, and they go, if you flinch at all, you're out. So now you have to receive your brand. And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know if I'm down with getting fucking branded. Like, these guys are cool. I like coming <laughs> to the keg parties. <laughs> That's good. But so what they do is they they go to the brother who's next to me on the other side, and they go to him and they have an iron and a wet washcloth and they put the iron against the washcloth and they go and the guy goes so i'm like holy shit they're fucking brandon dudes in here we're getting fucking branded so then they go to the guy next to me in between me and another pledge brother who's a brother he's in he's in on it they do the same thing they pretend to uh to do it they get the iron and the wet washcloth and they go he goes, oh, ah, ah. they're like, you better suck it up, you pussy. So I'm like, oh, my fucking God. They're fucking branding guys. <laughs> they're really branding people. I'm like, I don't want to be branded. So what they had was they had a wire hanger where they had basically moved, like, made us, like, a, I don't know, if, it wasn't a symbol, but it felt like something sure. on your arm. So they go to put it on my arm, and I go, ah, and, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, shit, that didn't hurt. So then I'm like. Maybe like, they just fuck fucking, yeah. maybe they didn't brand me right. <laughs> like I'm not gonna say anything. Like but later on, we found out that we it was, were just it was all a hoax. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. It's very erotic. My daughter got a lot of joy out of hearing the story about me. So. <laughs> <laughs> what's like the uh, what's the movie about the Marines in Iraq? And some book Jarhead. It's like the, the uh, yeah Jarhead yeah. the movie. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Doesn't happen in the book, but it happens in the movie. Fake branding. Well, I had I had friends who uh, who were in like the the Q Dogs or whatever when I was in RTC. They were from NC Central, and one of them got branded, and he had bandages on his arm. And I'm like, "What the fuck, dude?" And he he was like, "Yeah, it wasn't good." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my like, wife's not, not not a great plan. My wife's cousin was you know down with the the black fraternities, and he he got branded, and it did not it did not go well at all. Yeah. Is he a white guy or a black guy? White guy, yeah. Ooh, that's rough too. Because then they come key, after you. Keloided up, yeah. It yeah. Wasn't wasn't a good look. Yeah, yeah. We had one white guy pledge a black fraternity when I was at Duke, and like the other chapters would come looking for him. 
they would visit because they didn't want him to no. to pledge successfully. So they would kind of come over. So his pledge brothers would have to like hide him. So it was funny because we we we'd have black guys pledge our fraternity, and they'd always be like, "Yeah, the the black fraternities would give me shit because they don't want to pledge a white fraternity." I'm like, "Uh, like that guy's Indian." That guy's Japanese. I'm white. Like, right. We're not a fucking white fraternity. Yeah, like, we're just not a black fraternity exclusively. Right. I'm like, they're uh, a black fraternity, but whatever. So that's it. So uh, how about you, Jason? Coronavirus action? Any exciting stuff? We're good, man. It's been it's been all pool all the time for us. Uh, spent, oh, that's nice. Spent about three hours in the pool today. Um, yeah, it's. I mean. No complaints. It's a rough, so it's, a rough life. it's 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 really rough. We that's why we bought the thirty pack of cans so that we could drink in the beer, not have to worry about dropping a bottle. Oh yeah, that's cool. Planning ahead, um, but my so I I text. I like I like beer in cans. I do too. I do. I too. prefer it's it. Cool. In fact, I, I think I prefer beer in cans. I do too. But I texted my barber last Friday and said, "Hey, I'm due for another haircut, but you guys are still closed. You know, oh, will you come over? I'm gonna no. I said I'm gonna Venmo you." Um, just, you know, just letting you know, <clears throat> he was like, no, you know, if you need a haircut, cause at, at that point I had missed two. Um, he said, I'll just come over. Just let me know where you are. So he came over, he cut my hair, my son's hair and both of my son's hair just right in the living room. And so now, <laughs> so then Monday I got on a zoom call at work, like, yeah, you know, <laughs> made sure to turn the camera on. Showing off my my fresh oh, yeah. cut oh, right. fresh cut locks. Oh yeah, I'm no video every time. <laughs> They're always like, "Hey, it's good to have video," and I'm like, "Oh, I get really bad signal when it's video, so I can't. I don't have the power. My signal strength." He hooked it up. It was great. It was expensive, but it was it was well worth it. What do you do? What do you? What's expensive? Twenty five a piece? No, forty. A piece? A piece. Oh fuck! For that. a for a four year old haircut. So and then we still tipped him. So it was one fifty for three. I could get cuts. I could get my landscaper to cut my hair for ten bucks for that. <laughs> <laughs> but then it'll look like you're bad. I, yeah, I was gonna say, but weed gonna, yeah. weed you, you could do it for cheaper. Jesus, that's a lot of money. It, it was it was worth it. I look good. See, this is why I order deep dish pizzas from Chicago because I'm not doing that coronavirus tip. I'm not paying tipping somebody twenty bucks <laughs> to drop some food off on my porch. <laughs> It's cheaper to order it from Chicago. We I, like, just, we I, just like, ate, I like your thinking. We ate three dip, deep dish Chicago pizzas today. Oh, gosh. How are you doing? They were good. You feeling are okay? You, are you going really to make it? It's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm living my best life. That's right heavy. Now. That's heavy. <laughs> Until tomorrow morning. That's right. That'd your be best poops. life in the bathroom. They would be pooping. Right. <laughs> a future day's problem. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, that's Paul's line. Right? That's future Paul. Oh, was it? Was it Matt? Matt was like, oh, I saw him over. I threw up while I was mowing the lawn. I'm like, oh, I've been there. I've been these there. young guys, like, I, yeah, I don't get that hungover anymore. Like, like Paul would talk about how he left the uh, AC, kind of had to pull the car over and throw up on the side <laughs> of the road. Wow, it's good stuff. We yeah. bring out the best in people. I think the older guys eat too much to get that sick. Yeah, that's the trick. I just had a strawberry scone before we got started. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. just a case. Did your barber bring it over to you? <laughs> no, I made it. <laughs> I, I made it. Dave, Did he do you. a hot shave? Did he give you a hot shave? Like, no, he, he, he didn't. He didn't. And he didn't do the massager thing. Yeah, I was. Oh. Yeah. You better than that Camp Humphrey's career. They'll at least rub your back. Yeah, the, did did they do the the clack thing for you guys over there? The um, the the barbers in Iraq like did this head massage and they'd like intertwine their fingers and like clap them against your skull. It was the weirdest thing. No, they just they just give you a massage. 
yeah. and it was all female, all female. Wow. See, we didn't have that. Yeah. You were missing out, Jason. I oh, know. We just had uh, male Egyptians, but, you know, small that's hands. Like, that's that's it's, it's still, It still felt good. Yeah, so this coronavirus thing has kind of fucked up my uh, plans of retiring a little bit in that mm. we were supposed to go out April 4th and look at properties. But now it's looking like maybe June might be an option. But uh, apparently we're like now buying a house. So is it affecting – more non-wording talk. Is it affecting retail – or not retail, Jesus, real estate? Uh, well, I don't think so because I think people I think still so need either. to buy houses, yeah, yeah. right? So uh, – well. Missouri, like Lake of the Ozarks is opening up on Monday. So, and so I talked to the house builder. He's like, he's, and he's like a good old boy, really good guy. Uh, he's, but he's like, yeah, you know, I guess we looked around. We just figured out that, well, shit, we've been social distancing all, all our lives. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so really, get back to it. He's like, it didn't really have much of an effect on us. But uh, so like we had kind of looked at this one well, property. And then so now apparently this builder now wants to build my house. So apparently, oh, that's cool. gonna, apparently we're going to try to build a house. Right yeah. there. So that's the way to do it. Get a basement. Nice. Yeah. Well, I think if anything, prices would go down. I mean, the, anyone who's building, like any that, anyone in any kind of work that can get work, it's like, well, let's, yeah, let's do it. Right. He's in he, in Monica, Monica he's like, so he's got a development he's building, like kind of on his own. He's kind of a go-getter, but he's a good project. So there's a three-bedroom across this one on one side of the street for 414. And so the lot across the street from that is the one I'm going to try to build on, and I want a four-bedroom. So they're about to – they put the foundation down. They're about to start up. And uh, so Monica's like, well, what are they going to try to charge us? I'm like, well, it better not be more than like fucking 450 because I know for sure yeah, that fucking yeah, three-bedroom yeah. across the street is 414. But uh, it's funny because like he sent me blueprints, and I'm like, yeah – I don't really know if like, and he's just, he sent me some like, like generic blueprints for the house. And he's like, oh, well, I'm working on some changes. So then he sent me those. It's, it's incredible. Like when you're involved in the beginning stages and Jason, you've probably done this cause you've done like CAD stuff and all that. He's like, oh, I'll just move this wall here and we can do that for two feet and three. It's like so casual. Yeah. <laughs> like, we do it all the time. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, can this be a jack? He's like, yeah, I'll just take it to fair. Yeah, we can do that. I'm like, hey, can we take this bathroom out and put a bar there? He's like, yeah, no problem. We can mm -hmm. do that. It's easy. Just incredible. I, I could not believe that they could make changes that quickly. Like he's just scribbling on a on a plan. And that's it. Mm -hmm. So it's good stuff. So I'm gonna have a game that's room exciting. slash library. I made sure. You should call it a den. That sounds classy. Oh, that's nice. I like the den. I, I tried to tell or my wife. Study. I tried to tell my wife it was the smoking room. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I want. Yeah. That's the you, have to wear, you have to wear a smoking jacket. That's right. No, I, I will. If that's what it takes to get in there, I'll wear a smoking jacket. <laughs> that's a super comfortable way to, to play war games. By the but way. yeah, so he was trying to. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to put in this fifth bedroom. I'm like, uh, I'm like, Carrie, scratch the fifth bedroom. We don't need the goddamn fifth bedroom. So, like, we need that. So basically, we could change it all around. So hopefully, that'll work out for us. That's cool. And he's really into all the finishes, and my wife, he can talk to her about that because I am, <laughs> yeah. like, the second they start getting into that conversation, I don't want to talk about it. I hear you. Yeah. So, uh, no input. There's a quiz. Oh, before we start the quiz, oh, I, yeah. I, need a, I need a refill. Okay. I'm, I'm running dry. Absolutely. All right, let's do it. I'll do that. All right. Burp. Rap, rap, rap. Likewise. All right, Evan, why don't you give us the uh, short and sweet about your marital situation? Give you, give you the what? Short and sweet about your marital situation. 
<laughs> this is this is war game podcasting at its finest. That's what we do. <laughs> no, this is a, this was just a point of contention. So when I started dating my, I mean, I guess you'd say girlfriend. Uh, so she was recently divorced, and I, as you might imagine, I'm not a very conventional person, so I never really planned on getting married. So for a while, everything was great <laughs> on those terms, but then you know, she's like, you know, you have serious conversations, it, it'd come up, and you'd be like, oh, okay, so you do want to get married, and, you know, that's that's fine. But, so, Jason, so I have a I have a three-year-old daughter, and then I another a little guy on the way, so, but things are good. Uh, is that maybe a driving force behind her wanting to get married? That you guys have children? Um, maybe I don't. I don't know. <laughs> who, who knows what women think? <laughs> we, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. You're like she's a mystery. She's a sphinx. <laughs> she's a sphinx. Who knows what she thinks? Let 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 me ask. You know, the people I look up to. What what do you guys think? What do you think I should do? I'm a I'm a traditional guy. Yeah, you're yes. me. you don't want to <laughs> hear my the wrong guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, do you think you understand her pretty well? Like, uh, do you know what she's thinking, or is it when uh, you look at her? My, like not... my my first when I looked at her, I'd be like, I have no idea what's going on behind those baby brown <laughs> eyes. I mean that that makes the mystery more exciting, right? But then it also makes nope. the relationship more challenging. Nope, it does not make yeah. it more exciting. Uh, Wait till the sex gets boring, then it's a perfect time to marry her. She'll make a great wife. <laughs> yeah, you, got, you, got, you get the boring sex locked in. Yep. Yeah. Just settle into it. Yeah, I think uh, I think this, the honest secret is uh, if you have a successful marriage, is you have to be married to someone who can understand what they're gonna, what they're, what's on their mind, how they think, so you can kind of predict how they're going to respond to things. I, I've been with people who I they were a cipher to me. I had no idea how they were going to react to situations or what was going on. I couldn't really trust them. But once you really understand someone enough to where, you know, if this happens, that's like with my wife, I know how she's going to respond to almost every single situation. Um, just because I know her so well, and that's a person you should probably be married to because you can, mm. it makes it easier. Mm, that's actually really interesting. Yeah. Well, I, w I will say that when I, when I met her, I mean, so she's, so her father was gringo, but I mean, so she's Panamanian, obviously. So I, when I met her, I kind of was like, oh, okay, she's like 50-50 gringo and, and Latina. And then the more, as the years go by and the more I see, I'm like, nah, it's like more like 80-20 Latina. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Some, some fire. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Well, you're still there, Ethan. So uh, good luck to you, buddy. Thanks. Thanks. The pressure is only going to grow as time goes on. Yeah. Yeah. If it comes up, it's never not going to come up. Never not going to come up. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I'm, I'm prepared now. Thanks to you, too. Yeah, I've, I've told you when to do it, not when to not do it. But <laughs> All right. So there's a quiz. Uh, it's optional. And part of the package is you get to decide who will go on this quiz journey with you and who will oppose you in this quiz. Who will be your enemy? <laughs> I, like, I like an adversarial quiz. It's the best. Well, I feel like there's a, uh, there's a dynamic. Oh, I knew it. You, you're going to choose poorly. I can already tell. What? You sure, you sure about that? Mm-hmm. 
dude, you don't want to take the quiz with me? No, I think you're going to have to listen to my pronunciation of questions, which is going to be a bad, bad decision on your part. I don't I have know. To read it. Oh. Uh, Dave, I, I feel like you don't understand the dynamic of your own podcast. No, no. I think Jason gives the quiz and, and, and Dave takes the quiz. No? Oh, that's oh. traditional. Oh, that's traditional. <laughs> I like it. I, I feel like that's what you want to be doing. I think that leans toward marriage. Might that, lead, that, that traditionalist in you. Might lead to better scores. Higher <laughs> scores. That is fair. And worse pronunciations. Depends, depends on how many Lace Wars questions there are. Oh, we're fine. We're good on Lace Wars. Oh, boy, exactly. So. Exactly. Crusades were screwed. Right. Any any Greek stuff? Ancients doomed. It is. Uh, it's it's the Mayday podcast quiz. We missed Mayday by one, but All right. close. We enough. tried. We tried. Close the, enough. The commie socialist podcast. It hey, is. So, so real quick, Evan. Qu what, quit, what, quit. What, Evan, what does your family think about you living down in Panama? No, I think they're well accustomed to this at this point. Oh, nine, this nine years later. Still? Okay. What do you mean? Do they ever no. think like are you gonna come back to the US or Yeah, I mean I think they're I think they always hold out that, that secret hope. I mean I I would be happy to move back to the US for sure. And... Is, is there not a Panama City, Ohio, like a town like that you could move to or someplace like that? It it would be very hot like it is here. But okay. yeah, maybe. Do you ever want to move back to the US or do you like living in Panama? No, yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I talked to Jason a little bit about this. I mean, I'm not, I'm not super enamored of it here. I, I could, I would happily move back to the U.S. I'd like to move somewhere else eventually. Um, me too. Yeah, <laughs> get, me, get me out of this fucking place. That's yeah, what I mean, I, Jason I wants to move to Scottsdale. Get, <laughs> fuck Peoria. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm making a big yeah, move, family. <laughs> Load up the wagon. Forty-five minutes away. <laughs> No, my wife no, but, is so ridiculous. We've looked at houses in our neighborhood. Just because she's just changed the scenery, she changed the color of the paint. She just loves this this area of town, and I'm like, I want to get, just, I want to move to Dallas. Didn't you guys just move there? Didn't no, we've been here just, five years. Oh my god, it seems like just got ten years left on this fifteen year mortgage, baby. Oh my god, it feels like you just moved in. That's crazy. Yeah, it feels like we <laughs> just we just got our vasectomies. It does well. <laughs> That's so, so romantic. You guys get yeah. vasectomies together. Holding hands on the on the. Uh, I'm ready to get on the operating table. How many vasectomies can one man get? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm about to find out. I told Aaron. I said I'm ready to get another one, and she's like, I don't like. Is it going to be like mangled? I'm like I don't care. It's inside there. Who cares? No. There's just <laughs> a lot of tugging. What kind of a question is that? Just, at, just, at some point, I feel like there's some kind of fluid loss going on. It's like that's fine. Well, I mean, it's noticeable <laughs> only to you, probably. <laughs> I'm the only one who sees it. That's right. That's right. You're the only one who ever really sees it these days. <laughs> Not like the old days. Not like the old days. But it was flying everywhere. <laughs> just sharing it with the world. All right. All right. So there's. <laughs> It's time for name that opposing. God, commander. why don't traditional war gamers like this podcast? I don't know. So I don't know. Why can't so we get weird. that demographic in? Yeah, Be yeah, like yeah. I just don't want to listen to boring shit. Like, come is so much more too interesting. Much talk. <laughs> too much semen talk. Then you reading all the newsletters that I already subscribe to. I know Jason, what's coming out. Jason is so smug when he talks about throwing his <laughs> semen everywhere. 
<laughs> some for you, some for you. Yeah. All right, time for name that opposing well. commander. All right, are you guys ready for this? We are. We're ready. Loaded. Chariots of fire, baby. Don't, bat- don't use the word loaded anymore. The, the, the Battle of Kadesh, 1274 BC. Uh, I'm sorry, what's the question can we again? The, can we get the commander? Yeah, you got to give us the commander. <laughs> you're, you're not just going to answer it based on that? I forgot, I how, the, that. I, I forgot how the quiz worked. Uh, my commander is uh, Muatali II. Now, uh, so do you know this one, Evan? I, I do not. It might be Ramses. It's definitely Egyptians. This is a Kadesh is actually a big Egyptian fight, I think. Uh, I would guess a Ramses. Let's do it. Ramses final answer. I like it. We'll we'll take it. It's Ramses the second. Oh, we'll take it. Close enough. I, I, mean, I, guess, I might have guessed like the second. What, what is <laughs> point? What is what is he also known as? The Great. And. The beautiful, the sun, the sunbringer, <laughs> the fair complected, Ozymandias, man. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know that at all. I knew that. I wouldn't have known he fought there, but I knew. I knew that was his his other name. What is Ozymandias? What is that? Is that like a Greek name for him? Yeah, it sounds yeah, Greek. yeah. He's also the uh, spoiler alert. The 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 bad guy in uh, the Watchmen. But oh great! Well, there goes. I don't need to watch God that. Thanks, it. coronavirus. Yeah. Coronavirus fail <laughs> on your you know, on your uh, obscure comic book rewatch. I don't, I don't think a spoiler alert works if you give a spoiler alert and then you don't say the like the title of the thing you're talking about nope. until the last word. Nope. <laughs> that's right. nope. Oh, so is he the guy that's trapped on the planet? No. On the base, Ozymandias isn't he the one that's trapped? No. He's trying to no, catapult all the people. That's Doctor Manhattan. Oh, no, 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 Dr. Manhattan's not. Ozymandias is trying to catapult all the robot people off the planet. He's got all the servants. Is that Ozymandias? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's the English actor. Sure. I'm stretching your your memory hey, of the handsome, show. Handsome. Oh. I will, I, I'm, I'm thinking about the comic book. Okay. Back on track. Battle of uh, Trebia River, 218 B.C. My commander is, of course, Hannibal. Who is yours? Who opposed Hannibal at the Battle of mm-hmm. the Trebia River? Wow. That was an early battle. When this is, Hannibal, this when is Hannibal he's doing just, well. Yeah, exactly. It's when he's like, after he's crossed up, obviously, but as he's coming down, yeah. like in northern Italy. But Roman commander? Yeah, it's a Roman. Um, Probably not Fabius. Nope. Because this one, I think, did not go well. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a, a Carthaginian victory. Um, I, I mean, we could guess one of the Romans that lost it, like Varro or somebody like that. I mean, I know he's the one who lost it. Varro's a good guess. He's the one who lost at Carhai, but maybe he didn't die at Trebia and then he yeah. survived. Okay. That's okay. better. That's good. Let's nice. do it. Varus. Uh, Tiberius Semperonius Longus. Oh my lord. Uh, Braxton <laughs> adds the parenthetical not biggest dickus. Yeah, that's right. Always longest. <laughs> longest. Yeah, long, longest, yeah. 
this is this is maybe my favorite question so far. The Battle of Falkirk, twelve ninety eight. My commander is William Wallace. Who is yours? Was this Edward Longshanks? <laughs> That's what the movie would say, but is that who it's really going to be? Is that which Edward is it? Edward is that Edward the first? Well, I'm not sure if Edward Longshanks is the correct answer. What's, what's the, the year? Answer. What's the year? 1298. I would say Edward II. Do you need a number? Let's just, I guess, first decide if you want to guess Edward. But Yeah, Jason, do we need a number? or is I, a... I mean, I would love a number. But is is Edward? Not long are we half there, halfway there with Edward? You tell me. Because if Edward's wrong, then we don't need to go any further. <laughs> it's not Robert Bruce. All right, so I would say Edward the Second. That sounds like a good answer to me. Edward the Second. It is, in fact, Edward the First. Oh, some bitch. So close. Well, why give him a name? Why Longshanks? He was the fucking Edward. He was the first one. <laughs> he was you the give first the one. second guy the name. <laughs> Never give a name to the first guy. Need to play more uh, Hammer of the Scots. Or yeah, I guess so. Uh, Braxton says Men of Iron, but you know we all have our preferences. That's right. Mm. You and Marshall both. Oh man, God bless the no. battle. The battle. Where's Marshall right now? Is Marshall's ears are his ears perking up somewhere? Maybe. No, he's he's in a, a Miller Lite fog. Think Marshall still, do you think Marshall still listens to the podcast? Oh, I, definitely I can't, not. I can't imagine. I would get no. so many text messages if, if yeah. he still listened to this. <laughs> That's right. Fair enough. He unfriended me on Facebook, which is, of course, the most the yeah. horrific thing. Yeah, in how dare. That's true. That's true. But I think Jason's still Facebook friends with him. I'm not on Facebook. Oh, that's right. Well, Samer is. Samer is. Samer is. Aaron is also, to be fair. But just Jason. <laughs> J Jason and Jason. It's like the same thing. It's like the same All right. Thing. Not cool. Just not blue cool. nose, beer on my nose. <laughs> and your wife is still visiting friends with Marshall. It's good. It's good to know. Uh, she likes, she likes, she's so curious. That sounds safe. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, if, if, I mean, if, if she's going to choose him over me, God, no. Godspeed, lady. Oh, no, God, Go. really God, God bless. That's, that's a good reason. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, have at it. Have at it, my lady. Uh, the that's battle. It. The battle. You just got her unfriended. She's getting unfriended right now. <laughs> She'll notice. Uh, the Battle of the Nile, seventeen ninety-eight. My commander, and I'm going to put this in the chat, is a uh, beard. Oh, fuck, Dave. I'm going to make Nelson. I'm gonna... Nelson. Nelson. Okay. Chat it. Chat it. If it's French, yeah, D Dave got it. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it there. Yeah, it's Nelson. But I'm not going to worry about it. The French yep. person. Yep. Bell and now. Uh, do you know his first name? It, it's not necessary. Horatio Nelson. It is. Yeah, nicely done. I wish my name were Horatio. It's a good name. I worked with a Horacio. It's pretty nice. Close. Yeah. Um, the battle... I got, I've got to say, I mean, so we're looking at boys' names, and we've kind of decided that, like, all the Latin boys' names are no, no good. Like, Horacio is just not as good as Horatio, or like Eduardo mm -hmm. versus Edward. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to say. It's just. It's no Edward's a solid name, though. 
Is that Edgardo? Is that Ed be- Edward becomes Edgardo? Yes, I, I guess Edgar- Edgardo would be Edgar. Oh, Edgar. Yeah, Ed- Eduardo would be Edward. Like, what about Nacho? <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be Chip. <laughs> Ignacio, Ignacio, Ign- Ignatius. That's right. That's good. Yes. All right. Question five. I think you got to go with David. David's always a, a safe call. <laughs> I'd be honored. I'd Don't be honored nice, pronun- nice pronunciation. Uh, Don't choose Jason. It's a terrible name. Uh, the Battle of Chickamauga, 1863. My commander is, of course, Braxton Bragg. Who is yours? Evan, you know it? Because I know it if you don't. You can go ahead and, you can go ahead and take this one, buddy. Rosecrans. Indeed. Lots of, of, lots of streets named after that guy. That's right. In LA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. LA. <laughs> All right. Push and talk. Um, oop, wrong question. See, already it's all apart. Oh, the push to talk. The push to talk is bad. Uh, it's time for what fucking naval battle is it? Name the battle that each listed ship is most underlined associated with. This is, I think this is a new one. That is a new one. It's a good one, too. There's some good stuff on here. Uh, the victory. That's it? The victory. Which which naval battle was the ship the victory most associated with? Uh, um. So let's think big for this, right? I guess. I mean, the victory. It's Trafalgar. Sure Trafalgar. A thousand ships. Yeah, I think we probably Trafalgar. I'll let, yeah, I'll let Evan choose, but I think Trafalgar is probably good because that might be. A we flag did. I mean, I think we did just have Nelson. Uh, that sounds like it's a hint to not guess. Don't hint. Falker. Don't you dare hint to try to cheat and cheat my great answer. Yeah, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go no. No, I'm, I'm yes, I'm yes, Andy. Yes, Andy. Oh, yes. Yeah, but you're running a quiz. That's not oh, how Jesus. you run school. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I don't no. Got to flip a, got to flip a coin. He's like Evan's. Like mom and dad are arguing. I don't know which one to pick. <laughs> nice. Uh. Which one? I mean, I mean, I think Jason's Evan, trying to be not. Evan, yes. my guess is Trafalgar. Yes. What's your guess? I mean, I'm sure there were like it's a like you're trying to choose. Well, it's like you're trying to choose, but you don't have a choice. Other, <laughs> you're not coming up with another choice. <laughs> that's, that's a good. I'm point. not sure that's I like point. yours, but I don't have any. Where do you want to eat tonight? I don't know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He's like, it's got to be something else other than what you said. <laughs> it's got to be something how about, else. How about this, Evan? Make your choice. Everything except Trafalgar, and we'll see who's right in the end. <laughs> well, Three naval I, battle besides Trafalgar. I would be allowed to narrow it down, I think. No, we'll go, we'll go Trafalgar. That's that a, is correct. A, I was being nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was being helpful. I'm a giving, oh, I'm a, I'm a giving I so, I host. I so wish you had chosen the other way. <laughs> see, but that, that's because Dave knows Jason that, that well. I have to trust. Not... <laughs> Not Dave's knowledge of military, oh, maybe but, I just but rather that. maybe I just do the answer. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Here's here's another one for you, Dave. The Merrimack. I think it was Nelson's flagship. Oh, yep. Yeah. It was. It was indeed. This is one I wouldn't have known. All right. So it's the battle or the it's it's the the, the, the fight. Battle. Yeah, the, the battle. The battle of. You can you got this one, Evan. 
Yeah, yeah red-blooded American should know this one. Exactly. I'm a red-blooded American. Uh, I mean, fighting against the Monitor, but the name of the battle... So it would be the <laughs> battle of the, <laughs> of the what's. What two things were fighting? Give me a second. <laughs> well, the battle of the... Oh, well, there were ironclads, but that's not... I'm sure that's... The battle of the... The monitor. <sighs> the monitor and the Merrimack? It's the battle of the monitors. Isn't that what it is? The battle of the monitors? What? No. no. Can't be right. Is that that's, not what it is? That's, that's not right. Dang. That's not right. Well, I it's, thought that, but it is what it is. I mean, no. There were ironclads. I mean, one was named Monitor and the other was named like Merrimack. Is it the Chesapeake Bay or is it something Yeah, or like Potomac or something like that. Come on, Jason. Help keep, us out. Keep, keep, keep dialing it in. You're so close. <laughs> You're getting warmer. Is it something Straits? Is it the yeah. something Roads? Is it the Roads, the Norfolk Roads? or the I'm just throwing uh, stuff out now for Evan. Uh, Battle of the... I keep wanting to say Camden Yard, but I'm, I know that's not right. Yeah, Camden Yard. No. Battle of... Uh... Is there Battle of RFK Stadium? <laughs> uh, Come on, this is this. <laughs> no, it's something like roads or some kind of weird yeah, 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 yeah. term. I think like that's some kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. But road, keep going with roads because that was it's the first a battle thing that of the in my head. Virginia roads, the no. Chesapeake. This is incredibly irritating. It feels like it should be should be so easy. It's right there on the tip of the tongue. I always knew it was the Battle of Monitors. That's what I would have guessed. And then I would have complained to FIFA afterwards. <laughs> hmm. We're going to need an answer. God damn it, Jason. Something straight, the run, the peak, the... Okay, I don't know. It's... <laughs> I mean, we've been pretty quick on this so far. I'm not a naval like guy. Been... I'm not a naval guy. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a naval guy either. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not the battle of the ironclads, clearly. It's no, roads. Be, it's like the on. Chesapeake roads, or like the Chesapeake it's some, runs, roads. or right. That's why I can't. That's why Yars popped in my head because it's something like roads, but it's gonna be painful when we hear this. Just gotta give up. Give up at some point. Evan. Yeah, I need to go. Go, Hampton go read. Roads. How about Hampton Roads? There you go. That's it. That's it. That's it. Go yeah. read Rain of Iron. It is yeah. Hampton Roads. Yeah. yeah. Was it me. Hampton Roads? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. No, as soon as you said it, I was like, that's it. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe I pulled that out of my ass. That's from yeah. reading the Civil War, that old Civil War book that all the pictures of the little guys fighting the battles back when I was like 12 years old. That's where I got that from. Get it. Man, I don't even know where I lived when I was 12, let alone the books I was reading. Uh, the Graf Spree. The Graf Spree. Which fucking naval battle is the Graf Spree most associated with? The Battle of Yotland. Dave, he's going to need some help here on this one, maybe. Um, no, I think the Graf Spree was caught somewhere. It's like a raider, isn't it? Is it like off off of uh, Argentina or Chile? Wasn't it caught and destroyed? Uh, I thought you weren't a naval guy. How have you heard of this show? <laughs> no, no, no. There's like it's like the, is it? It could be the Battle of Buenos Aires or something. There's some kind of like. Come on, Evan. I'm assuming. Are you strong in any region? You literally fucking live down there. Can you at least? It's pretty far, it, pretty far away from it, Buenos Aires, but yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you say it with the fancy accent, so I'm assuming exactly. you're come in with the, the heavy lifting. <laughs> no, it, it's something Buen, like that. Buenos Aires. It was, it was 
I think it was tried to get repaired. Might have been in Buenos Aires, and it kind of came out and got fought there. I would guess something like that. It's definitely raiding guess, ship. It, it's like a it's like a World War Two, I think, type raiding thing. Oh, uh, but World War One. Like Santiago? No, I don't think this is World War One. I. I think this is a World War Two naval battle. Okay, then go for it. I don't know. Uh, do you want me to guess Buenos Aires? I mean, you're the one that's guessing. I'm not guessing. I give you suggestions. You're you ultimately you, responsible. You, you're ultimately you responsible for oh. your own choices, just like <laughs> you, your father you used to your tell choice. you. <laughs> hey, you want to live in Panama? Convenient. That's your choice. <laughs> Pretty sure my father never told me that. Maybe he should have, though. Yeah, that's right. You're a terrible father. I would have been a much better father, too. <laughs> That's so scary. That's what we're here That's for. So scary. That's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're, we're gaming father. We're the hobby. The hobby's so, fathers. So I'm thinking it's some kind of Southern American city. Like they were trying to like, I think it's a, I think it's a World War II raider, like a commerce raider. But I could be completely wrong. I'm not a naval person. Santiago. It does, make, it does make for a better podcast probably. But when I don't know the answer, I just say I don't know. But Dave, Dave's kind of digging through the memory banks. And yeah, I, well, and I, yeah. I, no, I, I mean, dude, I, I, fucking, I know. I pulled out Hampton Roads. I know. Do you know how deep I had to go back? <laughs> I had to look this ship up, and it's it's uh it's typed here as Graf Spree, but it's actually Spee. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Dave, Dave knew that already. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I I think it. I, who knows? I don't. It could be World War One. I'm not a fucking expert on this ship. Give me a I mean, Civil War I, land battle any day. <laughs> but Dave, are you are you pretty sure that this is? I mean, I know what you're talking about. The one that was. I think it's in a South commerce America. raider. I think it's a commerce raider. Um, do you think it was Jutland? I don't think it's Jutland. I mean, there was definitely. Well, I don't know. I mean, I would go with Jutland because I don't have a better guess. Then do it. I, I, if you th you do what you think is best. No, I mean, just I like what... your dad told you, and you said you're going to hitchhike <laughs> down to Central America. Hey, how'd you know I hitchhiked? It all worked out because that's what because you said oh. vagabonding. God, that I means hitchhiking. <laughs> I don't know. I also Fair see enough. hair bun in there somewhere. I'm thinking there was hair bunning as far as hairstyles. Got it. Got to do the bun, the man bun. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know, Dave. I know what you're saying. The issue is. If we go with your answer, I don't have a specific answer to give. I would say that Buenos Aires, Aires or like Santiago or something like that. <sighs> but do Jutland if you think that that's the right choice. Well, what ship was sunk in the, uh, at Jutland? Oh, like a ton of them. There were a bunch of cruisers and stuff. It was mostly cruisers. I think both sides lost cruisers. I don't think Jutland is known for the loss of the Graf Spee. I think the Grass okay. B is a raider. Okay. All right, we'll go for the Battle of Buenos Aires then. The Battle of River Plate. Oh, so close. That's mm. that's right there, right? Between Brazil sure. and Argentina. We'll, we'll look at Google, Google Maps after. <laughs> Get it at is. it. It is. Uh, the so that's right. So we were correct then. It is a raider. No. You, oh, you, yeah, that was correct. We got the answer wrong, but we were right, yes. right, right <laughs> yes. track. Right, area. Exactly. Yeah. Jutland, clearly a dumb answer. Clearly. The indefatigable. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, more, more British ships that could have been anywhere at no, any time. This might in history. be Jutland. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a good Jutland answer, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. 
Um, I mean, I think can we get Dave? Can we agree that it's a, a British ship? I think so. Yes. Okay. Not the indefatigable. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's, I think Jutland is probably your best guess. Are you kidding me? It sounds like a battle cruiser. That could have been something that was lost in Jutland. I mean, more naval, naval ships. As much as it's not your your game, it's definitely not my game. It's my game even less. So I'm not sure. I don't have a better counter guess. I mean, I don't know. The, it sounds the, like a, it sounds like a name. Sounds like, it sounds like, like a name a, for a, a wooden of, ship. It sounds like a name of a World War One ship, like a like a dreadnought or like a battle cruiser or something. Mm, yeah, that's fair. But it it also sounds like it could be a. Like a well, like speaking of lace wars, it could be that era. Like so just 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 as a meta note, as your GM, as your friendly GM, <laughs> this isn't so PBTA. Yeah, this I'm, is not a PBTA nope, podcast. I'm I'm, I'm 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 butting in. Braxton not always, but generally puts them in chronological order. Well, I think that's a false quote, false lead. Red herring. I wouldn't give you the clue. I call red herring. <laughs> I call red herring on that. Pretty big point of it. So the pre oh. the previous were. 1274 BC, 218 BC, 1298, 1798, 1863. I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just throwing that out there. So it's not lace wars. I'll, so I'll give you that hint. Just guess Jutland. Well, I mean, if it's in chronological order, War Two happened after World War One. Just yeah. But I thought the last one was, oh, oh, River Platte was the last one. Is that what you're saying, Jason? Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But, okay. All right. Go ahead. Fine, Evan. You pick what you want to pick. It's your choice. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. We'll go with Jutland. Now, now you have to actually that think is correct. of a You said it. What was correct. it? Jutland? Jutland, yes. Yeah, uh, you're right. Jason, Jason was doing everything in his power to say that that was the correct answer without saying that that was the correct answer. Oh, was he the only one doing everything in his power to say that, that was the correct answer? Well, you didn't make it sound like you knew that was the answer. You're just like, what? No, I was like, I was like, dude, just pick Jutland. Like, like, you couldn't name any other battle. Guadalcanal. Like, we get to see Guadalcanal. And the Akagi. Oh, here we go. Uh, okay. Uh, I, dude. I got guesses on this one. Do you, do you have a nationality, Evan? Evan? Yeah, the, I mean, that's Japanese. The, okay. Yeah. I know that's Japanese World War II. It's a carrier, right? Russo Japanese is. War, maybe? It is, a, <laughs> it, is a, it is a carrier. It is. Yeah. I mean, that knocks so out Jason's favorite Japanese war period. Russo Japanese. Mm -hmm. Big fan. <laughs> Very nice. hipster. That's the, the hipster Japanese <laughs> it's, war. It's the, speaking of forgotten wars, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just the whole Manchu Kuo thing. I'm just fascinated by. It. No, I, I get it, and yeah. like the the crazy like it's that Franco-Prussian war thing and like, where they have like super weapons, but they still think they can rush the positions yeah. and get slaughtered. And and my question is always Japan, and and I guess it worked for Britain, but it's like, how do you think you should be ruling the world? You're a tiny fucking island, right? Yeah, that's kind of a super strange question for Japan. I have you guys listened to? I've actually finished it. But, uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, like the latest episodes, are all on are, are basically dealing with Pacific War in Japan and its strange culture how, that brought it to that point. Yeah, yeah there's there's a book. I, I I read a book. I think we talked about it on the podcast called I think 1941. It's about how Japan tried to stop its 
voyage to war. And but based on the culture and the military culture they built, it just was inevitable. They couldn't stop themselves. Like they did not want to go into World War II. And it just they based it on happened. the political systems Got and the to. culture yeah. and their apologetic, you know, the way they would run meetings and try to come up with opinions. They just weren't unable to stop it. I think I think it's called 1941. Bunch of yes men. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of people wanted to stop. Even Tojo was not in favor of fighting America. They all knew what was going to happen. <laughs> and they were trying to stop it, but they couldn't. And then it happened. Well, because so many uh, Japanese had died in China at that point that they're like, it's dishonoring the deaths of all of the. They couldn't get past the the debt of death that they'd already sacrificed for it to give up on China. And the U.S. was basically like, if you don't stop fighting in China, there's no way this is going to stop. Like, we're going to come after you. And so, but they just could not. They're like, we've already lost so many Japanese soldiers there that how could we just say it was all for nothing? And so they just got sucked into it. And where did this ship uh, fight? Yeah, that's right. Back to <laughs> so I, I, I think I know this one. I don't know if you know it, Evan, but I can help you. Uh, you. I do. But I, I mean, I could guess. If it helps. The major, the major, no, the major, we don't need help. The major help. Battles. Jason, we don't need your help. We got your help. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's either Midway or one of the other. It's Midway. Major battle, Pacific it's War battles. So then I don't. Get, I don't know if it, I don't know if it right made now. it. Sure. I don't know if it made it <laughs> out of Midway. It is Midway. Oh, we lost Evan. He was so upset that you were trying to help us with the <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, we're not going to be using many of his recordings to put this pieces back together. Yeah, I don't know if the Akagi survived Midway. I think they lost what I think they lost at least didn't they lose two carriers in midway? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just scuttled Sunk. in midway. Yeah. Yep. And the problem is they're so far out, right? By the time they're out there, yeah, you're, not, you're not hauling yeah. that back. <laughs> As you're getting pestered by bombers the whole way, dive bombers. Right. I got a weird. I'm trying to pull up my mumble thing again. I mean, mumble works pretty well for the recording. Mm-hmm. And it's it's for us, it's fairly stable at least. Oh, here we go. Oh, no, that didn't work. I like the I like, but the problem is I'm always trying to pull up the uh, the dashboard again. It's kind of tough once you've minimized it. It kind of starts fucking with you. It's a little game. weird. It doesn't give you. Oh, there we go. We got it back. All right. Yeah. So uh, Evan completely dropped. Maybe they're serious mm -hmm. <laughs> about quarantine. They're like, not no on. Nope. Like, we don't Shut know it down. Yet. Shut we don't it know down. what the coronavirus is capable of. <laughs> Propaganda. That's right. Like, are your kids all on like uh, internet devices at this point? Like, does your little one have anything? That oh can yeah. Look at? Oh, of course. Oh, does he have his own device? Or is he, he kind of like yeah, he has like a. Um, my mother-in-law got him a Kindle Fire that's meant for children, so it, it's not the full thing, but it has like kids YouTube and some like 
um, kids like app store stuff. Okay. Um, but we still have to like he. That's all he would do if if we let him is just watch YouTube oh, yeah, they, videos. Dude, they get it's, fucking obsessed. So, and so we have to take it because he gets he gets like in this like hole of watching it, and then it's okay. It's time to take a bath. Mm, no, no, you know, and throws these crazy yeah. early fits. No, I'm going through okay. that with my, little shit. Even my oldest, my oldest is like fourteen, and she's like watching it and she is like obsessed with watching mm-hmm. youtube she likes she's she's basically watching playthroughs of other guys playing games. i know isn't that so funny and she's so into it and she loves uh, it i hear her laughing and laughing and laughing and i'm like uh it's too much like, I'm already, <laughs> she's like why is it any different than reading a book and i'm like oh it's so much fact, different <laughs> i'm like the fact that i have to fucking explain this to you is why this shit is so wrong like and like, we can buy that game just go play it Stop oh, watching it's, people play. They just, she doesn't even want the game. She just wants to watch yep. the guy. It's yep. like Markiplier, Markiplier, like some famous playthrough guy. Mm-hmm. He's worth $40 million. Oh, no. He makes $4 million a year on YouTube. And he's mm. funny. So she laughed. I've heard her laugh watching him like she's never laughed to anything I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. That's so deep. <laughs> oh, and the best is. So my youngest now, she's getting her iPhone. We ordered her iPhone because she just turned 12. She had her birthday uh, on the 25th. So it's kind of sad because she can't have her friends over. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was my dancer. She's my very active one. So she's got we got her Chromebook. So she's just on there. So I walk up to her. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And I can see her click off something. But what she doesn't realize mm. is it's nighttime. So behind her is a window. So I can see her screen <laughs> as she's scrambling through windows trying to close stuff down. I was just like, you kids, you think you're, you're so, so fucking, fucking dumb. dumb. <laughs> you're so, that's what we tell our kids. Like, we were you. You're fucking dumb. Just well, listen said, to us. I'm like, just tell the truth. She's like, well, I was looking at it and she wants to, she wanted to get Animal Crossing, which is like this, the, the hot game it's right the now. the new hot game where and you I'm just like, do nothing. I'm like, if you told, they do chores. They do Damn, their chores like, in Animal yeah, Crossing. Just, they don't do their chores at right. home. I'm like. So I was basically like, if you had just told me you were watching a fucking video of Animal Crossing, you would have been fine. But you lied to me, and you were li- she's literally like, I swear to God, I'm telling you the truth. And I'm like, I'm like, you are breaking my heart, you fucking piece of shit, because I see, I saw what you were doing. It reminds me when I was a cop. I was once driving, and this dude, and we're driving down the street on Victory Boulevard in Van Nuys, and this guy is driving. He pulls his car over, parks it. Gets out of the driver's side, walks around the passenger side, and sits in the passenger side of the car. So we're like, well, that's weird. <laughs> so we pull up behind him, and it's stolen car. So of course. we're back at the station, and the guy's like, I wasn't driving that car. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I saw you I driving saw the you. car. And he's like, no, it wasn't me. I wasn't doing it. I'm like, I'm like, okay, uh, I'm not telling you that someone told me they saw you driving the car. I'm like, I fucking saw you doing it. We're like, like, nope. You did some dumb shit, and then I pulled up behind you because I saw that dumb shit. Like, who drives a car, immediately sees the cops, pulls it over to the curb, gets out, and then sits, like, walks around behind the car, and then sits in the passenger seat. Just waits. Yep. Just take me away. So kids are the same way. They're the worst. The worst, Evan. I'm ba- I'm back, guys. I just right. was enjoying listening to you guys talk. Hey, Evan, good job. We uh we actually won that question. Yeah, it's the quiz. The the quiz is over. Yes, yeah, so we win. No, nope. <laughs> nope. keep, keep going. Keep going. Yep. 
It's time for name that opposing belligerent. Well, come on. What was the answer? Akagi? Come on. Midway. It was Midway. Oh, so I got it right. Yeah. Well, Dave you got it right because yeah, he, right. he would have confirmed it. Technically, but, you yeah. te technically, sort of. Anyways. And Akagi did not survive Midway. That's right. That. So that was the only battle. It might have been Pearl Harbor. It was also at Pearl Harbor. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, the battle. Uh, it's time for name that opposing belligerent. Name the opposing belligerent faction for each listed battle. Uh, the Battle of Lepanto, fifteen seventeen. Oh, nice. My uh, my force is the Holy League. Who is yours, Dave? This is this is your wheelhouse. Lepanto. This is like Italians and stuff against like the. Is this the Venetians? This is like Lepanto, or is this the Turks? That sounds Turk. Lepanto sounds right? Turk, Turks. Turkish. Right, like it's, it's the good guys. Probably the Venetians, everybody were in the Holy League, and then they're fighting against the Ottoman Empire. Mm, yeah, that's what I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't appreciate the Ottomans being the bad guys in that situation, but whatever. Well, no, they, they could have been the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's neutral who's the good guy and who's the bad guy, but that the is Ottomans correct. are the, the opposing. Yes, that is correct. That's right. Don't put your judgment on us. We're just picking opposing sides. <laughs> uh, the Battle of uh, Catalunian Plains, 451 AD. This sounds like some Glorantha shit. Catalunian. Gondor. Gondor. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, sorry, 451 AD or 80? AD. My force is the Roman Empire. Who is yours? Oh, Jesus. All right. So maybe Visigoths or Vandals or something those, like those that? Those are great guesses. Yeah. Yeah. Guesses is what they would be. Uh, I mean, 451 AD is like just just before the official kind, fall of the Roman Empire. All I mean, kinds of Spain, crazy shit. So. Huns? This is before Huns, probably, right? Uh, but it's in Spain, so the Huns would, didn't. I don't think the Huns made it that far. Oh, that's Visigoths then. If it's going to be Spain, go Visigoths. Okay. Visigoths, boys. Uh, Braxton has the Huns. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Made out there. Yeah. I they got there. They're traveling. They like They're traveling. <laughs> they, they made, it, they made out, it far. Reach out and touch someone. Have knife will travel. The, the, <laughs> the Battle of Pavia, 1525. Uh, my force is the Habsburg Empire. Who is yours? I mean, that's an Italian battle, but Dave, this is going to be you if you pull down. Yeah. God, that's in that's in Italy. So Habsburg, it's got to be the French, right? Louis the Fourteenth, or maybe not Louis the Fourteenth. Louis the whatever. We'll, we'll guess the French. Let's guess the French. But in in Italy? Oh yeah, the French were big in the Italian wars. Okay. Is this the Italian War period? What, what year is it? Fifteen twenty-five. Mm, could be the Italian wars. The French were deep into all that shit, Lombardy and. Yeah, I believe, I believe you. It's this it's is... the kingdom of France. Yep. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> we got we got to keep um, it moving. Um. I'm getting I'm getting tipsy. Uh, the Battle of Wittstock, 1636. Uh, my force, Jimi the... Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> Wittstock. Uh, uh, my force is the the kingdom of Sweden. Who is yours? 1636. Oh, this is the probably Great Northern War shit. Or, or it could be a 30 Years' War. 
Might be 30 years. Uh, oh, wait. Did so you, you just say 1636? Correct. That's a, that sounds like 30 years war. And Whitstock, is that like W-I-T-T-S-T-O-K-S-T-O-C-K? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So that sounds like German? 30s war? Come on, Dave. Can you, can you pick Germany in the Thirty Years' War? I don't know if that's a safe bet. No, I'm sure it's not. Um, that, that, that's I'm, I'm guiding you in. How about saying you... the Catholics? <laughs> Sweden that against might, the Catholics. That's probably that's more general. Than the Holy the Roman Germans. Empire. How about the Holy Roman Empire? Hmm. Would you consider them a participant of the Thirty Years' War? Uh, well, they were definitely Catholic. Mm. They were Catholic. They were they were paying for like, a, but this is where Tilly. And Wallenstein were running around with all their armies trying to for the Catholics. Wait, Jason, who's who's your side again? Kingdom of Sweden. Yeah, they took the easy one. It's the Swedes. Mm. Yeah. Well, Dave, think about. So who did the, I? You know, so if you're if the if the uh, question were who Evan, who did Evan, you're the Adolphus. one that's supposed to be thinking about it. <laughs> so, no, no, so just, I'm just helping you get the right answer. Get to the right answers. I'm guiding you. That's Dave. not how this works. I'm guiding, I'm guiding you, guide me. The student has become the master. It's something like that. Just to so distract you, you guys. Like, if you, just just to distract you, the Battle of the Catalonian Plains, uh, the Romans and the Visigoths were actually allied against the Huns. But, so we win. We get the half points. Yes. No. Something. We get <laughs> more, moral victory. Moral yeah. victory, which is the, the most I just wanted to confirm that the Visigoths were there. Does it literally say who was on the opposing side? The Huns. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, led by Attila. Oh. The. Okay, uh, so Evan, I so, think you can come up with something here. Come, come on, Dave. Come on. Uh, help, help me out here. 30, war, 30 years war. I said the Holy Roman Empire. That is correct. Okay. He wants to say it's correct. <laughs> Jason's like, uh, I, got, I told him I, I said go. it like I four times. I know, I know. I was waiting for I was waiting for Evan to actually take the quiz. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, battle, the Battle of Nomano, nineteen seventeen. My force is the German Empire. How do you spell Nomano? N G O M A N O. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like no man. Who stabbed your eye? No man. <laughs> hmm. This is all you, Evan. Well, nineteen seventeen, Germans. Mumble thinks that it's Nagomonono. That's pretty close. Now it could be East Africa. Just letting you know. Mm. So you could be tricked here into thinking it's like it's Italy or something, but it could be the British in East Africa. I think that is a good guess. So wait, what's that game that Legion has? That's uh, British, British and Germans in East, Af East Africa. Well, the book to read is called German Kaiser, which is great, or African Kaiser. I have African Kaiser. Yeah, I think the the, the British are a good answer. Let's go with the British. Uh, Portugal. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not bad either. I don't think we're going to get colonial that, so that's, though. We're on the right track, of course. Colonial. Yeah, you were on the right track. It's a team effort, Evan. Dave, tell us what time it is. What time? It's that is time. It? It's that time. Oh my god! It's time for the bonus. <laughs> it's bonus time. Bonus. Yeah, time. So, so now you get bonus questions. So that's it. They're basically <laughs> bonus.
the, I don't know what this else. This is to the tell one you. issue. I I feel like Dave is the one who wants to take the quiz. Jason oh, wants to give the I know, quiz. But that's why it's so but good. The problem, is, the hate doing this part. problem is who explains. I the also hate doing this part. <laughs> you do really because you do it really well. Um, <laughs> but Dave likes hearing when Jason does it, so that resolves. So the issue, these are bonus questions. Say, can, are, you say that, can you say that again? I, did, I didn't think they're, they're bonus questions. These questions are worth the same amount as all of the other questions, yet they're bonus. You can elect not to take them or to take them, yet they will count against you. But they are extra questions, so they're in their bonus. I think, I think that sums it up very Any nice. questions? I, I, I appreciate will, that. Will they count for me? I they will count. Right. They they will count for you and against you should you fail them. Okay, but without perfect. them, you would not have them. Thus, they're. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a deep call right there. I like that one. That was that was nice. And it is. Uh, it's uh, time for where in the fuck did they fight? Name the war campaign, battle, or operation that each listed military persona is most known for commanding or commanding in. Mardonius, in which battle? Which battle did Mardonius fight? No idea. Command. Nope. Well, hmm. I mean, he sounds Roman, so let's go something. Let's go something Roman. Um, Mardonius. Promise, I have to keep pushing down to talk and thinking yeah, aloud. Right, right. Yeah, you said <laughs> about a random Roman battle. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Let's go with. Give me one sec. Talk talk amongst yourselves idly while I think of some random Roman battle. Wow. Are you pulling a book off the shelf? It's right. A game. He's running. He's, <laughs> he's out. Uh, I'm down the street. I, w- I wish. And I get it right. That's what, probably why he keeps dropping off the internet and keeps Googling stuff. <laughs> I think I, I think I would have, hopefully I would have gotten more answers if Could I, you, if could I was Googling stuff. Well, I feel like it's not it's not like a famous Roman battle. It's not like against Hannibal or somebody like that. So maybe late Roman Empire. Um come on, Dave, give me a late Roman Empire battle. Um I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not an ancient guy, dude. So I'm not like. Yeah, I'm not an ancient. Battle of Marathon. Either. That's the Greeks. So. What's well, yes, Mardonius? Mardonius can be Greek. Sure, sure. Uh, it's just trying to help the listeners along. <laughs> yeah. I told you to talk amongst yourself. Just talk amongst yourselves. I gotta, like, are, are you going to get there? I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. How about the to, like, Battle of Navicrow? Mar- Mardonius. <laughs> Mardonius. Come on, Jason. Is it is it Roman? Because if it's not Roman... I, don't, I have no idea. It's not on here. No, there's not. There's not I, I said it was a battle. How about the Battle of Mardonius's Folly? <laughs> Sounds like a real battle. The Battle of Amansul. And I don't even have any uh, any more trivia about previous questions at this point. Wow, the wells run dry. Yeah, and the uh, the the Negroni run deep. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. All right, Evan. You got to guess right. at some point. Well, we can't I'll, have an infinite I'll, quiz. I'll say, well, we, we keep we going. Are you, are you, are you, are you uh, shooting for the longest that. episode? Maybe. Maybe. That's fair. What's the longest episode so far? Uh, four. It's plus four hours. Oh, don't tell okay. them. Why would you tell them? <laughs> <laughs> See how long I can draw it out? None of us have time for that. No. Is that add, when you, you guys have, have more time on your hands? We have I have, to, I have to edit this thing tomorrow. Yeah, we have lives. I have a house to build. At least you don't have to actually build it. You know, I just, like saw I, the the boards. I just, it up. yeah, I basically have to just trust some guy with all my cash. <laughs> some stranger. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds like a great plan. No, so, yeah, I'll. My lord, mm-hmm, Evan, mm-hmm. I'll, please, I'll, 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 I'll give up. Yeah, okay. just to keep things moving. It's the Battle of uh, Plataea. Ah, never in a million years. Never, not never, not once. Yeah. This, okay. the, like as the Greeks, maybe? I have no idea. Oh, all right. We're, we're, getting, we're going further or closer in history. Deeper than anyone's ever gone before. Closer to the Negronis. Balls deep Ed, into Ed, the ancients. Edward III of England. What war did Edward III of England fight in? Yeah, that's an irritating question. It sounds like a crusade. Not Edward the first. Uh, like, there yeah. But it's, yeah, I think he was in the Hundred Years' War. I'm trying to think, like, when Edward III was around. Yeah, for sure that's the best guess, because Edward I was 12, yeah, Europe, 80 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Penn and Internet is being fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I'm using a hot spotting on my phone right now, because the Internet was fucking, was fucking up. So. Jason, do you hear him? I do. Got him. Someone hears me. That's nice. Maybe it's me. It's just you. It's, it's That's nice. so, so cow. It's not you, it's me. Anything? Ed, Edward III of England. We'll go 100 Years War. That's a good guess. That is correct. Yeah, because if you, if you think, I mean, Ed, if Edward I was in like right. the late 12, 1200s. 1298, yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Edward III is going to be in that range. Uh, William Howe. What war in, did William Howe fight? Revolutionary War. Which which Revolutionary War? The American Revolution. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I think Dave. I think Dave is the one who is having issues. I think so. Was that your dog? Your dog barking or his dog? Barking? That was my dog barking. Yeah, I might nice. have to go put that down. Not not actually put the dog but down. Not Just, literally yeah, put it down. No. Uh, George Dewey. What battle did George Dewey fight? Dave dropped. Goodness gracious. What's the world coming to? By the way, do you have Jack Russell Terriers? Um, I used to have uh, a rat terrier. Uh, she is she's no longer with us. Um, and then uh, uh, an Italian greyhound, which is the one that's barking, and a um, and a, a a miniature pincher who's also about to go. Like. She, a- about to go like on the doorstep she's, of death. She, she's she's seventeen. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for a dog. Yeah, good good show. Good show. It's yeah, dog, dogs when they get old, it's it's like. So we have a Jack Russell Terrier, and she's eleven, eleven almost twelve, and just seeing the change. You know, the stages of her life is really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. You know, going from like being a puppy, and even even. Until she was three or four, she was crazy, just like, just crazy playing. And hey, Dave, we're talking about dogs. 
Yeah. Yeah, just like crazy playing. And then, you know, started recording. Um, and then, yeah, and then she's like kind of mellowed out and really like, like chilling out and being petted. And now she's just like, she doesn't want to play ball. She wants to play tug of war because she's that way she's going to have to yeah. run. Yeah. <laughs> and they get grumpy and, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's really, it's seeing her with my daughter is funny because, like, on the one hand, she really, like, they want to play, but, yeah, the dog is like, just, just get away. Yeah, leave, leave, him, leave, <laughs> him leave, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah, my dog is going to be in for a big shock when I go back to work. She's, she's used to getting, like, these long walks and, like, she's, she's loving it. Yeah, yeah. Sitting at the feet. Oh, yeah, she's, yeah. well, she's, she basically knows it's a, my wife and I, like, she just comes to us and we're like, we don't feed you. The oldest one feeds you. And she's like, basically like, yeah, I yeah, would die but, if I had I to know. rely on that. Right. Kid to feed me. So like, can you tell her to feed me? <laughs> please? Yes. Like she just follows us around all through the house, like wherever we're at. So. So to catch you up, Dave, uh, the answer was the hundred years war. The oh. next, the next question was, uh, how and Evan guessed correctly, knew correctly. Yeah. yeah, it gets in a weird thing sometimes where it just, I hear, J -j 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 it gets like hung up. I don't know what That's the problem weird. is, but. So. I hope my recording stays because I really don't want to edit this thing. Uh, yeah, I was basically telling you guys, your sound is bad. You're sounding like, wait a second, maybe my sound is bad. You're, you're <laughs> bad. You're accusing everyone else. Yeah. Uh, so, George Dewey, what battle did George Dewey fight? So my instinct would would be like the Battle of Lake Erie or something like that. Oh yeah, he the, definitely sounds a naval guy. Let's do it. Battle of Lake Erie. Lake Erie, nice. Uh, Manila Bay. Oh, that was good. That was that was safe. Fair enough. I like that. I, yeah. I like it. I was not. I was not going to get to Manila, Manila, yeah. Manila Bay. Manila I, li Bay. I like the uh, brevity of the the answer. As a film giver, I'm sure you yeah. do. <laughs> That's right. Uh, John Pershing, what wartime operation? Did John Pershing command him? Like, you want not just the, uh, the not just, is, I mean, it's like the Mexican-American War. No, but no, you want it's more specific the, than it's that. It's going to be the campaign against Pancho Villa. You can get sucked into World War One, but I think they're looking for Pancho Villa. I mean, that's fair. Do we have a name pretty, for that? Oh Jesus, are you shitting me? <laughs> is it like, like an expedition? We got Mexican-American War and the campaign against Pancho Villa, but like, you want more? Specific you're, than you're, that? Getting, you're getting closer. It, it's an incursion. It's, it's offensive. Ugh. Ugh, yeah, we're gonna have to make some shit up then in that case, because hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I might possibly. just, I might just take the campaign about up against Pancho Villa, because yeah, I mean, I feel like Dave got that. Yeah, pretty, pretty good, spot on. Uh, it it says here the uh, the Muse Argonne offensive. No, that's wrong. Then we're wrong. Because that's the world. That's the world. <laughs> that's an actual. That's an actual offensive in France. Yeah, 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 yeah. You like that? That uh, that yeah, that we're, journey we're I took fine. you upon. But I think the campaign against Pancho Villa probably should have been the right answer. That's fine. <laughs> well, he fought in the Mexican American War, so that counts. It's still relevant. So for some, for some, nice. counts for counts for something, not for quizzing. Style style points, I think. That's right. So three, seven, ten, twelve. 12 out of 20. That's 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 a good quiz. There you go, I feel like Dave got about 10 of those answers. There we go. I hey. think so. Numbers <laughs> in your corner, boys. What's the highest number anyone's ever gotten? Uh, I think maybe it's it's in this area, 12, 13, 14. 
It's going to no. be a, be a heavy, it's I mean, gonna be a heavy hitter that has to really connect himself up to another heavy hitter to, to finish. So we got to bring in some. And guys. I think for the record, I would have answered maybe three of those linebacker. So, linebacker? Yeah. <laughs> I would have gotten well, Edward, did, Edward the first. Been- there have been some quizzes that were in like the sixteen to eighteen range, but there was a there was some doubt as to whether that was, was well, legitimate. Campbell, well, there was Campbell, and then I think Rex, oh, that's Rex that. Gator got some crazy score, but it seemed like he was really doing it. But I don't know. who knows. Oh, hi Rex. Some shade. Listening to I like this. I like Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Wow. You don't have to. You don't have to listen to him. You're a console now. You're set. You have console status. <laughs> there you go. He doesn't. Have, he doesn't have status. That's right. I'm going to take another quick break. Oh, why? I just feel like I took a break trying to I run around. I have to around. pee. Okay, that's fair. Did you not pee the last time? That's, I, I did. That's, that's the one thing bottles are good I've, for. I've had, I've had, I've had cans, 14. Cans not good for peeing. Very dangerous. No, yeah. I've had like, a, a beer and a, a double Negroni since the last time we took a break. So I like need to, you, I need you can pretty nice. safely good pee man. into a bottle, but peeing into a can is very dangerous. Yeah. Just don't touch the tab while you're peeing. Cause that's it, that's that's iffy. It's not the tab; it's the opening. That's the worry, right? You're gonna give yourself a. Dude, you don't. I mean, did you put it in the opening? I mean, you just you don't have to put it in the opening to get the pee in the can. Yeah, but like when when some of us aren't don't have as good a vision as we used to, right? So we have to make sure <laughs> if, if you're not touching it, it's not getting Fair enough. <laughs> So Evan, what game are you going to review? Are you reviewing a game? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to re- review. I'm going to talk about the ATS system and then uh, okay. ATS DNB and Foo. Wow, you guys aren't going to do the uh, CSS Vietnam game that you're playing? I I haven't played the campaign game yet. I just can't. Like, uh, man, that's the game I should review because that's the game I've most been playing and, and looking at. But it, does it seem fun? But it's a little bit rusty. Is that the problem? Like the rules? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, so I've actually been doing the Aretta. So I'm gonna look at the, get all that together and try and make a new Aretta list. But, um, yeah, exactly. I mean, even even with that, I still feel like there are some unresolved issues. And even you just have to play the campaign game because of the way the the system works, um, without, like the scenarios are are, are okay. But the game's not about the scenarios, so you have to play the campaign to get a good uh, a good feel for it. But it's not going to unseat sixty five to seventy five as the main game. I'm back. I doubt that. I mean, I haven't. So I put this in the on some thread in the guild. I mean, the thing about sixty five to seventy five, and I haven't actually played it yet. But but that's on my that's my Grail game. Um, it's so long, you know, you can't play, how many came, campaign games of 65 to 75 can you play in your life? You know, there's some people who've played a couple, but it's not, not easy. And, and Vietnam Rumor of War purports to be a much simpler game, and it's not really simple. Like, it's not, it's not an easy game, and it's not a, it could be a quick game if you, once you know the rules really well, but learning the rules, of course, is, is difficult. And, and then... And so, but it's not going to supplant it. I mean, it's a much more designed for effect game, whereas I'm guessing 65 to 75 is a much more, you know, whatever, simulate, whatever the opposite of, yeah, whatever the opposite of designed for effect is. Um, so, I mean, it's very intriguing. It's a lot of fun. It's interesting, but it's not, it's not done, I guess. So it's not done. And that's, it's frustrating. 
Yeah. And I, I was ranting about this last night. It, I, <laughs> I don't think, um, like it's it's hard to say right now because I want to keep playing it. It's it's weird because it, the game is so frustrating, but I keep wanting to play it, and I I know it's baffled. I don't why that I don't know why. Now, it's, now CSS is based on what original game? Devil's Cauldron? No, no this, is, this is OSS. This is the operational scale series, okay. but but I don't. It's not really a series. Like so, the first game is Korea, but the rules are pretty different. The next games are like Israel so versus Korea. Arabs Korea was and, a disaster, right? I don't know. People seem to like Korea, but yeah, yeah the rules I think were it was disaster. better than this, right? But yeah, I, well, I don't know. I mean, I think I think the rules were possibly even more of a disaster, but they've come out with some more rules. I don't know. I don't have Korea. I don't. I don't want to play Korea because I don't want to confuse myself with the, with the rules uh, because they're not they're not the same. Like in the next game, either the Arab-Israeli wars or the Doomsday one. That's like the 1985 USSR versus US. One of those two games is like the scale's totally different. Now, are these yeah. all by Starkweather? Oh, of yeah. course. Wow. Yep, they're all uh, they're all his work. Yeah, but like the, if the scale goes, and, and we from, use like, the word work loosely. <laughs> <laughs> I <Yeah>. do. <laughs> is Vietnam yeah. the one where he said that he messed up the helicopter rules because he'd been drinking too that much? That was that was no, Korea. that was that, and that's a C, that's a CSS game. No. I thought that was a that was a, oh, maybe, it was. Was a default, maybe it was the fold the fold gap the fold oh, gap. oh that's that was right. that's right that's right that's right and I, right. I think I think CSS is is a tighter system like I said, it's, it's a system system voice I mean like okay yeah so once you move out of World War II and you get into the eighties and you have to have helicopter rules and you know the things change and you know get bigger and the system expands and but OSS operational scale series I don't have the impression that it's so much a series as someone said online a family of games. Uh, because if you take, okay, so Korea and Vietnam are pretty close scale wise, but one of the one of the later two games, it's like it moves from you know seven and a half miles to a hex to a couple miles a hex, and the time is it goes from being you know month or season. I think they're month long turns in, in Korea and seasonal turns in Vietnam, and I think this game, one of the one of the two next next two games, excuse me, is like you know weekly turns or something like that. So just. And the rules are so different between the games that it's you know not really a not really a series. I mean they're all related, but they're not. You couldn't just pick up one. Like it's not like OCS where you could pick up one game and then go to the next game and you're like, oh yeah, okay, I know what's going on. Yeah, it's close enough. Because and and part of it is because the rules are so wonky. Nothing is where it should be, and everything's interconnected in a way that you can't just read the rules and know how to play, which is frustrating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and that's one thing I'm working on is I'm trying to get a, trying to write up like an intro for how to play. I mean, I haven't even played the campaign you're, you're game. You're basically doing Starkweather's job right now. Um, you're maybe, developing the game. Or maybe, <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing the designer's job, but doing the developer's well, job. Uh, well, it's debatable because that, that's a job yeah. the developer would have done for the designer. Like, I think. I think if you're writing, I don't think developers are supposed to write rules. No, but I mean, be like, okay, we need we need to just flesh out these rules because there are right, all the, these edge cases that are unclear. Right. So the designer yeah. is the author, and the developer is the editor, right? So the developer right. basically says, "Hey, you should change this." But when people are actually having to write things to change yeah, the because, game, because that's a failure on behalf of the designer, not the developer. And I know sometimes we kind of like. If we have a designer we like, we kind of try to like cushion them because we don't want. But the truth is, yeah, if players have to write things out 
and write aids so that they can figure out how to play the game, that's a designer problem. And that's a problem with the designer. He's the author of the game. So. Well, or a, well, yeah, or a publisher problem. That's uh, well, no, but I mean, a... ultimately, you you're you're tasked to produce a game that people can play, right? Um, ideally, you don't need a developer. If if people mm. were actually perf- people were actually good good authors of games, they would write games that were good and they would be able to be published. Like Kim, yeah. Kim, Kim Kanger style, but I think that's really difficult. I mean, I think it's yeah. really difficult to take your own work and look at it objectively. No, no I, get, like, oh, I, yeah, get it. It. I get there's, a, there's an advantage, but, but do you think Nick, when he wrote 65 to 75, I think he just made that game. Yeah, yeah, and, he, and I think they developed it in-house because was, he, was, he was a full-time designer at the time for Victory Games. So that was his job, so he, yeah, he could how, do that. How old right? was he? He was young, right? Like he was, he was like 20, 20, 20 years yeah. old. <laughs> I mean, I've, I mean, I've looked at this a little bit. He was in college, but it wasn't like it was his. Some people like talk about it. You know, it was his, it was his very first game, but it no, wasn't his no, first game. No, because he did he some sci-fi some stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it was exactly. clearly the but, big yeah, game like he did. The, yeah, the Opus Magnum or whatever. Yeah. Well, sure. and whether he was good or he got lucky, I mean, he basically made a game that's like a top Almost ten, perfect. Yeah. yeah, top ten game, right? So. So my, my point is just that, yeah, I get that there's developers. I understand why they exist uh, for the process for developing games. But um, ideally, an author should be able to make a game. And, and there's, yeah, I mean, are, are we reviewing or are we just, what are you playing? We're just critiquing. We're just, we're just talking. About I mean, I think, I think, I mean, on the one hand, yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree on the one hand with what you're saying and what, what, with what people say about this sort of situation but on the other hand it's like well this is the game i have i mean i mean like jason no, said no. For, I, for whatever I get, reason I, I'm, I get that you have to do that with the game no but no I'm but saying... it's not like i i agree that i should not have to do that and i'm just choosing to do that for whatever reason for whatever reason draw, draws me to you know a game x or game y um so well, sort of it, past it, the well, point where it's like you know this just should have been in such state which there are certain product. companies that do this. Uh, some are better, but even like Fields of Fire, uh, yeah, from, the designer yeah. basically writes the rules, and uh, and from what I understand, um, basically produced a second volume that didn't even incorporate some of the basic things that were issues in the right. first volume. Uh, right? I, I was I was a little and, bit in shock when I read the second edition rulebook online, right, and I was right. like. Why does so, it look so much like the first so edition robot that people had so much, so many problems with? So the question is then, where's the developer on that? Like, where's right. the developer? And, and yeah, GMT and has kind of a robust de- designer, de- like, like supposedly uh, uh, GMT has this whole system where they hook up guys with developers and they're really good. Uh, but that was like one that seemed like, well, we thought that was all going to get. And and Fields of Fury is, Fields, Fields of Fury, Fields of Fire is great. But, uh, Where's the developer in it? So yeah, it's, it's it's actually really a baffling question because it, it like you said, GMT has this whole support system, and you think maybe a some, GMT game and maybe some writers don't want like one of the reasons that Ralph was always a Berg developer is Ralph was good at dealing with Berg. Right. Yeah, and if someone doesn't want to deal, or or you know, if if the designer of of Field of Fire is like, oh, I really like this developer, he does what I need, right? You know, and he thinks he he does what he needs, but you know he. That's not 
the case. Then, right. Ralph, you know, Ralph, was, Ralph got along well with Berg, so Ralph was generally Berg's developer in a lot of games. So, um, yeah, it's, but but again, I think like, like, I don't know. I mean, some of the games need to be ready to go right of the shoot. And it's not easy being a designer. I get it. Like, Mitch is, again, constantly doomed to, to have to answer rules questions for all the next, every x word game. I mean, basically, that's this. And Ralph will step in and do it, too. But, I mean, it's like, who knows? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's different because it's one thing to take a tight rule set that, you know, there are edge cases for people who don't know, you know, who haven't just haven't read the rules versus a rule well, set. Well, that's the biggest like problem with next huge is gaps no one understands how the fucking at sea and ensure box. Like it's always at sea ensure every, like, like I think 70% of questions are about the naval part. Mm. So if I'm yeah. in at sea, do I have control over ensure? Like when do like, that's always the issue. That sounds like, yeah. I mean, that sounds like just like, a minor edge, not an edge case, but a minor part of the game that you need either needs a rewrite or, or a longer section of the rules. But well, the nice thing is, Mitch I mean, always, Mitch always right. comes in. Yeah, right, Mitch right, is yeah, that's the thing. Mitch is really on top of it and he's got his shit together. Um, and like, if that's the biggest part of the game, it's like one specific area. It's not such a big deal as you know having. I mean, you know, every two seconds you're looking up a rule or going to you know BGG to the, to the real it out. the real train wreck is Labatai, which is my. One of my favorite games, and that's, it is, a, that's a train wreck. Oh, it's a total do, rules train wreck. Do, do because, tell. Well, uh, there's currently at least three different sets of the rules. Actually, there's four if you're Marshall Enterprises. So basically, when <laughs> when Clash of Arms makes a Labatai game, I, I think they have a deal where they they've agreed between uh, Clash of Arms and Marshall Enterprises they won't make a product on the same battle. So they kind of move it back and forth. What? So you have you have two separate rule sets, but when when Clash of Arms made Moscowa, the Battle of Moscow, Bordino, they also decided to try out the Marie-Louise system, which is going to be a basic system for how to do Labatai battles. So they had that system. Then a system branched off on the original one called the Regs, which is what I play. So the Regs was, was good. Then when Dresden came out, uh, Clash of Arms decided they wanted to further refine the rules and make their own system. So currently, within just Clash of Arms games, there's three different sets of rules. And if you include the Marshall Enterprises rules, that makes four. So Sounds like too many. Yeah, the Marshall Enterprises rules have great things like to do your turn, you're supposed to flip an hourglass and try to move all your guys before the hourglass runs nope, out. Nope, nope. Fuck you. Which is the fucking Fuck dumbest you. fucking thing. I'm not going to play <laughs> I mean, more games by candle. I mean, I, mean, I don't even know if that's ADA compliant. <laughs> like, I think that's a violation of the American Disabilities Act. <laughs> like the first people How to dare you? Um, but, uh, so I do regs. So what will happen is when guys have questions on the games, for a while, uh, Terry Doherty was doing, we would have to do regs updates for each game. So when Clash of Arms would come out with a game, they would ignore the fact that there was a regs game. They would ignore the fact that they did not the Marie Louise. So they would just do their own rules in the game. Well, I would always tell people, you might as well just throw the rules in the garbage if you're playing regs because you're not never going to use them. Um, so then Terry Doherty would do like a, a, a exclusive rule set to update that game to the regs and explain like how the regs worked. So 
now he's on his own thing. So now Terry, to make it more confusing, has now decided to develop his own fifth Napoleonic tactical system on battles that he's doing. On battles is, by the way, the worst fucking name for a game system. Like when you hear on battles, you're like, wow, that really inspires in me a lot of the elan and enthusiasm of a Napoleonic battle, the cavalry charges. You're like, on battles? Like, Okay. Sounds like anyway, a misuse, of, a mis, misuse of prepositions in English. <laughs> right. So, so anyway, so, so, so you've got four sets of rules. Um, so then once Terry stopped doing the regs updates because he was working on his own thing, then I think somebody else started trying to do it, except he kind of does it. Like sometimes they're wrong. So I'm like, so we get a lot of regs questions. And then Ed Wimble, who is the COA guy, will come in and be like, this is how you do it. So I'm basically telling the guy who owns the company, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about because you're talking about your own rules that don't match the rules this guy's asking. Like, it's like. That's a, that's a strange situation. I know. Someone's got to like take, take the reins and be I like, know. this is the way it is. Nothing a squad of ninjas visiting late at night can't fix probably, but we'll see. We might get drunk enough to just do that. I know. We, somebody needs to just buy the game from the guys and take over. But then when I was watching the On Battles conversations, some of the guys arguing about stuff, I was just like, Napoleonics is the worst group of war gamers. <laughs> and that's saying, that's saying <laughs> something. No, I mean, they're, 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 as far the fiddly, as being, pe yeah, being pedantic and <laughs> yeah, exactly. complaining about minutia. So I did, basically, I came on and just said, is on battles not the best name for like I don't think they appreciated maybe I came out and said but I was like it says nothing about like why we like the game like the excitement and the because there are battles charges. and these are games about but battles hey bro don't you want to get on battles <laughs> like I was just like it makes no sense well I mean I think that, that's like a Latin that's like a Latin construction like that's how you, that's you know on the Gallic Wars is the title of that's like how you translate. Right on, yeah. So, but a little iffy in English. It doesn't quite doesn't quite sound the same. Right. Yeah. So I was just like, I thought it was. Eh. So, and the problem is, a lot of the good Napoleonic names are taken. I think I suggested something like, like a, a simple piece of ribbon or something like that, like for the the idea of the medals that a guy could win or something. But I was like, it's like I, I was kind of coming up with something. That's definitely much more dramatic and much like gives a much better emotion to the the title. The idea would be like it was it's the exciting thing that that like the the whole idea of Napoleon who said like hey my guys will fight for you know the medals you know they they're they're not fighting for but and, and of course no one listens they're like hey we've already developed it so fuck you <laughs> it's already in in design we're not we're not changing it that's unfortunate. I mean, what's the I mean, having so many rule sets, I guess you're. What's the point? I mean, are you just basically kotoing to different groups of people and what what they think or how they feel the game should be or what they should emphasize in its representation or or like what's yeah. the advantage of that? I I think they've got a decent group that's playtesting it. So I was just kind of like, yeah. I mean, I'm not a playtester. Like I've tried it. I'm not good at it. So I was. No, just but like, I mean. But I mean, if there's so many rule sets, I mean, surely there's must be something to distinguish them enough, such that there are four or five rule sets. I mean, so what? What do people see that's the advantage between those different rule sets to say, okay, we need to do this and like, you know, shun those other people and do it our way? 
Yeah, well, I just think the problem is Napoleonic experts will argue for five years about whether skirmish line, whether the French use mixed order, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> like that's right. just who they yeah. are. The, the, the pedantry. Yeah, so. Good, good stuff. So, yeah, that's it. So, it's La Bataille. I like it. So, hey, so we get reviews? Any reviews? I don't. I'm tapping out. I thought we were going to talk more about Vietnam. Oh, yes. Or more more. How about you guys, are playing, you guys are playing Vietnam, right? We are. So let's go. Let's, yeah. let's do that. I didn't, I'm not ready it. to review it. It's just... It's let's f- talk about it. You guys are playing it, though, face-to-face. Yeah. Or, or at least online face-to-face. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It's mouth, so f- mouth, mouth to mouth is the right uh, word. The, the, the new face to face. The new face to face. NFTF, baby. It's, there, there's, it feels like there's a good game in here. Um, and I think Evan and I are trying to find it. Um, and it's, it's fun to play. And I like playing with Evan because we can, like, we were playing play by email and then we finished up the scenario live. And we just immediately clicked. It was, it was a lot of fun kind of shooting the shit. We did. We played, I think, five hours, and I think we played the game for two of those five hours, and the rest was just kind of bullshitting and getting to know each other. Um, but the the game is, <laughs> to, in in spite of myself, keeping me coming back. And I'm the guy. I'm the guy who, if if a rule set doesn't make sense, like no trumpets, no drums, I'll just walk away. Like this, this, it's it it's fucked up, and I'll just. I'll just leave it. But there's something in here that feels like it's really close to being onto something, but it's it's also pretty far in, in some spots. So I think I think there's some promising stuff. I think there's You're like, I just can't leave you. Yeah, it, it does feel yeah, like that. Like, we, like I think we both said that to to each other. Um I'm not sure Were you guys were you guys in a tent when you said it? No. We were we were in a, um, in a sleep in a sleeping bag. You mean social distance appropriately socially distance. We were she- masks, we were, we were shepherding in denim. That's right, denim de- <laughs> denim top de- denim bottom. That's a good, it's a good look. Um, I, I'm not 100 percent sure that it's dialed into the Vietnam of it all. There, there's there's some stuff that's that's really close. Um, I think I think maybe we could ratchet that in a little bit. Um, it's it's. There's some cool ideas. I like the way combat happens, um, but there's some of the stuff where, like, you you do these support modifiers to to modify the die roll, and like the U.S. was at like, I think at one point we got to I think Evan had thirty six, maybe forty support, so plus forty to a D ten roll as the U.S. Oh, wow. Okay, that's gonna that's right. gonna reduce the options. Okay, so. Plus forty, <laughs> plus plus forty. Let's say to a D ten roll. I was at I think plus, let's say twelve, maybe fifteen. Evan, correct me if I'm wrong. So plus fifteen. Yeah, I mean, it, it was in the range. It was, it yeah. was the point where I was Close like, there was a point where it was obvious there was no like, room to roll the dice. Stop counting, right? So plus fifteen to plus forty. But then, and is there a max? Is there a yes. max score you can get? Oh, that's ridiculous. so. The max is five. Yeah, so stupid. So there's got to be a better way. So to there's do that. something there that's like, can we get? Because it, it takes it takes minutes to do this, and there there's somewhere in there that could just be refined to click that in. If you could get that into like a tick 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 on an abacus, and and then you roll the dice instead of 
Like it's it take it takes a long time, but it's it's a cool mechanism. It just needs to be dialed in a little bit. Now so, are the so v, are the VC stuff. guys all hidden? It's kind of a hidden no. VC thing. No, 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 hidden, How, no and, and they can't evade. Wow. So there's that too, right? Like so, the, so it well, feels like so what, Korea. What strategies do the VC have? No, the HQs can <laughs> evade, but like you can't evade in combat. No, so it's weird. So or no, the the, the, yeah. I, I don't yeah. like that. And for the record, the name of the game is Vietnam Rumor of War. Okay. Yeah. So we're by, by Adam Starbrother. Vietnam Rumor of War. So, so whenever we defend it, just keep that in mind. No, I mean So you guys yeah. like it. It's an abusive relationship. It exactly. is. Exactly. It is. Yeah, no, I mean Jason said it perfectly. Like I like the game in spite of myself. I want to keep playing, I want to understand it, I want to figure it out. But I also know that, you know, it's not it's not good for me in, in some sense. That, yeah. yeah, I could I could be spending my time time, you know, not developing a game and just playing a game. But yeah. you know, so, so I think I think where we'll end up, I'm just predicting we're gonna play the campaign or get a couple, you know, dozen turns into the campaign and then we're both gonna say fuck it and I'm gonna say let's just play Masher White Wing from Vietnam, nineteen sixty five seventy five. And you'll be suddenly be like, Hey, this is why I need <laughs> artillery fire bases right. out in the middle right. of the this, jungle. This is how the VC can evade and just kind of fade back into the jungle. Suddenly the oh. US strategy makes sense when I'm faced and and I don't want to run out of all my reserves because there's this lurking VC force and, that hasn't activated the, yet. And the politics that are in the rulebook actually play out in the game in real ways. Right. Well that's that's the best part. So, the the yeah. way the Strategic game then meshes with the 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 tactical game alone is good, but then the strategic game gives you this overall web right. that it all fits right. together. Well, and when we say that, I'll probably cry a tear. That's okay. This, That's this, okay. Was, predict this we'll, was predicted. We'll have put so, in so three hundred hours, and <laughs> so the, no, it's so good. so but, it's so. A it, it, it was an yeah, opportunity. It, it was a real opportunity it's, for him to do something great. It's a three mapper, right? Because it has all of Cambodia. So it's the entire peninsula. It's a, so you can invade. Yes. You you can invade Cambodia, but that doesn't change the reinforcement schedule. Or the, wow. or the supply schedule. So what, what, about, schedule? what about political consequences? I mean, there, so there are U.S. elections, uh, which are kind of cool, and that they affect how. So you can. A lot of the game is based on uh, victory points in the sense that there are these different tracks that go from, you know, body count, U.S. casualties, different things that go from zero to nine. Uh, and so if you lose guys, you know, you'll get some body count if you're the U.S. Or you know, if you lose, if, you, if the communists lose guys, they'll give body count to the U.S. And then the U.S. chooses when to roll. Uh, so if it's on a track of zero on a D10, so if it's on a track of zero to nine, you know, if you're at a three or four, you're like, eh, it's not a good chance I'm actually going to get it. Uh, but if you roll equal to the to where the track is at or under, you get a, a victory point. Wow! And if you roll over, you don't. So you get a VP. Yeah. So then the track keeps going up. But there's a bunch of different types of tracks. Sweet. So one of the things is you have the secret ops. So you can choose to make. There's a bunch of different things. You can make secret ops, like strategic missions. And for example, if you're hitting SAM sites or airfields in North Vietnam, or if you send guys into um, into Cambodia, certain parts of Cambodia or Laos, and those can also be placed under secret ops. And so there's a lot of different 
on the one hand, the system is very flexible, but on the other hand, it's very restricted because yeah, you have it's, yeah. Westmoreland, you know, is there as your starting theater commander and he's pretty restrictive and, you know, when you can replace him is restrictive. And so it's a strange mix of, you know, as Jason said, invading Cambodia and Laos can be good options, but maybe not. Um, yeah, so it's... But it's not so really weird. North Vietnam, which is weird. Like you, can, you, can, you know, you can invade North Vietnam, but not very far into but it. But does it go? Yeah, does it go to <laughs> s- just a, the southern south, Viet, south <laughs> North Vietnam? So, so there's, so there's a, it's one of those things, like there's a lot of really cool stuff in the game, and it just it just misses it. And I think if that's, maybe he had zoomed out, if he had zoomed out a click and got all of Vietnam on you know one map, and more options, and and run it that way, I think that would be an, a really interesting game. Of just, yeah. but 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 well, but I don't know. Is it, I don't know. Is I don't it, what's the scale? Is it battalion scale? You can break well, down into battalion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, yes, you can get down to battalion scale. <laughs> what's that word again? It's battalions. Battalions. I mean, you have a division, you have from divisions down to battalions, and you have regiments and cadres and whatever in between. I mean, and then the, 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 the map isn't three maps necessarily because of Cambodia and Laos. It's more because just because they use the you know seven and a half. Well, I don't know. what's the scale for? It's, it's yeah. It's, but what's the scale for 1965 to 1975? What's the scale per hex there? Is it it's seven and a half? Um, it's a two mapper. Right, but that's what I that's what I'm asking. Because is it seven and a half miles to hex? Uh, I don't know. Off the t- I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, what the fuck, Evan? Like, <laughs> you're not doing the quiz. This here. is a quiz. Like, <laughs> I have it you right guys here. Know this see. is like your number one fucking game of all but time. I know it's you don't know the scale. scale I know the, the small scales battalions. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I'm not, I'm not sure that it's because of Cambodia and Laos. But yeah, I mean, the map is is pretty big. It's it's tough to it's tough to set up on one on one table, and the three maps don't line up in a straight line. There's like the top map kind of slightly offset from the bottom two maps. So even if you have a really long table, it might not fit. It's skinny. Um, but yeah, so the VC, there's no hidden movement. The way they, the way they deal with that is the VC or the communists can use strategic movement. So they can move 10 movement points at the beginning, like before their movement phase starts and then they can do normal movement. And, and the capitalists, the capitalists, sounds dirty. Uh, they have no, they have no strategic movement, which is kind of an issue sometimes, but you know, that, whatever, that's another, another thing to get into. Uh, but someone, someone put it on BGD best, like it's like fuzzy logic. So even though you know where the communists are at any given moment, because they have this 10, 10 movement point strategic movement, they can appear and pop up, you know, somewhere else uh, really quickly. But when they do it, can they appear and then attack, or is it just movement? Yeah, no, they can appear and then attack. The communists are well, pretty powerful. They they what? can they can appear yeah. and then and then declare attacks, and then the the capitalists can react, move before the actual attack happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I find the capitals pretty difficult to play, but. I don't know, Jason. You'll you'll find out. I'm when about we play. to find out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when we switch, switch sides. But I mean, and the other thing is, so the so the the kind of the bit, one of the cruxes of the game is there are these HQ missions, which are basically early in the turn, somewhere between before reinforcements, but after you do like the basic you know nonsense of you know figuring out supply and that kind of thing, you pick your HQ mission, and each side has four different HQ missions, um, and you pay for them with supply, and they give you different options and different restrictions of what you can do. Um, and it's a little bit, 
I don't know, spread out, I guess is the word. You have to really be dialed in on what each HQ, each HQ mission does for it to make any sense. So, um, so for the Arvin troops, are they just uh -huh. bad because they're, they make them bad? Or are they bad based on they could sometimes be good or politically they can then be bad? Well, like the so, way it okay. is in 65 to 75. So with Westmoreland is the theater commander. Uh, who starts as theater commander and you can't place him you know, until U.S. unrest is at 10 or whatever. Uh, he per doesn't allow the uh, the Arvin units to get any support, combat support, like artillery and tank and air support, unless there's a U.S. U unit adjacent. Um, but once Westmoreland's gone, once Abrams is in, then that's much less restrictive and you don't have to worry about that. And there's also, so that's what I was talking about with the, the HQ missions. One of them is Vietnamization, which reduces U.S. unrest, which is basically the communists' victory point track. And, and with Abrams in and Vietnam, Vietnamization, lots of hard words to say, uh, the Arvin get much better. Like they can remove, you know, there's a bunch of markers in the game, but like if they're poor units, or they can turn into elite units, which are really so, strong. So guys, what's the, what's the lesson of the game? Like every designer based, the the or the many thesis. designers like what is their puzzle solving strategy the message that they're sending in the game how do you win how does the u.s win in vietnam i'm gonna well, to jason for that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're, we're not there yet we're still trying to find no, that, there that but thesis. you know what i mean like if a guy yeah. designs a model and he's going to design it he's going to say there is a way to win right or there's this is the strategy or like that leap this is the strategy that, there yeah, isn't a way to win Oh, no, but I'm saying this is the strategy that I'm pushing you towards based on right. punish, punishments so, and rewards. And it's it's right. that it's that Westmore, like at least from the scenario we played, it's that that Westmoreland mentality of body count. Because 65 right. to 75 can... pushes towards Vietnamization. Yeah, right. I think and so. It, and it I tries think... to encourage you to be more let the south. I, I think sixty-five to seventy-five is focused on avoid the seduction of how good the U.S. units are yeah. at fucking everything up. <laughs> let the South Vietnamese handle. That's really that's really prescient because that's what I think. That's that might be what maybe, it is here. Yeah. yeah, I think that's well. Yeah, and I think that's and, what later Vietnam War revisionist scholars would say. But then I think it, that's what it is here too. I mean, so. As Jason was going to say, with Westmoreland, you get a bunch of bonuses in certain situations for body count. So basically, for just killing a bunch of enemy units. And but long term, that's not not a great proposition, just because of the way the capitalist forces work. It's just not you that have, is flexible. There a, is there a population measurement, like population loyalty and other? No, no, there's no. Oh, of really? That. No. So if you're heavy-handed in a particular province, that doesn't affect like loyalty in that province. No. Nope. Wow. I mean, I'm, so one of the, one of the big. I mean, that's a big part of sixty-five to seventy-five. If you so, you're hammering okay. a province for free fire zones and. So one of the ways I guess they deal with it is, and and this is kind of leads to the major, crux of the game to see if it works or not, is that if you so if the communists place a combat shit, which is basically just declaring an attack on a city, and they automatically, or if any combat rather, if any combat shit is placed on a city. The communists get uh, a victory point. Um, on top of which, every turn they hold a city, they get a victory point. So it's like a Tet strategy. It's a Tet. Right, exactly. So there's a, when I first started looking at this game and I saw this issue come up, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. And, but there's only four cities on the map. There's 
obviously uh, Saigon, there's there's Wei, there's Da Nang, and then there's Tainan, which... I would imagine that Jason heavily garrisons Tet, or Wei. He's always like, Wei's got Max. <laughs> Max big fan. Every every time Wei combat happens, Jason busts out, busts out one of his uh, magazine games to yeah, push up. And I, I need about I need about thirty minutes to myself. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's a nail biter. That's right. He needs to wipe off his glasses. Yeah, I put on Jefferson <laughs> Jefferson airplane and really zone out. So so the issue with the issue with this is that Tainan is. I mean, I've, I've looked into this because, you know, we're war gamers and we're geeks, I guess. So I've looked trying to figure out, like, what was the population or the development. I think it's a base. Time. It's a location. Yeah, exactly. Just a location. A, yeah, exactly. There was a U.S. base there, but it was not, it's not like a city. And I looked at the current population numbers there, and it's like, you know, a factor of 10 less than the other cities in the game. So I kind of figured out that, you know, okay, the designer's not saying that this is necessarily a city literally in a literal sense, but saying this is a city in the sense of like of its strategic importance. So what people have come up with, and that's a big problem, is that you can surround Tainan as the communists basically on the first turn and, and with different rules, rules mechanisms that aren't worth getting into. They can lay down bunkers and whatever, and they can basically surround Tainan and make it more or less impervious to counterattack, so they can place the combat ship to get a victory point. They so so, in. I'm, I'm sorry, are you saying it sounds ahead. like this hasn't been very carefully play tested? This, this yeah, go, a, go go figure. Yeah, this, I, the I, system I, hasn't been stretched. Yeah. So, so and this is the thing. So Adam Starkwiller said that the play testers figured out a way a way to deal with this issue. And one of the issues with the city is not just the victory points. On top of which, there's a very design for effect feature in the game that if you put if you have vc next to or on top of a city you can roll to do an airfield strike so the u.s can do airfield strikes against north vietnam like with planes like whatever normal and but you're taking that u.s air yeah exactly so and people don't like this mechanism because it's it feels weird like but they okay, did but they did raid airfields that did happen right. sometimes they, okay. they had sappers that raided dave, airfields dave thank you you know you're being you're being generous here and and yeah i i mean i, I think like it's not my favorite mechanism in the game, but it makes sense. Like it's 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 it legit. It definitely yeah. happened. It definitely happened, and it's okay. So maybe they didn't take take out entire air They, wing, they raided but... some airlines. So that the, some some of the main lines got raided. Definitely right. So I mean, it's it's fine. It's whatever. It's a it's or a flight lines for... rather fly lines, flight lines. Sure. So the hey, I, is... I threw that in for the three Air Force <laughs> listeners that were here. So nice. <laughs> well, three. That's a good number. Yeah. Well, we're a military podcast, so we don't have any Air Force people. <laughs> they take offense. Fair enough. Anyways, so so the point is, I mean, so people have an issue with that, like the 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 U.S. Air Force being destroyed by you know infiltrator UVC infiltrators. Yeah, but, but that absolutely happened. That was, yeah, that's exactly. Not, it's, that, it happened. That, and that it did occur. It's basically a way to say, look, the U.S. has to, or the capitalists have to take care of the infrastructure, and that I think that's fine. Um, even if it's not like my favorite way to deal with it, it works. But the issue is that, you know, then the VC just camp out in the city and they just hold the city, which is a historical again. It, and if they don't the, do that, then they don't really have a chance. Right. Right. Well, I, I, and, I, I, well, I, I, and, and maybe, maybe that's if Tate, overstating it, but in 65 to 75, one giant security mission would take care of that problem. <laughs> they were just they were a yes. huge fucking armored column up there. 
And then three months later, you get to the next term. Right. No, but I mean, I know I. 65 to 75 is my grill game. That's like the game I want to finish a campaign of. But I mean, okay, but yeah, it's probably uh You're online. Why wouldn't you do it now? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? It's the best time. We're all locked in our houses. Like I'm just looking for the perfect time to do it. Can't can't leave my house. Yep. There you go. Can only leave on Tuesday and Thursday unless you can show my penis. I, hey, I, I will penis play that gets game me with the you extra Saturday. Well, there was there was apparently an issue with some like transsexuals going out on the days that they felt <laughs> sure, like. I'm sure there were. I do I already do. I already knew that was going to happen. But of course, this isn't like a fucking. Also, totally, it's not also the totally US. sexist. It's like, yeah. it's kind of sexist. Women go two days, men go three days. That's fair. No, it's the other way around. Women go three days. Oh, the ones who shop. Oh, that's Although, then no, yeah. no problem. <laughs> I won't. I won't no man's if, play. If, if the '90s told taught us anything, it's bitches be shopping. That's right. That's right. And like, like of course, men, we ain't complaining about the shit. <laughs> no, we're get like, out of the house, please. Go. We're, we're like, oh, that's unfair. Um, but we'll let it run. Yeah, it's pretty funny actually to see like guys. Like, I saw one guy. He had his cell phone out with a video, and I, he was an older gentleman. You know, I don't. I don't want to throw shade in, in Dave's words, but he had his camera, like the video camera turned around, like he was showing like the screen of the phone at the product. And he's like, look, your Pantene product isn't here, baby. What, what, where is it? What do I do? I was trying to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, it was, <laughs> I couldn't, my, my wife has not adjusted me doing the shopping and I come back and I'm like, oh, that was easy as shit. I just found all this shit. Like, she hates it. Cause I'm like, yeah, fucking shopping's easy. <laughs> I can so knock weird. that shit out of your product. <laughs> She's but like, did you get item X? Oh, did you get the deal? She wants to check no, my receipt no, to make sure the, I got all the coupons. Like, did oh, you get these? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, if I can score all the deals, it was fucking sweet. No problems. Perfect. Because she's always like, oh, was it stressful shopping? I'm like, no, no. it's a breeze. No, no there's no one in there. I'm like, I'm like, do you even work, bro? Like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but do you guys have the thing where there's like huge lines because they only let a certain amount of people in the stores at a time? No, we, yeah. we we've had some of that. You um, got to go at a certain time. Yeah. Don't go at like weird times. Well, guess what, Dave? I can only go at four in the afternoon. Oh, that's right. And that's if right. there's a line, then I'm standing in that fucking line. Right. That's weird. And you, to, you have to wear like, a little weird. Mask and and, and the no booze thing is just come on. <laughs> yeah, no booze right now. Crazy. No, no booze. Although, I mean, I mean, this is it's just Panama. This, you can buy this. Those. This is just us guys, people, right? We're just, this is just the three house. of us talking. Yes, no one else okay. is listening. This is the three okay, of us. Perfect. But yeah, you, I'm sure in Panama you can get booze. There's, there's ways. Yeah, <laughs> from, from talking to Evan last weekend. Yeah, there's ways to do stuff in Panama. Please, <laughs> like it's ridiculous for him to even pretend. <laughs> it's like a couple extra dollars will get some booze delivered right. in the fucking house. I'm sure. <laughs> and it's that yeah, good, that. that good undiluted. You'd shit. be like, I. That's right. In Panama, well, before, it's like, hey, I, like, I don't want to wipe my, I don't want to wipe my own ass because I don't want to get coronavirus. Can for five dollars, can someone wipe my ass, please? Coming to America, baby. Not a deal. Not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Although really before the quarantine, they did they before the no booze thing, they did have like, in like within the nicer parts of town, they did have like a happy hour on Fridays. So like they have like the motorcycle delivery guys go around and bring booze to your house. It's like that's pretty oh, cool. Okay, yeah, I, I yeah, but that. That's happening now, right? I mean, you you could get a delivery booze if you wanted it. I'm I'm sure, or yeah, you sure would never do that. No, I com- no comment. That was I a, know that you was would good never no do that. Well, well played. Yeah. 
Although I, I mean, I Jason just got a forty-five dollar haircut, so I think we're, we all know. <laughs> I got a fifty-dollar haircut. Fifty-dollar haircut with a tip. <laughs> oh, that's right. You tipped him? Did you tip the guy? I, you didn't I gotta, I gotta, t- I gotta take care of my guy. Don't, dude. I gotta take care of my guy. Gets like heart, hurts to take care of your guy. Dave, I he, look, I look good. He's his own business. Like, why would you tip him on top of yeah. the charge? Oh my god! Because he drove to my house and cut my hair. This is why beautiful. I ordered deep dish pizzas to I know. deliver to my house. Because yeah. it's like, ah, oh. we're di- we're different people. <laughs> but it's like it's it's even with the groceries. You order the groceries. It's fifteen bucks for the service fee, fifteen bucks for the for the whatever the tip for them. So then they get there and then they want to bring it up. I'm like. Put the groceries down. And they want to tell you, I'm like, you're not getting any more tip. Put the shit down on the porch. Get away. Like, it's like you already got fucking 30 bucks. We paid 30 bucks to have this shit delivered. So now I'm doing my own runs. Yeah. It's cheaper than just doing myself. So, Dave, you'll enjoy this. We bought pizza today because we were in the pool. I would have delivered it to your house for 40 bucks. I would drive it out there. What's it, six hours? I wouldn't even we, pay for gas. We paid the delivery fee and tipped the driver. And uh-huh. then after the transaction was completed, it said your pizza your pizza will be delivered in 70 minutes. Seven zero. Like, wow. I'm hungry now. That's yeah. why I'm ordering pizza. That's right. And so we called and we're like, can we just come fucking pick it up? You're a mile away. Right. Why is it going to take it? And he's like, yeah, if you want to just come get it it'll be ready in 15 minutes you're like now i want my delivery <laughs> but, but so aaron hung up and i was like yeah fuck it like well let's just pay them the the 15 in in delivery oh. fee and, and tip because it's 15 bucks because well your logic is i barely worked yesterday and i got a full paycheck <laughs> and i went in and it's, yeah. i it. barely work most of the time this is what i've said to my wife i said god right now in my career I'm working the least I've ever worked, and I'm making the most money I've ever made. I'm like, it doesn't make that's any how, sense. That's, that's how capitalism works. It's <laughs> insane. It's totally capitalism. I'm like, I love years it. ago, I said I was working my ass off, and we were struggling. And now yeah. it's like, yeah, back like, when I made eighteen dollars an hour, like, and and yeah. yeah, worked my ass off. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, I've had I've had some long weeks. To be fair. No, I've, yeah, of course. We've all worked very hard. <laughs> very yeah, the listeners out there, we're hard. And we're recording tonight for you. This is all work. Yeah. And we do hard this for software. free, by the way. Even Evan. Even Evan does this for free. That's oh, right. Yeah. No, That's I, right. I wouldn't want to take you guys' hard-earned for the smuggest, advanced after combat. The smuggest <laughs> podcast <laughs> out there. Podcast. All right, so you guys are doing this game. You're playing it together. Well, well hold, yeah. hold on. I got. I have one more booze coming. All right, first, so, I have to pee. Okay, good. I so I'm sorry. I'm going to be the guy that has to take the break. Right? Cool. So sorry. All right. Break time. Rap, 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 rap it up. I'm back. Jason's going to edit this, but you know, why not? We can just hang out here and sit here and talk. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm back. back. Right, I'm no, we're not going to edit it. Oh my god! So many beers sitting on my <sighs> table. It's good. So I think right now I'm at. I'm at least fourteen beers. So <laughs> be fine. Those are all three percent beers, right? Be okay. no. Yeah, they're not strong. None of them are strong. So, no, so. I know they're not strong. Manila's not strong, but it's like what, like five like percent. But, but I also try to explain to my wife. I'm like, I'm like, honey, I started drinking at like one thirty, so it was all paced out. Like, because she'll be like, "Are you serious to get another beer?" I'm like, "It's been like five hours." Like, 
like 10 beers in five hours that's two yeah. beers an hour that's, like that's, that's nothing not much yeah that's a, that's a secret the pacing mm-hmm. but I, I gotta say so i actually learned on advance from advanced after combat that vermouth should go in the fridge yes i didn't it know should. that it should, it should. Oh, that's, but, and, and that's the ultimate bitch move to pull the bar mitch and i do it all the time if you see them with the <laughs> yep. vermouth out I can start giving them shit about the vermouth. Yeah. I, I, How is that not refrigerated? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're acting like you're on bar rescue. You're like, this is fucking bullshit. Stop it. Turn that shit down. Close this shit down. So I, I, all, all of the new bottles of vermouth I, I have put in the fridge. But nice. Well played. I have a couple of bottles of vermouth that, you know, nope. they weren't in the fridge nope. for, for a long period of time. Ask I yourself, them. would you do it with a bottle of wine? And if you would... Then well, that's the thing. Wrong. They they weren't like vinegar. I mean, wine turns like vinegary, so it's like nah, I can't drink well, that. But, but they're, it's, they're it, fine. It's basically it's wine. Vermouth yeah. is wine, right? It's wine. So yeah, it's a fortified wine. But I mean, I smelled it. It smelled fine. I drank it because you know I don't have unlimited access to booze anymore. But, uh, hey, it's it tastes <laughs> it tastes that's right. reasonable. It, it's Panama's so I, I finest it. hour. You're there. It's Panama's <laughs> finest hour. You're there. I'm, rep- you I'm do representing. Everyone has to do what they can do. I'm representing. Do. That's right. Uh, God's beans. But from so now I, on, I found put it, my put that shit in the my, fridge. Uh, no, no, it, it all goes in the fridge. These are old bottles that I was like, well, I can't throw them away. I guess you bad. can. <laughs> drink. Don't drink. Don't drink. I, if, if I have a bottle in the fridge past four weeks, which doesn't, For <laughs> frankly, yeah. What kind of animal are you? Just throw it away. <laughs> past, yeah, no. It, once, once it gets a little I don't off, think I finish a bottle of vermouth in four weeks. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I don't think I go through vermouth that fast. I, I, I usually go through them in about two weeks. Oh. All right, I, I drink a lot of nicotine. I can't, I can't match that. I, I, I found my... Uh, I'm not bragging. That was I not. found my game title that I suggested for instead of on battles. It nice. was a piece of colored ribbon. That's good. That's a good title. And I no, said, yeah, I said it's abbreviated. I said you could abbreviate to APCR. And I said, because uh, the quote was, a soldier will fight long and hard for a piece of colored ribbon right. from Napoleon. Yep. And, yep. and I, said, oh, nice. I said, because the stories that we enjoy are ones where the the cavalry unit charges over the square yeah. and that leader leads them and then they break this other unit and then they ride back and the guy gets his head shot off by a cannonball. I'm like, those are the great stories. And these guys are like, yeah, but would that ever happen that a square could be over? I'm just like, oh, Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. So that rejected although, me. APCR does, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a type of armor-piercing ammunition. That's why I like the name. That's why they're so good. Because it, it's kind of hard to find Napoleonic snappy name game because it's always like column, line, and square. Like, they're all taken. Every let's, let's, can... We're going to trademark a piece of colored ribbon. So. I think we should trademark it. Because that's... because that's that's some bullshit that, like, uh, what, what's the what's oh, what's the magazine game company? Yeah. Or, or, or uh, does Decision Games? I'm thinking Against the Odds. I don't even know if they still... That's Decision Games, does it yeah. Against the Odds, right? Yeah. Uh, no, they do. No, they do the other ones. Dude, you're I, the magazine game guy. I know. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> whatever it is, that sounds like something they would they would take. Basically, when you tell me magazine game, I'm like, oh, a game yep. that they had like tuned out a, tuned a out. month of the design and just dropped it in there. Yeah, I don't want to play that. <laughs> yeah, like, like, hey, I just made some shit real quick I've, in 30 days. I want to sell it to you. You're yeah. like, oh, magazine. Game, okay, I'll buy okay. It. Yeah, I have a nice but it's on some discussion. obscure hipster topic that you've never right. even heard of. That's right. right. That's right. 
or it's way or it's way and i'm like okay take my money that's (laughs) the second boomer war it's a bad it's a bad relationship This time it'll be it'll be different. This time I promise, I promise. But I think APCR is the way to go. Piece of colored ribbon. So I thought that was good, and there it was like right away. I was like, nope, I'm done because on (laughs) on (laughs) battles, on battles. Like, so how do you name the games? Like, he's like, well, it would just be the name of the the battle, like Waterloo or whatever. Like, okay. So would it be on Waterloo or would it be on (laughs) Battles Waterloo? Dude, once they started getting, it was clear. (laughs) It was clear what kind of climate it was. Or Waterloo on Battles. Like on Waterloo is not a bad title. What what about on Waterloo Battles? No. Or on Battles is Waterloo. No, I feel like if I mean on Waterloo is a good title. If you have this conversation, you already understand that that's what it's talking about. But if you haven't had this conversation, like on like on top of Waterloo, like I'm jumping on. How about about on battles (laughs) does Waterloo? (laughs) Oh, I've seen I've seen that X-rated video. Or what about on Waterloo second breakfasts? Is that this is a different thing? I like second (laughs) breakfasts. You're speaking Hobbit language now. But I thought, because I, I was really like, seriously, the game cannot possibly be named fucking on battles. Like, it is the worst fucking name I've ever it's heard. It's awful. It doesn't tell you anything about the Napoleonic period. Like, when you see on battles, you don't think like, oh, that's about Napoleonics. No, it could be about any battle. Like, is that what it's about? No. So, but as I started posting stuff, then guys got angry. And I was drunk. So then I'm like, well, I'm not going to participate <laughs> in this form anymore. It sounds like a Philip Saban book. Mm-hmm. Like oh, on, yeah. you know what I mean? Like just right. dry academic on right. battles, well, or, John, it, or John Keegan. It's meant to come from Klaus Fitz, like on war. Mm, yeah, so fuck. On ba- and then but like, it's not on war; it's on battles. But then I'm like, I think you're getting too clever for yourself. But that's fine. Don't be cute. And we are trademaker and APCR, so you can't take it back. That's it's right. Trademark, game. trademark. That'll be our, that'll be our competitive game that we're going to launch against you, whoever you are. That will develop. That's right. Pro- no. Properly. Eventually. Mm-hmm. After I build a house. <laughs> Yourself. With a sledgehammer. That's right. Oh, the good news is foundation's still good. That's what Kelly nice. told me. He goes, the biggest problem is you use the foundation. He goes, we didn't find any ground rocks. So you guys are set on that. I'm like, are we building a house with you? Like, like have we agreed to anything at this point? <laughs> You're so, under contract. That's misery that's contract. How, it tend that's, to buy. How, that's how they get you. Well, the, the, he did the thing where he did a house is going to be financed. And I'm like, well, you're already building the house. So you're fucking paying for it. And I'm like, the idea is because they, they want to get the builders want to get you in this thing where they're like, are you looking to do a construction loan? Or I'm like, uh, hold on. You already told me you already did the foundation and you guys were like framing it. So we'll buy the house. So you. you're building it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, let's be clear, Carrie. Ter- like you were already building it. Like we'll buy it from you at the end. Like, like when there's a house, like, <laughs> it, it was just a weird kind of thing. And I, I think you could tell by the silence. He's like, okay. So I don't think that's going to be, because I, the idea is you usually put like 1% down for intent to buy Oof. and then half of options that you're upgrading. So, We'll, we'll be fine. We'll be okay. Yeah. And you'll make money out in your house. Oh, yeah. We're going to make money out of our place. So, nice. I mean, that's the problem I have. I have to get my wife. I realize this. I wanted a lake house. Uh, that's not going to happen because any lake house I buy is going to be like needing renovating. Uh, 
And Monica, like our house yeah, here, she, she deserves the best. Well, our house here is nice. Yeah. It's big, ten foot ceilings, like views and everything. So she's used to this. So uh, if I tried to get a house that we're going to try to renovate, that's not going to go well in the long run. So, so in the end, it's better to give her a big house that she likes, that's completely finished, nice, and. Uh, she can watch deer, yeah. it's, deer come it's, in and eat in the it's backyard. It's cheaper in the long run. Yeah. yeah. We just can't see the lake. Eh. Lake. You're not going to get a boat anyway. Dude, most people I talk to live out there like, dude, I haven't been in the lake in fucking 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Right? Because it's all that. the tourists. And there's mosquitoes and shit. Mis- no, it's all the tourists. All the yeah. tourists do the lake show. Yeah. They're all like, like oh, I can go on a lake tourists. anytime. Why would I yeah. go on that day? They're like, the tourists are the worst. They hate them. All right. All right, boys. So, uh, so besides this Vietnam game, Evan, what have you been playing? Would you like to talk about? Uh, not too much. I mean, it's mostly been that. Uh, I have OCS Korea set up on the table. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I'm tr- I I don't have space for the campaign, but it's kind of cool. OCS Korea has a bunch of games that are like partial campaigns that. That's that right. you can put just on two maps. Like and it's got some good maps. supply issues. It's a good supply game. <laughs> well, I don't know. People talk about the supply <laughs> thing in OCS, but it's... It, but kind like, of... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, well, they've they got do. the little porters. How can they they've got the little like, they guys who have porters. to carry the shit. No donkeys, though. That's sad. But, I mean, I think the uh, the way that OCS handles like the modes with... Move mode and reserve mode and that kind of thing. It's cool. Is, yeah, underrated. So I mean, yeah. it's the it's like the Ridgeway fights for duels for Korea or whatever the scenario and, is. And, and surprise, surprise is a little bit much. I'm not clear on. I'm not positive on how I feel about surprise. Yeah, um, it's pretty strong. You know, it's it's a big swing. Um, yeah. And it can I, really fuck you up. Like, like even if you have a good AR and you just do badly on surprise, it can really fuck you up. So it can it can be irritating. I mean, I yeah. think it's probably one of those things where a big well, like in a you know a fifty or a hundred turn game like Korea, it probably right. evens out. So it's not a big right. deal. But and if you're it, it's always a, a good idea. Game, it's a little iffy. If you're going to attack a guy in Korea, you probably want him to be disorganized. Yes. Right. Yeah. So yeah. just to be safe. That's a good tip. Because minus, minus one action rating and then halved on offense. So. Yeah. I find, I mean, eh, I find it's hard to play the communists in Korea, but I, I don't know. The, the best I've come up with just playing solo, which of course is always well, the a little, part for a little me iffy. With, with the communists is trying to figure out their supply. Like trying to work out the best way to keep them supplied. Well, because they require a lot, because they're like attacking with huge divisions, and right. you know, if your divisions are tons CG of steps. or right. yeah, exactly, exactly, it's very expensive. But I think like the best I've figured out, and again, it's souls, it's a little, it's a little weird. But if you keep, if you keep your, uh, like some of your divisions back from the front line, and in reserve, then you can avoid. Uh, some of the UN, yeah, UN, not capitalists now. Now we're talking about Korea, not Vietnam. Exactly. So you yeah. can avoid because because then they're not spotted or like the barrages are not spotted. That's right. And then That's you can right. go in reserve mode and then attack in the reserve in that phase. And I, I don't I don't know. I mean, playing well, that's good. Itself, I think that's a that's a good yeah, pickup. It's an idea. Yeah. I mean, it's worth. I think it's worth exploring because it kind of. I don't. I don't think I had realized issues. that one. So uh, you've given me a gift there. 
So we have tried. We've done the. Uh, <laughs> this podcast has been worth it because Dave now has a new us. Yes. No, we we've, we've done the reservoir fighting quite a bit. Like Pete and I have messed around with the reservoir stuff. The Joseon reservoir. Yeah, that's a fun yeah. one. I, I tried to play my play my brother in that scenario. Dude, it's brutal. He was not a war gamer. Yeah, that's right. That you cannot. Be <laughs> that's, uh, that's not Twilight struggle. <laughs> war made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's it's brutal on both sides. A lot of hard lessons will be taught <laughs> during that scenario. <laughs> well, I mean. As, even as he figured out as a non-war gamer, he didn't even understand the rules. I mean, if you just retreat as the UN, it seems pretty easy. But maybe I'm, <laughs> am I totally missing? Am I totally missing something? No, the UN should retreat. But then you're also giving up ground that would be hard fought for the right. North Koreans. So, because and you, and, and they're yeah, not paying the supply, right? Right. You should be, walk through. Yeah, you yeah, should be okay. costing them supply for that tough terrain. Yeah, I I play that scenario again for sure. No, it's good. I think it's actually really good. So it's a great game. And the best thing about that one is the campaign where the Chinese can kind of yeah. secretly specter in, yeah, phase yeah. By filter phase in by phase yeah. until they're all around you, and that's awesome. Dave, how did how far did you make it into your, into your campaign? Which one? Well, I don't know. You posted some photo where you you're playing a solo campaign. Oh yeah, or... I, so I did. I, that was opening. I did opening Korea. Uh, okay. We probably got like. We mean me and me, left-handed, right hand, <laughs> me and the stranger. I was curious. Uh, we probably got through like seven turns, but the North Koreans were doing a pretty good job of disrupting and coming around. So who knows what would have happened? But yeah. then I picked it up, and, and you know, eventually, like the the idea is with me. If I haven't been drawn back to it, then I'm picking it up and I'm putting something else down. Right. So yeah. Fair enough. For for yeah. solo play, you you want to play games that get you really excited late at night when everyone else is asleep. That's and if what a she game said. is, if it, that's, that's right. did she say <laughs> nice. that? My wife. Is <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, if if it's a one where you're like kind of like uh, then that's the time for me to probably pack it up and just try something else, and maybe you'll get read a book and get an urge to throw it back down. Because there are yeah. games that I've I've had too long on the table. Yeah, I mean that's one. That's kind of my fear is I've I've taken like a week to set this up just because you know there's a lot of different bits and pieces to set up, and I'm like, ah, this is a 51 turn scenario. Am I really going to get through it? I get and it. I like, oh. But like, I also what? feel like it's like I gotta try. I gotta try. Well, I've got enemy action our den. I set it up, and I'm like, nice. And I'm like, I'm looking at it like, mm. do it, do it. No, it's totally. I'm like, it. or I could play it's a not as bad as it two looks. on Steam. It's not for as bad as it looks, hours. Dave. I promise. No, I, I'm sure it is great. Um, I need to get it going. I've got it all set up. I'm ready to go. Yeah. But okay. I, so I am just yeah staring at it. So enemy action Ardennes, I actually thought of Arden. I actually thought about reviewing, but it's been too long since I've played it. But I think it's a game where yeah. Tell me you, about it. I'm interested. Tell me about okay. it. Okay. Well, how I'm playing the German anything. solo. I'm on German solo. Yeah, yeah. That's the way to start for sure. Ah, dude, it's I don't know. It's so good. So. I haven't played too many, I mean, I'm a new war gamer. I haven't played too many card-driven games. And card-driven games solo aren't, like, the greatest, so maybe I'm not the best person to ask. But this is straight Butterfield. This is Butterfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's a masterpiece. Guild, think, guild think, favorite. Yeah. Well, is it? I know. Uh, no. Oh, him. I think it is. Him. <laughs> Some, oh, but as, as, as a person. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I think I got this in a, a, a white duck. Nice. Good call. But yeah, no, I think I think it's a game that it requires a big investment up front, and so maybe you're gonna get turned off by that. But how dare you? How dare yeah, you? 
Well, <laughs> we, we talked about this earlier. Dave and I both like commitment. I read, I read all the rules. Dude, I'm ready to play. I have it all set up. Oh, there you go. I mean, it's not a game that has a lot of errata. There are some errata that you should have, but it's not like a ton of errata, but it is a game that requires like you have to be very precise in the rules. I mean, so my understanding is John Butterfield works at like Facebook for their, you know, UX department. I mean, it's very much a programmer game. Like you, but you don't have to be into programming or into math to appreciate it. Because, it, but it's just if you just follow very, very closely how things work out, then it all sorts of all sort of works out. And I, like, so I've played Fire and Lake Solo, which I don't know. I don't know if I like it or not, since it's, it was a solo play. But I was like with bots. Super... You had the bots doing it. No, I just played all four sides just to try and learn the game, and I, That's I didn't good. love it. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, but... Fire in the Lake. When people are talking shit, that is the way to play. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I, it, I it really different. shines live. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally believe it. So I still, I, I still I, think Falling Sky is better, but I will. I like that's Fire what Light. I hear. Yeah, that's what they say for the killing, just for the fighting. Murder is good, but I think uh, so. But for example, Enemy Action or Dan, I'm like, oh, this is a CDG, and this is great. Like it, it, like the I guess the difference is that the options feel like the mutual exclusivity of the options feels much more reasonable. Like you have to pick which formation to activate and which aspect of the formation sure. to activate with okay. the cards and which feels cool. And for some reason to me anyways, in an operational game, like, I, like a literally game. Evan, I've had it set up and I'm looking at like, okay, I think I wanna try I to want, fix a bridge. I was like, this what, is, but I want like, to I'm, want I'm, to play this day. I'm, like, I, I I I'm like, I have my first card and then I think at, at, at some point, the, the, the basic way that I do it usually is play it all the way through, make mistakes, and then later on read the rules and figure out what you did wrong, right? Just start playing. That's basically that's, the rule. I think that's fine. For, for most of these games, game. the rule is just start playing the fucking game. And Because if you try to be precise about everything you're trying to do, it, it, it's not fun. So just play it. And once you play through it, you'll realize, oh, this was, I did this wrong or I did that wrong. Uh, and so that's kind of my problem because the first thing they're like, "Well, is there a bridge blown?" I'm like, "Well, shit, there is a bridge blown." I'm like, do you have a card that allows you to fix a bridge? I'm like, "Well, shit, let me go through." <laughs> so I immediately start slowing down, and of course, that's not a card I would play because I don't own both sides of the bridge. So then I'm like, "Ah, fuck, I'm gonna go do something else." So I just go yeah, back. Uh, I, no, I, I got you. No, there's, I mean, I just saw like a thread on the. Solitaire War Game Facebook page or whatever, where someone's talking about how they're like, I know people really love this game, but I don't like it. I totally get it. Like, I'm not, you know, that, but I feel like in your case, Dave, you, if you would break through that barrier of like, I, you know, you get a accumulate enough momentum understanding the rules where you don't have to look up so much I shit. I get that it. You, yeah, yeah. But the but shits I, turn I, me I off a little bit already. The fact that there's a ah, shit cup. Don't don't be don't. I'm don't already kind of turned uh, off by that's that. The best. Like, that's good that's stuff. That's the best part. That's good I'm, stuff. I already don't like that, so I'm like, but it's fine. I'm gonna do it. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna promise you guys. I'm gonna play <laughs> four turns of that game. Wow. Nice. This weekend. Ooh, All right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and let's see what oh. else do I have to do tomorrow. Uh, oh, you know, I'm like, good news is Most I got all my gardening one. done this morning. Good good oh, me too. What'd you do? We uh, planted uh, cherry tomatoes, basil, mm. nice. uh, and uh, cucumbers. Nice. Trellises and planted flowers in the front. Made the children Bring the help. bees. Made the children help, which was like 5,000 times the work. 
forcing <laughs> them to actually do something. Yeah, it's never worth it. My kids are fucking retarded. Yeah, it's like never worth it. When it comes to it. physical effort, they're the worst. They're, Wait, they're so you're just... saying that going from three to twelve, it's basically the same thing the whole the whole way through? Dude, uh, it's it's awful basically until they're seventeen. Yeah, and you, don't have to, and you don't have to deal with them, right? Right, <laughs> right. right now, once they're, they're self-sufficient. No, yeah. when they're at three, they're cute. Like we we played back <laughs> videos of them, and they were fucking adorable. But they're oh, awful. They were once they hit teenage years, like twelve to fifteen, they're the fucking worst. Like, ah, oh, dude, they're so bad. Yeah, that's what that's what my brother in law. They want to argue, I guess. argue yeah. over everything. Like they'll take care of their shit from like you know once they get to a certain age like maybe six or seven then they'll start like picking up their shit but then once they get to teenagers then it drops back off again and you have to start picking up their shit again. Oh no, they'll come down. The, the and these are girls. I thought girls were going to be like really clean. No daughter comes down oh, no. like no. I'm like I'm like did you brush your teeth? No. She looks at me and she's like no. I'm like and I have to be like thanks for being honest with me. Go brush yeah. your teeth. And then so, she's like, and I'm like, are you wearing a cami? She's like, no. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, how, I mean, how many fucking times? There's, this is our house. Wear, brush your teeth. If you, if you have a retainer, wear it. Because uh, I'm paying fucking a lot of money for your teeth. Uh, brush your hair. Put deodorant on. Make your bed. Raise your blinds so you get some sunshine in. That's it. That's all you have to fucking stuff. do. Yeah. Every day. Every fucking day. I don't think my daughter brushed her teeth for the first three years of high oh school. Oh my god, Dana. And it was like, you have a boyfriend. Between you brush and all your teeth. Between you <laughs> and all this, Jason. I have I've been tempted to text so many times, like, how did you guys do it? Because August got two teenage mm-hmm. two teenage girls. I'm like But he he would be like, Yeah, I caught my my daughter TP in the houses out in Dallas and like she Oh, that's classic. And she did that's something good. like she put on Facebook. So she had tickets to some concert. Uh, he's like, yeah, I already sold them on, on StubHub. <laughs> <laughs> so the old dude was fucking hardcore. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm like, dude, I don't like my kids. They're That's terrible rough. people. That's rough. Yeah. 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 I, I we're, we're around it. My daughter's 18. She has a dorm room lined up. Oh. I'm, I'm excited. Can't wait. You're just I'm the, excited. The, the relief. And, and we're, yeah. we're, I, I think we're relatively hardcore. Like we're when I'm like. Hey, would you like some more food? And my daughter's like, I'm good. I'm like, mm. I'm sorry. Excuse me? Is that what you say? <laughs> yeah. No, I think the word is no thank you. No, thank you. Like, yeah. like I'm good. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm good, thank you. And, and that's when the you do rolling, the, the uh, eye rolling uh, and all the... Oh Jesus. Yeah. yeah. My my I, my I, main I, weapon as a dad is the 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 flick the the finger fl- like I flick oh. my 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 middle finger on the back of their head or their forehead oh oh I'm not allowed to do that anymore I got in oh, trouble for nope. doing that the other day and I, I like to hear it echo like funk and just I I flicked the I flicked the the earlobe yeah. the other day and oh, I got in trouble good you're That's being a good mean one. I'm like no, no I'm punishing fuck you yeah I'm like I'm literally punishing you you're being a shit stop to what age is that Oh, I, I did it until so for my daughter. We can do it until they're adults. Right? I was I was really hard. I was really hard <laughs> on my daughter uh, until she was probably fourteen. Yeah, and then I and then she was shitty through thirteen, and then it got better, and then it got worse for a little bit. But now it's now. It's are fine. you allowed to tell them stuff like you are the worst? I, I, <laughs> yes, dude. 
I am not. I am not allowed to say that. I say that to the fucking dog, and I get scolded for saying that to the dog. <laughs> so I'm not going to be able to say that. Well, if you have a Panamanian wife, you're in trouble because there's going to be a cold. Yeah, there's a my, there's a fiery temp. temp my my temper wife there. is Irish Catholic, and she was oh, abused God, by the God best. Bless. So it's like she gets yeah, angry or quicker. Like I'll be like, uh, hey, you guys are on your own on this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be like, I'm, I'm not sorry. getting involved. I'm sorry, you're, I'm sorry, you're dead right now. There'll, there'll be an all-girl brawl. I'm like, I'm. You guys are on your own. I'll call paramedics. I'll, I'll be upstairs. Yeah. Well, that, that's being all girls. I'm really so. I wanted a boy for the first one, but then when it turned out to be a girl, like we have a great. I have a lot yeah. of fun with her. She, yeah. She's a good kid. Yeah. I'm, so I was happy. How, how, old, how old are your daughters? Yeah. How old are well, your daughters? So, so she's three and a half. And then I have, but that's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm happy that the next one's a boy because, you know, the mom, the dog is a girl, the daughter's a girl. I think it would have been another, yeah. yeah, it would have been, yeah, it would have been rough. So it's probably, probably the best. I'm going to give you some, some pro tip advice. Stop oh, there. Stop there. <laughs> yeah. Two, yeah. two is yeah, a th- great thanks. number. You have a boy, you have a girl and a boy. <laughs> Stop. You've, you've uh, both think... replaced yourself in, in the food chain. <laughs> nice. Just stop there. I think, I think everyone's everyone's in agreement on this. Yeah, no, yeah, topic, so you, no, you pro, won't, no problem. You won't have conversations like I did with my my twelve year old who a week after her birthday, where we bought her a cell phone and we bought her a Chromebook for the coronavirus and everything. And so then I'm like, "Hey, did you put deodorant on?" And she's like, "No." So she's going upstairs. I'm like, "Hey, you know, we have expectations for you." She go, turns to me and goes, "Are you in a mood?" Oh, oh my. <laughs> And I was like, "Excuse me." And she goes, oh, so "She goes, because you're being really aggressive." So I'm not sure. Are you in some kind of mood or something? I'm like, "Oh, I am okay. fucking about to chase you up the fucking stairs and just beat be your ass." I'm like, "I'm like, have you seen? Have you ever seen a body blow?" I'm like, "Have you ever seen the body blow? Body blow, body blow." <laughs> I okay. So if I go to sleep at night and I did not physically strike one of my children, I'm like, good job, Dad. Yes, yes. Sleep sound. Sleep sound, young him. prince. Yeah. yeah. I look at my kids and I think, I've, I've shot at people. I know. How <laughs> I know. dare you? How fucking dare you? No, I love mm. when they tell me I'm mean. They're like, oh, Daddy was yeah. mean. He flicked me in the ear. Right. Because, because I was because lying I was five times in a row when he could see that I was lying because there was a reflection in the mirror of my fucking computer screen. <laughs> it's, a, okay. it's amazing that we have children. So so here's, uh, so here's the thing. If I were to move back to the States, this is a, a legitimate issue, not just like a made-up one. Pick a, pick a state where child abuse is understood and, it, it and accommodated. Yeah. yeah. Do you think I really want to live in Alabama? Come on. I mean, No. The, no that's one, not no the only one. one. It's not the no only one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think California counts. But I mean, but speaking seriously, I mean, this is something I struggle with because I obviously don't live in the States. So, I mean, I, I visit, but it's not the same. So some of the cultural issues... All the things we're talking about, I don't know. I mean, some of the things we're talking about are just normal teenager shit, but in respect to other things. These are your kids talking about it? No. Well, yeah. I mean, partly like kids growing up and just, I mean, let's not get, it's one sixteen in the morning here, but let's not get into politics. But I mean, just like the extremism on both sides of the aisle in the States mm-hmm. and, and just, and just, yeah, the way that both of those sides affect 
I, I think when you get into actual smaller communities, people don't really don't, care about matter. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. just shit. But I mean, but even, but even just things like, you know, the cancel culture and that sort of thing, like you can't say anything. Yeah. yeah that's, that's online. That, I, I think that's less in actual real life stuff. It's a, and it's a big, Not Twitter. that's a big Twitter. Yeah. Thing. It's a big Twitter. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. It, it, um, okay. So, so I, I have, an 18 year old daughter and so she got through a lot of that and there was some online bullying and 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 bullshit like that 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 we you know squashed like they're you know just boys being dumb shits and and mean girl kind of fucking dumb shit but that that kind of and also it's it's very easy whatever it is it's very easy in a text to also misunderstand what someone's trying to say yeah i'm yeah this was like it can be that that. or it can be the other stuff too right but yeah, I think I think that culture is is mostly online. It, it's not in actual real life. So okay. I, yeah, yeah. So what you, you're saying if is you, if you don't have a Twitter, account, I'm not. I, no, I'm not better. saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's that's, that's, that's all I'm that's, hearing. That's not a big concern. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but that is good to know. I think you should move to Osage Beach, Missouri. You'll be fine. Or Dallas, Texas. Is great. that where you're heading, Dallas? I, I yeah I, I like Dallas a lot. Good, don't fuck it up for everybody who lives there. No, <laughs> why would they don't, I... need, they don't need your weird politics getting involved? They want you to make sure you better better you like it the way it is, then keep it the way it is. No, keep that's Dallas right. Straight. Yeah, yeah. No, Dallas is cool. Jason, if you don't fucking open carry a handgun in Dallas, you just you know just, I, just turn around right now and don't go there. I think I think the gun laws in Arizona might be looser than the gun laws in Arizona. That is in, in Texas. Good That's probably yeah. Yeah. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Missouri's really loose. Yeah. So Missouri literally passed a law that said if you don't agree, if we, if cities don't allow you to carry guns. This law overpowers their law, so you can carry guns. Yeah. yeah, I think we have something similar that the state law overrides any state. Yeah, because St. Louis was like, "Well, we don't know if we want people carrying guns." So then the Missouri legislature is like, "Oh, well, let's just pass another yeah, law that you. says you yeah. can't." Yeah. Yeah. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> Dave, what are you playing? Yeah, that's I am talk playing Federation of the Empire Boys. Hell yeah, you are. <laughs> And in two years, you might be done. Dude, I don't think so. I, I don't think I do. There's I no think... end to this game. It's the best so. game. So good. I love so, how much you guys are playing this. So, uh, so I'll, I'm gonna. I try to give like kind of. I, t- a I tell rundown. Aaron that you guys are still playing. Like I have no idea what you're doing. I'm not in, but I just love the fact that you, Ralph, and C Rack are. Playing I try. This I try to put maps up sometimes. So basically, what's going on now is uh, the Klingons and the the Lyrans who. From my perspective, are the good guys. Klingons, everyone knows from watching Star Trek, clearly the good guys on those episodes. Oh yes, clearly. And uh, they're at, at friends. least in the uh, original series. Yeah, they're Lyran friends who are small cats, like kind of like Sphinx, like not Sphinx. What's the Lynxes? Lynxes, yeah. Right. So like small cats, S- sexy cats, more towards the cute cat category, right? Uh, so they have basically shoved the hydrants out of hydrant space. Hydrants are gross methane eating like tripod type creatures disgusting no one wants them around no one likes methane so we've driven them out uh so now basically the lyrans and the klingons the good guys are facing uh two major opponents the zin who are larger cats like think about mean aggressive 
probably racist. Who knows? No one's ever talked to them, but I'm sure they're terrible. I'm just, I'm not saying they're racist. Transphobic, I'm just asking questions. Transphobic, probably yeah. sexist. Right. No, you uh, you giant tiger not, people. Not convincing me that the whole cancel culture thing's not a thing. Right. Zin, Zin are bad. No, as long as you settle south of the Mason-Dixon line, you're fine. Well, Zin can only settle <laughs> wow. south of the Mason-Dixon line. Wow. Let, let's bring the Mason-Dixon line back. Can we do that? Pound? Uh, bring back the Mason Dixon line. Uh, yeah, but what are you going to do in the Western United States? It'll go straight across. Oh, okay. Mormons I... divided. <laughs> they're yeah, as long as all about that. They're, as long they're as, never divided. As long as it doesn't go through Salt Lake City, they're <laughs> those fine. Are, those are my people. <laughs> right. oh, do, you, do you guys know about the Mennonite groups in Mexico? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and there's there's Mormons down there too. I'm sorry, you're talking about Mexico, Missouri, or Mexico. <laughs> Because on this no, podcast, you have to be specific. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Fair enough. Because Mexico, sorry. Missouri is a very important town in the United States of America. To yeah, one, I'm to one very about... important podcasting family. Hey, Evan, uh, I'm sorry. I, I was talking about the Federation Empire game. Can I, can I carry on with that? Or, Wait, or do you want to interrupt me? Is this a wargaming podcast? It is. So, anyway, oh, so, so back to the wargaming. So back to Star Trek. And it's been an empire working. By the way, I've seen like four episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> like, I played this game for two years. I have almost never watched any of this podcast. Oh my God. I've never seen any Star Trek episodes. Oh my God. My daughter wow, actually impressive. likes the original season. So she makes me sometimes How? watch them. Dude, they're, they're not dude, great. The cheese, no. the cheese. It's Jason, the Jason, cheese is you're underestimating them. Fucking Kirk is great. Like Shatner is really good. And uh, Spock is great too. Okay. They, they are they're actually good. Like the first season is not like if you just appreciate him for so who back he to the is, game. Back to the game. Right. Anyway, yeah, Zen, who, the Zen I, I've and seen who. this. All right, I've seen so the show on, on VHS. And I'm sorry. Kid. I'm sorry, Evan. And I'll, we... I'll, wait, I'll wait till you're done with your exposition. Are you sure? Yeah. I, okay. Go. Okay. I'll let you do your exposition and then I'll finish. Okay. I'll expose I'll expose myself. Don't worry. I mean, I've seen the original <laughs> series on VHS as a kid, and I still have like inside jokes with my siblings about the cheesiness of the of the original. Oh series. no, it's it's cheesy, but the acting. Oh, okay. When you actually well, compare it to what much. the acting was at the time, like compare Shatner to how guys acted on TV series comparable to him, mm-hmm. uh, he is really good. Okay, nice. Maybe that's okay. that's a weird standard, but I actually no, think no, he does no, a, no, good a good job. No, no, that's a good He's analysis. very like entertaining. That. He's very entertaining to watch. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, no. there's, no, there's episodes good. They're good. where he's playing him and himself also. <laughs> that's, that's actually a, an evil version of himself. Like nice. the TV series, we're not making guys do shit like this back then. Not making them stretch the. He, he was competing with like Gunsmoke, like Gunsmoke. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, no. I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. I, yeah. All right. So, so anyway. the Zin and somebody else. So back to what I was talking about—the important stuff. So the Zin. So it's basically the Klingons and the Lyrans going now head on against the uh, Zin, who. A few turns ago, the Klingons really tried to do a hard attack on their capital system, and it failed. And we lost many ships; many people died. And the Federation, so the Federation Zen against Lyrans and Klingons. On the other side of the Federation, it's the Romulans, led by Sirak, our favorite Polak. I can say that because it's the word for Polish person. Um, so, our favorite Polak I, I, is fighting. I, I, I was texting Dave recently. I, I love C-Rack so much. 
He's the best. He's so good. He's the best. He told me I I I feel like he gave me permission to call him Pollock. Mm. You got you got you got the Pollock card. It's not a bad word. You got the Pollock card. Wasn't it, was it implied or it's it's their word for Polish people. It's like the it's the dumbest slur. It's like whatever. Anyway, so anyway, so our favorite Pollock is fighting against <laughs> uh, the Gorn and the Federation on his side. And by the way, Sirax is great because. There's a litany of complaints, and he's always complaining about his lot in life and why <laughs> the Romulans have so many problems. <laughs> but he's actually doing pretty well. He actually fought off pretty much the Gorn. The Gorn tried to come back and invade him, and I think he really defended himself well against the Empire. The, the Federation, who is the Empire, they're the bad guys. Um, Federation tried to come in and invade the Romulans. The Romulans pushed them back. So for the future, fuck the Gorn. Basically, we saw some in this term. We saw some major Federation fleets come in and try to destroy bases that the Klingons had built. Obviously, these bases were meant to distribute first aid and uh, economic Food. assistance to the locals. But no, the Federation attacked, assuming that they had some kind of more dire or sinister purpose. Um. So eventually they did destroy the bases we tried to build in Federation space. Um, but we inflicted terrible casualties on the Federation enemy. So that was good. Worked out really well. So so if we're talking from a tactical perspective, oh, he's going to nerd me out. <laughs> Someone's nerd me out. So if I had to speak from a tactical perspective, as we've been playing this game, so the idea is... Uh, this is something I learned tactically in the game as we played. So we've got these fleets and we've got these gigantic fleets that are fighting. But the, the truth is the only ships that can actually fight in a battle in the Federation Empire is the ships that are in your battle force. So you choose a flagship. Hopefully that flagship has a 10 command capability, which is the highest. And then that lets five more ships be part of the battle force. So even if you have 100 ships, the most ships that can be in your battle force are the ships that are in your battle force. The, the most ships that can be in the battle force are the ships that are under that command capability. So I could have 100 like, ships in my fleet, but only 10 are going to fight plus the flagship at one time. It's a command capability divided by two or something like that? No, it's, but it basically the, the flagship has a 10. That means it can put 10 ships in the battle force. So oh, then you okay. add up. You said the, five before. Okay. I'm going I'm to be misspoken, but that means you can add up the, the offensive capability, all 10 of those ships and the flagship and any ships that maybe you can use from your back line. And then that, that gives you the total amount of combat potential you can use against the enemy. But the cool thing is, I learned that uh, there are certain carrier groups that I was using that maybe should not be like normally a carrier group can have a certain number of escorts. And that the problem is its size, because if you max, I was maxing out the carry group. So if I had a C7V, which was a big, or D7V, which was a big carrier group, I would put two heavy escorts and a light escort with it. But that's a that's four, so that takes up big spots. I learned that maybe I should trim that down and make it a smaller carry group, and uh, that way you can fit more easily to battle forces when I need to squeeze it in there. So it was good. We had fun. That That's probably doesn't sound fun. Probably doesn't sound fun. No. But, but I mean, we've been playing it for two years. If, so if you're a Fed and Empire guy, that was fucking delicious. <laughs> you just fucking devoured it. If you plan two years, yeah, it's fucking fun. Yeah. But yeah, the, the point is, 
even when you look back on when we started and now it's like it's evolved so much and and we're next turn we're actually hitting uh wartime exhaustion so my economic production is going to drop to 75 percent no because then the do you click, come out of that or do you have to wait till the you have to you have to Big piece, not fight for. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to not fight for a certain number of years. And, and are you not going to not? Oh, fight for years? No. oh no! Oh no! Push. This is a war game. We we're within striking range of Earth. We're, we're hanging in there. So nice. So, so, so not all jokes aside. How long do you estimate the game could go, or should go, or would go? Years. <laughs> so you got you got a couple more years in the game. Like a, like a big a big combat turn can take for us. We play we play every Friday, uh-huh, so a big yeah. combat turn for us can take two Fridays probably. Uh, so wow. generally we try to do yeah. the other stuff off, but we might have in in the the galaxy that we're fighting in we might have 35, 40 battles we have to resolve. Wow. So we'll, we'll you know it's usually, cool. it's usually two sessions for all the battles and then all the other movement retrograde so all that stuff we try to do offline so we can right. cuz it doesn't matter but so so as a non Star Trek fan Dave what I, and what I, that's attra- me I'm not a Star Trek You're right fan yeah so what attracts you like I mean I the, like figuring the, out the game cool is incredible. Is like if, when you look at Vietnam, right? Vietnam 65 to 75, the beauty of the uh-huh. game is the tactical game, how cool it is, and how well it coordinates with the strategic game. That's uh, really and they when, both interact with each other. That's really when you you okay. get you like get the so many stars like view. And we like, I get it, but this game's great. Um because you guys started is, playing Starfire, right? And then you switched over Star, to Fed Empire. Starfire is great too for tactical, but this game is like like you fight battles in the beginning of the war and later on you understand like oh we we we're still learning lessons as we're fighting uh and and the and the economy and the technology you're basically fighting it's basically like world war 1 fought 2000 years ahead right so you, you're learning all this technology is being developed and suddenly new technologies are popping up and then you're like, oh, we can now develop these kinds of ships and we didn't have those before. And like there were there were times where we we're like, you have light escorts, we're fighting with big ships and you're like, these fucking little ships, like why the fuck even have them? Because they don't fight. Now we realize those ships can be raiding the other guy's provinces. So so it's, it's uh, you really, the game has, our, our gameplay I think has evolved on a high level so yeah that's pretty cool i mean i, I guess i i i enjoy i prefer to like get a game down pretty well before i really get into it but, this but i guess is, I, I, like that you just couldn't like well, you have to get to that this, point the entry point for this game there. is like 80 bucks right you buy federation empire you have it okay so i mean we're, we're not playing with any no but i mean i don't know rules like that are outside the actual well chris right? chris popped in like c-rack C-Rack was like, I, I, when, the, when the Romulans were going to come in, I told Ralph, I'm like, I need somebody else to play. I can't, I can't run the Romulans and too much. all the other stuff. It's too much. So C-Rack came in and picked up. And so if another guy wanted to hop in, he could run, he could run the Lyrans or the Zin. The Zin would actually probably be the good one to help Ralph out because now it's, that would make it two on two. Um, and it's like, it's a fucking, like, it's super deep. Because 
when until you start repairing ships, you don't understand how what the impact is when they're damaged, right? So like, and, and there's the whole, all the systems work into each other. So as you're like, but, but but that's what I mean. Like you could not, you couldn't get to the point of understanding the game. I mean, you probably could if you just sat around and read the rules or played by no, yourself on Vassal all day. I, but I like, you I, would, I don't think you could ever understand without playing in a big game against right, people. Yeah. But that's that's fascinating because it's very it, there. There's there's little things like so if a guy moves and you're on a star base or you have a scout, you have ex, you have extended reaction. So if a guy moves, gives you normally you can react. If a guy moves within one hex of you, you can jump in there and then pin them potentially. If they have more ships than you, they can move through you. So you can only trap as many ships, basically generally with some exceptions, as as ships that you have. But if a guy's extended reaction, he can jump out when you get in the his outer ring. So you have an inner ring of hexes and an outer ring of hexes. But there's times where you don't want to do it because the guy might be triggering you to jump early. I mean, really, he's going to come in with another force. Now you've jumped off the base that you were guarding. Now he comes in with another force, and you can't move to stop him. So there's a ton of like cat and mouse strategy with movement and it's fucking great really good nice and, and awesome. so so you I said think this inner... is a game i will play forever yeah it sounds like it yeah it sounds like it it sounds like you're too invested to, to plus it also, i look <laughs> i look back on the moves i made having played it for the first time as like the lyrans and the i'm like oh that was a bad mistake. Like I fucked up so many, like there were so many major mistakes I made that, so I could make a much more efficient game if I would, but we're basically saying we're going to play all the way through. And at some point the ISC, the interstellar concordium comes and says, yeah, it's done. War's over. We're going to kill anyone who tries to fight. We're going to attack them. So, uh, at that point, I think we can stop it and start over. Super so, cool. So that's what we always uh, joke about. We're like, yeah, it's a learning game. Everything becomes a <laughs> like, learning game. And we've been playing it for two years. Someday. That's cool. Uh, and we're on turn 15. Wow. Wow. How, how many it. turns potentially? 30. Probably 30. Halfway there. But at, That's and, crazy. But the guys always laugh at me because I'm always like, but in like six turns, we develop torpedo boats, which I'm really waiting for. I need those torpedo boats. So in a year, you'll see this. No, but probably not in a year. Probably about oh, a year real life. Yes, yeah. IRL. Yeah, yes. Yeah, real that's life. right. But it's it's still great. We love it. Oh yeah, that's super, <laughs> cool. super cool. That's all that counts, that's right? It. Like that's that's all we're here to do. Is this is the shit I mean, we we're love like, to do? We're, we're like basically like what I did was I put out two bases, and then Ralph had to knock those bases out because I built them between Cleon space and Federation space. And he didn't want to let me have them. So I put two gigantic fleets on each base. So he attacked them. One of them, he, I, I sent all my reserves to. So I had, I had big, big forces. So Ralph tries to attack the base. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to let you. I'm, we're going to do an approach battle. Ralph has to offer an approach battle when he comes into a base. So for three rounds, that means he's going to fight. And I just pounded the fucking living shit out of his fleet every time. Uh, but once he can fight three rounds, then he can get to the base. So then he's just he's just trying to kill the base. They're just trying to get in there. They took such a fucking beating. It was beautiful. So That's cool. Thank you, beauty. And, and part of it is like even when you're fighting, 
so we have our battle fleets. I mentioned we have battle fleets. There's something called battle intensity, right? So a battle can be really hardcore, like face-to-face where we're going to like close combat, or it can be distant, like we're screening. So obviously the, the lower intensity of battle is, the less casualties people are going to suffer, and the higher it is, the more casualties are going to suffer. So, but it's masked. So each side picks their battle intensity before, uh, and then they reveal it. So if I have a fleet that I think is going to kick the shit out of Ralph, I'm going to pick like three or four, like try to really max it out. And if he has a ship where he's like, I'm just trying to fucking get by here, he's going to pick low because it reduces the amount of damage we do based on. But even after you add up, so you basically say I put a four down and Ralph puts a two down. So that means it's a six for battle intensity. So that's going to be a pretty intense battle. We then roll a random die. They can either raise it or lower Sometimes the random die will raise it, so it's like an eight. So now it's going to be fucking super intense, which means we might be doing like tons of damage to each other. Uh, but but and some of the parts of that are like, I could get into too much of it, but I don't want to. Like no, we have, like the Klingons have mauler ships. Mauler ships. The idea is normally if you take damage on your battle force, you get to choose how the damage is distributed. So you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna lose 10 fighters, but a mauler can say, but, but, but you can do what's called directed damage, where you say, no, I'm gonna damage that ship. Normally directed damage costs twice as much on a ship. So if you have a cruiser worth six points, I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna fucking kill that cruiser. I'm not gonna, let, so you would be like, well, I'm gonna avoid it. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna let you do damage to that cruiser, but I say, no, I'm doing directed damage. So it'd be six points to cripple that cruiser normally, but I'm going to do directed damage. It's going to be 12. So I'm, I'm going to do 12 points on that cruiser and you have to damage, cripple that cruiser. So you're like, fuck, it's tripled. If you have a mauler, maulers can cripple for free. They can do directed damage for free. So a mauler can just say, I have 10 points. So 10 points are going to be free on crippling that guy for direct damage. So that's where the maulers come in. But the, the idea with the maulers is if you're going to use them, you have to have a high battle intensity. You can't pick a low. So you have to pick either a three or a four for battle intensity if you're a mauler. Because the idea is you're so close in, they're fighting. So you put yourself at risk more that way. Right. And the mauler is basically like a big spinal mount type weapon. And in fact, if the enemy doesn't attack your mauler, you have to roll a d6 at the end of each battle, a battle round. And if you roll a five or six, the mauler cripples itself because it shakes itself. Shock. Shakes it, damages itself. But usually Ralph tries to kill all our maulers because he hates them. <laughs> but dude, that's like one tiny part of the game. <laughs> it's like yeah, so, that's what I was going to ask. So, not, not that I mind rules look look ups. I'm not opposed to them. Like I, I like compl- I, I like complex games. But like, how often do you find yourself like, oh, okay, I got to go look up this rule to figure out this problem? We're we're pretty good. I mean, we do kind of an ASL rule system where I'm like, hey, if it takes us more than five minutes. Fuck it. Let's just play it, and we'll right, look it up yeah. tomorrow morning. Um, it's come up occasionally, and there are rules. I mean, no, of course, but there's but a lot of like, them. It's you, heavily, you, can, it's, you can play the game, and you're not like just with your nose in the rule. I mean, two years later, yeah, you want to play with guys you know how to play, probably. But I would say, hey, we play every Friday night, so anybody wants to ever watch us play or listen us play, you can come in. That's what the guild's for. Yeah, we're there. Watch, watch people play. I mean, we're pretty consistent, so. And I'm more than happy to turn over. I think Ralph would probably be happy to turn over the Zin uh, to somebody else. So, so it's good. It's good, I, stuff. It's really, it's really yeah, good, good stuff. 
And it's weird because it's a game I owned so long ago. I probably owned this game like 20 years ago. And I was always like, yeah, it looks cool. And I owned Starfire. So I, I, I liked all the, I loved all the Starfire shit. But Federation Empire didn't have the same uh, background because they didn't have Drake writing for them uh, the way uh, Starfire oh, yeah, did. Yeah. He wrote all the background. So, of course, Starfire was more attractive. But once we started playing, Ralph and I fiddled around with it. And then just like maybe two years ago, we got seriously like, fuck, let's play this. So it's been great. It's awesome. That's it. All right, Evan. Anybody else? Uh, I, uh, I don't have any reviews. I, I'm playing. So Evan and I are still tinkering with Vietnam. Uh, Barry, Roy, and I are playing uh, Hearts of Minds. Oh, you're playing with Barry, Roy? Yeah, yeah. We've played a couple games over the years. I always um, felt like he was a tough. He got he had a tough time connecting with guys. Yeah, we've we've played because he'd always times. be like, "Hey, I want to play," and I was I never knew if he met up with someone. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's Barry Roy? Sorry, Barry Roy. He's uh he's from New Jersey. He's yeah, a, he's a, a Jersey Tony? guy. Yep, yep. Does, does that explain it all? Or <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's in Evan, the, glass he, houses. Okay, buddy. He's, he's in the guild. <laughs> he's a, he's in an in and out. But yeah, we we played a couple games over the years. So playing uh, Hearts and Minds is always always fun. And then uh, Big Deal and I continue our korean war game um we took like a two-week break as he kind of gets his situation settled down um but man i love that game it just it it's just flowing so well i, f I feel like as as the north koreans i f I, th I think i might be doing okay are, I, are you still at the point where it's the north koreans and not the chinese yeah, yeah. So I'm still the North Koreans. We're playing a scenario. It's still the Korean War of unification. Yeah, yeah. We're doing <laughs> right. good. We're doing good. We're we're getting the uh, colonizers out of of the peninsula. That's right. Um, but Very yeah, noble. Yeah, I think he. Had, I think we have one turn left, and I'm I'm I, I feel pretty good. I don't know what the VP situation looks like, based on the scenario, but. But I feel like I'm taking ground, and you feel like you're helping people. Yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> helping your little give, imaginary cardboard. Giving people. out a lot of a lot a lot of pamphlets. I feel like we're uh, you know planting rice. some rice, rice bags, yeah. getting people to see the the right way, the, 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 the right correct way, way for the greater good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's been fun. And we played Age of Steam on Thursday. And we played, and so that's the other thing. Playing a fuck ton of train games. Played Age of Steam on that Friday. That was fun, right? That was so a lot of fun. Didn't like it. And I'm, I'm, I'm still not sure I like the game, but I like playing it with you guys, so I keep coming back to it. But like, what, what don't you like about it? I don't know. I don't know what I don't like, and I don't know what I like. It's, Is it too easy? <laughs> no, I, I, I came in last. It's not too easy. Well, I feel like it's the, uh, the like, I don't want to. I like just the, don't get the, it. It's a developmentally disabled <laughs> version yeah. of it. Yeah. There's no stock. But I'm playing five 18xx games um, and a fuck ton of RPGs. And Age of Steam, I like playing it. Well, I appreciate it because I, like I didn't finish last because Jason was at the game. I'm so bad at it, I, and <laughs> and I don't know why. But it, it was it was much better live than than play by email. Well, do you think Gus was, was a shark? In that oh one? So yeah, that was and he call. and he set us up. Yeah, and he even talked about like he kind of sweet talked you into a couple couple things but, but it was fun yeah like toward the end there, there was some 
some no. duckiness, but yeah, it was fun. And we were, I don't know. Did he sweet talk me? Yeah, into like selecting the 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 actions, I guess, whatever whatever they're oh, called. Oh, who like, knows? Yeah, Jesus, I, I was unaware. Yeah, we were. All, <laughs> I was definitely by the end. By the, by the end, that. we were all pretty drunk. I was a victim. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, lots yeah. of train games going on. So basically, my Aegis theme seems to be urbanization always. Apparently. Always it worked, but you have to you have to figure out where to put it and which one and how to. But early, <laughs> it's good because you have colored cities, right? So yeah. So, or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cities of color. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Politically correct here, please. Evan, if you're going to come back, you have to. You're coming back to a new harbor. Yeah, I got to deal with that too. And so Lawrence and I were talking about this. Like I'm, I'm okay at 18, 18xx games of kind of bettering myself, but I'm not great at fucking with other people. Um, and it seems oh, no, like you age fucked of, me over pretty good in the Age of Steam game. I'm not sure because I'm like getting you, better at it. Because Lawrence yeah, and I have been talking about it. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I, it was a, it was a little too late. Um, but yeah, that was that well, was it didn't help you, but you fucked me anyway. <laughs> I like that. I like that you finished last, yet fuck me. I was like, why? Why would you go there? Like, why would you do that? Because it was fun. I was yeah, like, Jason, that was a good game. Move. I, I of course, last I picked last because I'm like, there's no way Jason would fucking do that. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. That's you what, find that's yourself what... staring at a hex. You're like, do not put track. Don't on. do not yeah. put track. Yeah. Fuck. Or don't you fucking move that cube, you son of a. I know. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's fun. It, and it's it's weird. It's 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 like Vietnam Room of War. Like I like playing it and I have fun, but I don't know that I like the game, which is which is weird. <laughs> so yeah. what do you like about eighteen that you're not getting from Age of Steam? Oh, there's so much. There there's there the there's more manipulation, and I just get I, I understand those games a little bit more. I don't understand Age, like Age of Steam viscer- yet. Like yeah, right. Like, yeah, on a visceral level. Like yeah. is there some. Yeah, with um, everything's a little bit plainer in eighteen XX. Like it, it might be, it's probably more complex, but it's plainer on the on the page. And Age of Steam, it's like four pages of rules. Do, do you not you like the frontline mathing? You have to do mathing to figure out if you're going to bankrupt. Um, no, I don't mind that. I I, I like that part mm-hmm. of it. Um, and maybe I'm just missing some of the stock shenanigans that are that are in. Because um, I like the cube rails games. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like the I, idea that you're actually running railroads. That's true. Yeah. As opposed to the 18 games where I'm like, yeah. are you guys just an investor? Like railroad? I'm no, like, do you even railroad, investors. bro? <laughs> 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 railroads. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, but that, was, that was a fun game. I don't know. That's who, the one thing I like. I like, I like an age of steam where it's like, finally your railroad is profitable. You're like, oh, and then like, yeah, you lose. I'm like, I don't care. My railroad is profitable. Like, I We're in last. the black, baby. I was last, but I made money. <laughs> that, that, that's the classic distraction of the of the real goal for the Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, duck! It was running with it. That was brutal. Yeah, by almost double. It was bad. Yeah, they 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 stopped. They should have focused more on duck and less on me. <laughs> no, I was just focusing on my stuff. Oh no, you you don't, and and then and, fu- and then fucking with you at the end. Yeah, that was fun. that's right. So. Yeah. And I think that's all I have. All right, Evan. What's going on with you, buddy? How's the war game going? It's good. Do you, you guys want a review? I mean, I can sure. I can do one, uh, but if you're about to cash out, I can oh, I can no, call it too. Nope. You we're in it. Review. review. 
Okay. We're, we're, and, and by the way, hey, fuck off. We're not cashing out. Like, what the fuck do you think we are? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doubting you, but Dave, you, you had the tone in your voice like like 10 minutes ago that it was about to be over. So I didn't want oh, to ruin no. the vibe. I'm just making sure everybody's running just, along track. Just going with the flow. Give, give it a go. We'll see where okay. the night takes us. Good shit. Ready. Um, okay, so I was going to talk about the advanced Tobruk system, ATS. Oh, very uh, nice. Boo. <laughs> boo. I, I, you're boo. Is this going to be a fair review? In what sense of the word? Okay, we'll see. Okay, we'll see. All right, so. And as so always, many... I am Sweden. You're Sweden? Oh, I'm Sweden. I'm Switzerland. Right. Excuse me. Oh, Switzerland, yeah. Yes, Switzerland. Switzerland. <laughs> why didn't I'm, also, I'm also Sweden. Because from what I've heard, Sweden's <laughs> not always neutral. Yeah, exactly. Well, Switzerland, neither. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's a lot of. Okay. Somebody's got to ship that iron to Germany. <laughs> Keep those concentration camps running. And someone else has to take care of all their gold. Got to put right. it somewhere. We, right. I mean, yeah. Oh, that's true. Who is neutral? Investor strategy. Yeah. It's only, Panama. BC, like, only Panama. Yeah, only Panama was neutral. Panama. Yeah. Right. Never had any Panama papers with all like offshore bank accounts. None of that. None of that's here. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, no, so ATS, I mean, yeah, so Dave, you already know where this is going. It's hard to not compare ATS to ASL. Right, no, I guess. I, 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 and it's not possible, but that's fine. Right, I mean, I'm willing, I, I'm willing to listen. Yeah, well, no, respond, because honestly, I haven't played ASL, so I only know what I read, uh, so it's hard for me to compare. So what, what product are you comparing? So I was going to look at ATS, DNB, and Foo to continue okay, cool. with the, the Vietnam theme. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I the big thing to again a story of a soldier that will fight hard for a piece of colored ribbon, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that title could apply in a lot of games. I mean, That's right. I'm telling you, any time period. Jason, really. do we have get our attorneys? Who are attorneys? Matt, big Matt, big deal. Matt, we have a lot of Matt P. Yeah. We have attorneys. Get on that. Get on that. Cover show, guys. shit. Incorporate us in Delaware. Yeah, just do it. Like, do we have to ask you? No, just listen and go do it. Automatic. Yeah, send us Con- an email. Consular intern status. First, first, yeah, first one that doesn't win something. Right. Okay, ready? Sorry, Evan. No, it's okay. Uh, we, had a, we had a flurry of legal activity there. That was <laughs> exactly. Everyone went to go to the computers. Um. No. So I mean, a- ATS is basically. I mean, it's same same shit as ASL in the sense of tone and scope of the game. It's fifty yards a hex. It's Squad, you're moving around squads and leaders and uh, squad weapons, tanks, or sing, single vehicles. And the big difference that people talk about is that it's impulses. So I we alternate. So instead of having a <clears throat> complicated sequence of play, you have, you know, I go, you go, I go, you go. And you've got your, the first phase is just uh, indirect fire. Is it, is it one squad at a time or all of your guys and then all of their guys? Okay, so that's the thing. So you get, so you can move one, you can move a squad or a dude or one, a single man counter, but you can also use platoon movement. So you can take three units that are in adjacent hexes as long as the leader is in at least one of those hexes. And then they can all move together as a group and then they can also fire as a group. Uh, so you can move or fire or move and fire. Well, of course, there are penalties for that sort of thing. And this is one of the issues I actually have with 
with DNB and not not issues, but DNB and Foo has special rules, of course, most of which are good, but they do have a special rule for uh, the Pavan or Vietmin or whatever you want to call them, where they can't use uh, platoon fire. That's not the term. Whatever, whatever the term is, they can't have multiple hexes firing together unless all group, of the group hex- fire. Group fire. Yeah, exactly. They can't have group fire unless all of the hexes have a leader. That's ESL term. But yeah, I, I, I think. I don't know if you're allowed to use it for this yeah, scratch sure. game, but that's Why not? called group fire. Trademark. <laughs> Interesting. Get those lawyers going on the trademarks. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so so that's. That's a minor issue, but uh, when I first read that rule, you know, like a good good American, I was like, oh yeah, of course they're communists. They don't they don't know what they're doing. But then I was reading a review of the uh, of the SL Way product, and they're talking about how that rule doesn't really make sense. And historically, and I was like, yeah, that kind of doesn't really make sense. I mean, especially in Way, you know, nineteen sixty eight. I don't think NVA main forces had issues with coordinating their fire at the squad level, but you know, what whatever. It's a minor. It's a minor. Minor complaint. And uh, so where was I? So ATS in general. So that's the big thing is you just go back and forth. And, you know, you've got your indirect fire phase for off-board shit and anything indirect artillery on-board mortars that are indirect fire. Then you just go to fire and movement. And you take turns firing and moving. And when both players pass twice in a row, which is kind of a cool little wrinkle that makes sense to to kind of eliminate some of the game theory of is he going to pass or is he not going to pass? Um, then it moves to the infiltration phase. So, so when you guys are doing <laughs> the, the activations, yeah, uh, is it hex by hex? Like I activate this hex or this hex or no? So, or, sorry, I didn't explain it very well. That, that was what I was saying. So you can pick, you could pick, you can pick a, ha- a hex, a stack of units to move. You can also, yeah, you can pick a group if okay. they're all in the same hex. Eh. Now you're going to test my knowledge of how well I actually remember yeah, the rules. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you, you get the idea. I mean, generally, you could probably move. You can definitely So you're fire. alternating. Yeah. So and if you, can, you, that's if what you I'm pass saying. on a group, are they done? No. You're just passing your turn. They can. They can okay. So that's, yeah, so there's a little bit of game theory E strategy there. With I actually made the first live play. I made a mistake of like doing stuff with all my guys, and then none of them could opt opportunity fire. So then... I was playing Mitch, and he could just move all his guys around, you know, with impunity because I didn't have anyone to opfire with. That was nice of Mitch not explaining that to you. That was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Learn by experience. Just let me go. OJT. Good job, Mitch. Got to do it. Way to bring in the it. new herd. Yeah. Hey, you got that's the hazing. That's the the AAC for trying right. That's right. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, but you can definitely move move and shoot with groups of up to three hexes that are contiguous if they have a leader. Um, and then after that, it goes to infiltration. You can crawl your guys one hex basically anywhere. Um, that's also when melee happens. You can crawl into your opponent's hexes, and that's they're frozen there until the end of the phase, and all the melees happen. This is like this, the advance. It's like an advanced move. Yeah, and then the big one of the big differences here is with with ASL is that there are grenade like uh, specific grenade attacks. So you can instead of crawling or advancing, you can choose to make a grenade attack, which tend to be stronger than if they're adjacent, which tend to be stronger than like small arms fire attacks. Um, And so that that's a usually tends to be a entertaining phase, and after that, just like normal cleanup shit. 
So it has a very similar feel. You know, you've got squads breaking, whatever, rallying. You have a, my understanding is, again, I haven't played SL, but my understanding is you have a lot more casualties. So guys who, you know, whatever, get wounded or killed. Um, and you still have units breaking and routing and not routing, breaking and surrendering or whatever. But um, but you do have a lot more casualties, I think, than in, than in, than in ASL. Um, so that's the basic, that's the basic game. Uh, vehicles are pretty cool. They're again. Is the combat system similar to ACL or ASL for firing? I think. I mean, so basically, you roll on a table. You you add up your gunfire factors. You know, however many units you have plus their squad weapons, um, and you just roll a d. That's a d ten, not a two d six. And you roll on the chart for wherever they're at, and you subtract. Subtract and add modifiers depending on you know cover and all that sort of normal stuff. And oh, so they do shit. D10. D10. They do D10, which eh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, interesting. I don't love D10. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a little like that flat curve kind of gets to me, but well, that's fine. It, it's, it's, a a it's, it's a choice. It's a choice. Attempt, right? yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one the nice thing about D10 is it's always easy to calculate odds. You don't have to do any crazy math. You're just like, oh, okay, yeah, there's a 40% chance that I'm going to, you know, affect a casualty of some sort. Sure, so, yeah. So that's nice. Um, I'm going to say, oh, so vehicles, again, without any ASL experience, my understanding is that vehicles are pretty complica complicated in ASL, but in ATS, they're definitely more comp complicated than infantry, but they're not, it's pretty intuitive, you know, the, the modifiers for if you rotate your turret or for, you know, for moving, uh, for facing, and all that stuff. So vehicles, people people say the vehicle rules are good. So I, I believe them. I like them. Kimas, I guess, I guess that's it for the ATS as a system. Uh, the ASL module, or sorry, the DNB and Foo module, I mean, it's fucking DNB and Foo, so at the squad level, that's kind of what, one of the things that grabbed my attention. Cause I, I was yeah, actually, that's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, super, super good. I mean, I was uh, talking to Jason about this the other day. I was like, eh, I think my collection's at a good place. Like, I don't, you know, space-wise, money-wise, playtime-wise, I mean, how much more do I really need? And then I, had, I had just, for some reason, looked, done a search on DNB and Foo on BGG. I was like, okay, there's an ATS. B, there's an ATS DNB and Foo module. Okay, interesting. Is that is like that's a just a tactical? Oh yeah, okay, it really is. And then I started looking. And I knew about the way way uh, module, but I didn't really know anything about it. Do you have the course, U, Do you have the Uber monster map? I do not. No, DMB I can't. Monster map. What? what? No, I can't fit that shit here. Come on. Then uh, I I guess that's one thing before people get all excited and jump on the bandwagon that I should talk about is you know if you're going to get into ATS you do have to deal with critical hit uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is why I haven't gotten into it right yeah so i mean so i specifically asked. so i so i saw all these different things i was like okay way all right there's a couple korea modules i mean when i saw french algeria that was when i was like holy shit all right this is this is the real deal cuz that's not a common topic for tactical level games or, or for games period so i was still like all right i'm going to do this and I asked on on forum on the guild, and I was like, "Is this worth it?" I mean, I'm hearing all these horror stories about AC, and you know, from people like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay, whatever." And Rich is like, "Yeah, I think it's worth it." And he's like, "All right." Uh, <laughs> so I dropped the hammer, and and 
and Mitch helped me out, hooked me up. He helped me out with a, a good deal on a like an old school module where they had all the shit you have to get. You don't have to worry about like oh, do I need the rules or any of the counters or whatever. And the old version, the 3.0 or 3.09 or whatever, doesn't fucking matter. The version of the rules is, is online for free. Um, so that helps a lot for if you want to get into the game. And I still, I still don't have the four 4x rules because I can't be bothered. Uh, well, actually, that's not true. I, I, there's supposed to be another version of the rules coming out soon, but again, it's critical hit, so you never kind of know what's going on. <laughs> what is? How how soon is now? Yeah, yeah. Although they're still doing, they're still still producing stuff. So and, guess... and, it, and it's just getting older every day. Right. Yeah. So I mean, so a big part of the the thing for me is for the all the modern modules for most, except for the Arab Israeli stuff, it's all really simple. You just have the mod. You buy the module. You need the rules. You need the you know large system counters and small system counters, and you're set. So I wasn't worried about. You know, this is actually one of the reasons why I didn't want to get into ASL. You know, apart from cost, apart from you know, <laughs> Dave, you'll you maybe you'll appreciate this. I when I I thought about getting into ASL, and I was like. You know, I saw it as a challenge. People were like, oh, this is like the most complicated rules ever. And it's like, oh, okay, I can I can deal with that. But then for other reasons, just like was it, you know, more than it needed to be or sorry, sorry, all USL players. And but also just things like, you know, okay, the Korea module, that looks really cool, but I can play three of the scenarios if I just buy that. And then I have to buy, you know, whatever other all that tracking yeah, down yeah, of shit. Yeah, you have to have yeah. beyond dollar like start with them. Yeah, and it's not a, it's that's not a critique of the system. It's just you know that's just the way the game is well, basically, and I sold. Mean, it it is true. I mean, like basically, even when we were running, uh, we were gonna run uh, Red Factories at at the con. Uh, we uh -huh. all have four or five all the modules, and we were running out of counters. Markers. That's crazy. Like even nice. markers cool. on top of units were like. It's uh, crazy. Can everybody bring like twenty of each marker? So we made sure we have enough markers. Like, like we need a DM marker, we need a prep fire marker. Like we we weren't sure we'd have enough markers for a while. So. That's that's good shit. It's a big scenario. Um, yeah. So that I mean that, but that kind of dealing with that kind of stuff, um, and that and you didn't used to with it with ATS. It used to be that like the old school modules, you just bought the module, it came with the rules, it came with all the markers you needed, and you were set. Uh, the newer model is not that way, but for World War II. So for World War II, you know, you might if you buy a module, it's their, their website's not good. You know, you just can't tell what it comes, what any given module comes with, or what you need to play all the scenarios. And and because it's not as popular as ASL, there's not like a bunch of you know fanboys out there getting it all together in one place on the internet. So you just know. Um, I mean, there are there's a Facebook group and there's different people that you know that that, that get that shit together, but it's still not it's still not super clear. So, but for the modern module for all the Vietnam and I think for the Korea stuff and for DMB and Fu and French Algeria, it's you know you just buy the module and apart from the rules and the systems counters, you're set. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, just as a given anecdotal evidence of what I'm talking about, I ordered uh, Way and whatever the Broken Arrow, whatever the LZ X-Ray scenario is and the module is, and then uh, uh, a finish, like they have a new finish one for World War II. And it's like, oh, okay, this is cheap. It seems like it's got good shit. And I ordered it. You know, I had it sent to my house in the States. It's going to have someone bring it down, save on shipping. And... <laughs> 
So I was like asking, I was like asking my dad, I was like, okay, so can you, what's, what's all in there? I need to like, I, you know, Skype him. I was like, we got to talk about it. <laughs> I just don't believe it's all going to be there. And so indeed he was like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is here. This is here. This is here. I was like, okay, this is good. But then I was looking on the Facebook page for a, for ATS and it's like, no, okay, wait, there's the FE cards and the vehicles and wait, that's not there. And, and so I started, I was like, just send me some pictures of what's in there, dad. And he sends me pictures and I was like, that's not an ATS leader. That's an ASL leader. <laughs> I, know, I know that much. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So they sent me an ASL module instead of ATS module, and it wasn't like it wasn't the end of the world. Like they just, you know, just switched them out, and it wasn't a big deal. But people have worse stories than that, and it's just it's just tough to figure out what you need. Um, so it's hard for me to be like anyone who's listening to this, be like, yeah, yeah, go get into it's, ATS right now. It's especially I, I don't think when, I don't when, think anyone who's in the ASL is telling you to get into ATS. <laughs> no, no, I just mean anyone who wants to fit a World War II tactical system between something simple and something like ASL. It's hard enough to figure out what you need when the company can't figure out what you need. Is, is yeah. Kind of, that's yeah, that's fair. I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm I, I think if you're into uh, simple World War II combat. Uh, play ASL and fight simple World War II scenarios in ASL. A lot of fun. So they go. But if you want, what if you want tactical first Indo, Indo China war? Well, they do. I mean, Critical Hit does produce a lot of ASL. They call it ASL comp. They They do have. They hurt themselves on this argument. Oh yeah, I know. I'm I'm being clear. I'm not I'm not doing a bias there, review. There's no Vietnam. I mean, basically, right now ASL's ASL officially covering Korea and World War Two. Right, of course. Right. Like their yep. their first first party or second party or whatever they call. It. But they do have third. I mean, so all of the so the DNB and Foo for ATS they do have an ASL version. Uh, they they have an ASL way. They have an ASL you know, LZX or whatever. Um, so if you're already an SL player, I'm not going to be like, you should get into ATS because they have modern stuff. You can just buy it for ASL. And I assume it's basically the same thing, although I don't know. And, but no, I, I think the big advantages of ATS are, so Mitch has a good way of putting it. He says, ASL is a rule for everything. ATS has a rule for most things. So if you don't need <laughs> that level of kind of like, you know, maybe it's a, a bridge. If ASL is a bridge too far, but you know, lock and load or Band of Brothers or whatever is not enough uh, for your taste, then ATS kind of hits that hits that middle ground. It's got a lot of rules, it's, but it's pretty it's pretty reasonable. Um, and the the sequence of play is the kind of the big the other big attraction. Having those alternating impulses. Uh, makes things a lot simpler in terms sure. of yeah. not having a, a bazillion phases. Uh, and unless you play, and solitaire play works pretty well. The, me, the melee is a little wonky. It's a little hard to, like, you know, trick yourself with melee. Going through those recursions of, like, well, would he move in there first or would I move in there first? And, but other than that, but, like, the normal, for the for the most part. I mean, that's definitely a part of the ambient foo because uh, so much of it's, like, in trenches and getting into close combat. Yeah, but for I think a lot of like World War II scenarios and stuff, it's you know that doesn't come up nearly as much for solitaire. All right, so product for fun and beers. Ooh, all right, let's go for DNB and food. Let's go a nine for fun. Wow, nice. I mean, I'm biased because it's DNB and food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and for beers, I'd probably go like two to three. <laughs> yeah. You could, probably do, you could probably do four if you don't give a shit about the rules. <laughs> Everything's easier that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can always add a couple beers onto a game's rating if you don't care about the rules. That's awesome. All right. And but but of course, if I buy ATS Way, I still need to buy some other shit to play it. So, sort of. I mean, so Jason, if you and I were going to to play Way online, we just play with the three three X rules, so you would have to buy that. But no, I mean, if I wanted to own this game and play it. But if you want to own this game and play it with some random person at a convention, for example, then yeah, you'd still have to buy the rules, and then there's two sets of system counters, the large ones, which are like trenches and shit, and then the small ones, which are you know, arrows and stuff like that. So yes. Okay. Fair. I can, I can, I can tell Jason's not going to get into this game. <laughs> I, I, like I, I look at it and then I see the $130 price tag and I know we talked about this but I just like man it's that's a lot yeah I, I that's a lot disagree. to dip my toe well and I don't you know <laughs> I don't want to do this to you but I feel like we should just play and then if you like it then you can get it and if you don't then you won't exactly exactly we'll, but we'll, I, we'll play this after we play it Jason's yeah. got in, 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 in two years. Jason will be fine. He'll be fine. After, Jason, after, after my Jason daughter graduates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just needs one kid to drown in the pool and he's going to be in the black. Oh. That, he, that he's set. Yeah, but then he'll be divorced because oh, that's what yeah. happens out of that. And that's a... that's right. Yeah, the, the emotions. Because yeah. mm-hmm. we don't handle the emotions well. No. Like, Check out. Just start like, drinking more like, somehow. That's right. Just drink. <laughs> somehow. Drink and move on. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. I mean, I say that actually say that, Jason, because I don't feel like I don't feel like this would be your cup of tea. Is that I mean, in, yeah. in hardcore tactical, your thing? Not really. I I I, I like to think it is, um, and it it just doesn't ever end up being that. Maybe way would get me there because I know enough about it that 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 would engross me. But right, I don't know. All right. Well, after Vietnam War four, maybe we'll maybe we'll find out. Yeah. In in five years, that's fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I think when it comes to hardcore tactical, like Jason can do it, but he doesn't really want to tell other people to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, or, what or drum it up, or yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll get there someday. I'm sure. I mean, one thing is to do it. Another thing is to like to want to do it. <laughs> two different. Well, that, no, I'm on the things. other spectrum. I want to do it, but the effort involved. Is is sometimes just like there's other stuff I'd rather do, but uh, no. AT, ATS does call to me because there's way there's DNB and food that that stuff is cool. Yeah, no, I mean that, but that's kind of what I meant. I mean, you want to want to do it, but that's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> do it. No, which is why I haven't done it yet, right? because yeah, no. Dave's right. I could I could afford a hundred and sixty dollars if if I wanted to, but. It's risky though. It's risky. After, after I sell off some of these train games, maybe at some point. Right. That that's what's holding me back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sp- I'm spending all my money on train games. The that's fucking right. train right. games. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right, boys. Do we got anything else we want to talk about? Or are we good? Uh, I think we're there. Good right. shit.
final end. The train has come to the last station. Choo-choo. All right, gentlemen. This was a blast. All right, boys. Yep. Thanks, fellas. Bye. Bye. Yep. Good night. That's it. Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash build slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com.